Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The Brewing Network Sunday Session is brought to you by More Beer, featuring the new easy-to-sanitize threaded diffusion stone. Check out the new threaded diffusion stone at morebeer.com. Item number KEG590. I was pouring in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Make some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. Studios in Northern California. This is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. Good day to you, sirs and gents, and one chick. Hey. <laughs> and Sir's another dude. Welcome to the Sunday Session. Another great show for you today. In-studio guest we have today. Yeah, All right. Yeah, which always makes us uh, happy around here. Mostly it. because there's less uh, technology to break than piss me off <laughs> when we don't have to do phones and Skype and all of that. Um, yeah, we've got Ron, Obi Ron Manabe from uh, Tide House is, wow. is on the yeah. show tonight. May the mash be with you. Uh, Tide House is a is a Bay Area staple, and uh, we'll be talking about the history of that uh, brewery. And um, you know, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve too uh, that we'll be talking about. In fact, there's a roundabout relationship between uh, the Tide House Brewing Company and uh, f- the artist formerly known as Shat the Producer. Oh! Yeah. The artist. Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, they're uh, working together. Yeah, not even that roundabout. And speaking of Shat the Producer... Well, now we blew the announcement. Um, <laughs> I'm worried about Tasty. What's that? Uh-oh. I'm no. worried about the guy. Should Uh-oh. we take his belt and his shoelaces? You well, see me out there by myself all the time? <laughs> he yeah, made well, it here today. Pouring beer for no one? I lost my entourage. You know? y- yeah, you know, I haven't seen Chad around here in weeks. Yeah. I've seen him... I don't in- have him anywhere. He's... he's- Otherwise occupied, and I feel occupied, Chad. Tasty, like you've been abandoned. Oh, for, I have. I totally have. For handles, 
I, I totally have. And I'm concerned and for your, your welfare. Because, how are you taking this? Randy left before that, too. <laughs> yeah, Randy's been gone. Yeah, Randy. Randy moved to Santa Cruz, and Chad got this full-time gig. So Tasty's on his own, man. I, I roll by myself now. Yeah. I think you need new people. Yeah, no entourage. How are you feeling about that, Tasty? Uh, it's it's a little rough, but I you know after after a minute plays like a minute, I realize there's like ten people I know. So, sure, you, know. you got any I, soft music you can play while you're talking about it? It's pretty sad. Just right. But I have I have a guest entourage. I bring uh, now. I, I take uh, three or four girls. All with me. ladies. Oh, you did. That. That my lady, all lady entourage. You're taking the ladies around. Should have made the change sooner. Then no, I'm, dro- well, I'm dropping that though. That's not working. I saw him at Drake's <laughs> with that entourage. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. It's also not that big. <laughs> See me there. Yeah. It's also not that different of a change there, from his last yeah. entourage. <laughs> Two ladies good. to more. Oh. Ladies. The tasty ladies. Yes. I do worry, Tasty. I feel like he just dropped you like a bad habit. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I. And let's be honest. I see. I was over his his girlfriend's place uh, last Wednesday for dinner. Okay. You know, Chaz all like got a collar shirt on and shit like that. He, I haven't what? seen him in a t-shirt since he took that job. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, and that's the other thing I wanted to be honest about. You know, it's not just handles that's keeping Chad away. He's banging some new broad down there in the Pleasanton area. Yeah. So he's and never here. And you he's can bet never she's here. crazy. <laughs> she's got to be crazy, right? Yeah. Isn't that a requirement for Shad's no, ladies? No, no, that's why it's a match made in heaven. It's her house that he's staying at, and he makes her enter through the window. He doesn't allow her to go. He doesn't allow her to go through her own front door or the garage. <laughs> I'm going to commandeer that brewing system in the backyard here while he's not watching. I yeah, think. Is, it, is it going unused? Yeah, of course it is. I, oh, yeah. the only one here. I've used it more than him. Yeah. That says a lot. Tasty's new song. I got a rule all by myself. Or tasty. I get a lot of love where I go, for sure. A lot of love. <laughs> it feel even worse for you now that you don't have your entourage. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I wonder if uh, he's going to make a beer in honor of Chad now, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Ch- Chad's yellow. That's going to be called. What the fuck happened to Chad? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where did he go? Where's my buddy Chad? PA. <laughs> Only just a little yeah, sour. Yeah. Just a little sour. Well, you know, when he was... when he was, uh... Should make a lonely Weizen. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really bitter. Fermented with, uh, <laughs> fermented with tears. Make a really bitter Real lonely bitter, Weizen. slightly sour. Yeah. Bitter and a little sour, yeah. yeah. How, did you, how did you get the pH balance? I cried into it for 10 days. <laughs> Saddest right. thing in the world. Started uh, lactic fermentation. <laughs> speaking oh, of the devil, oh there's Chad now. Oh, we were talking hey! about it. And he's got a collared shirt on, too. Collared shirt on. Sure. Clean shaven. No goatee? No, clean shaven. Yeah, he's a whole different guy. We're just talking about how you you abandoned your friend Tasty. He's he's sharp. No, we hang out here. I don't know. That's not what Tasty's saying. Look at you. got a nice new uh, North Face jacket. Oh, man. It's starting to rain. Somebody else is dressing him now, I think. (laughs) This is Tasty's new theme song. (laughs) I love it. This is how I roll. I do miss Chad's explanation. You're like, oh, you got a nice North Face jacket. Oh, man, it's starting to rain. <laughs> Fuck, I love it. Look at you, Chad. You're looking good, man. Yeah. Oh, cleaned up. You're looking like a professional. Yeah. <laughs> Try to. He's marrying we- material now. <laughs> Taste you. <laughs> this is classic. Did I not say Uh-oh. that's what it was like? Look, there he is. Tasty, you're not, you're not crying already, are you? No, not yet. I'm laughing. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, we're all congratulating Chad on his, uh, his like uh, sharp look and, and Mike's 
crying. Tacy's Tacy's. Yeah, it's not like the old days. He's like, hey, what about me? You've really changed. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Well, Scott just took a picture with the oldest camera in the world. You had to fill the flash not powder a, and everything. It's not a camera, it's a brick. Pixels. Chad so, just, we'll I get think, that on the website. I'm pretty sure Chad actually just showed up to get a clean socks. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not even staying for the show or to say how to taste. He just needed new underwear. He needed some. Oh, it's Sunday? Oh, hey, guys, what's well, happening? Uh, clean those beer lines while you're here, Chad. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the beer lines yeah. are a mess. Get the work out there. <laughs> and then put beer on. Yeah. All right. Well, Chad uh, is actually, the handles beer is being brewed uh, by Ron out there. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. And uh, that's the uh, the roundabout way. Well, Tasty, listen, um, you know, well, you uh, help is just a phone call away. All right, uh, I don't want to find for, out that. Thanks for the offer. All right, yeah, it's not a phone call to Justin, but yeah, just I meant one there's like helplines <laughs> for lonely people. You know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I just worry you. Your all your boys are gone. Yeah, yeah, without an entourage. Is that like one of those one nine hundred numbers that you see on late night TV? No, it's eight hundred two seven three eight two five five National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Right. I do know, um, you know, a couple of the broads that you're using to replace uh, Chad and Tasty, and I approve. Yeah, they're... especially that big boobied one over at EJ. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you were serious? He, he really is getting followed around by women now. Yeah. Well, I saw her at the EJ the other day, and she's like, "Hey, where's Chad been?" And I said, "I, you know, I don't know. He's he's working down there." And she said, "Yeah, yeah, Tasty. Uh, we've been hanging out with Tasty lately, and no Chad." So who are these girls? Uh, bartenders, bartenders over at EJ, <laughs> oh. and uh, they're nice. They got, got an out. entourage of bartenders. Like, One of them has has the potentially the best cleavage in the world. Mm. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen better cleavage. Wow, that's she a lofty some, statement. She got some nice seacups, uh, yes, pretty nice. Anyway, good choice of replacement, tasty. <laughs> well, what am I going to do? You know, <laughs> right up, I can't get downgrade too far. So get someone with bigger tits. But that's not wor- <laughs> that's not working out. I'm thinking that format. All right, so a lot to do today, as you can see. Uh, we'll get to our guest in just a few minutes. A um, couple of things we need to announce, though. Uh, I'm, I'm announcing a new way to donate to the show. That's wow. right. All right, we love it. That's right. It's a new way to donate to the show. And not only that, the, this portion of the donations goes directly to the staff of the show that night. That's right. No, so no. it's an in-show. None of our other confusing. Why am I the only one clapping? Ways to, uh, you know, because I don't believe I, it. I need to hear more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, yeah. So, so skeptical, you Doc's guys. Like, I've been on a lot of these. I want yeah. retroactive. Go on. In five years, <laughs> right. you guys could buy your own underwear. That's right. Well, here's what we're gonna do. I don't know how much money it's gonna bring, and I don't know how it's gonna work out. But what we're gonna do is let the listeners sponsor segments of the program. Interesting. Uh, that's right. Uh, and each, uh, here's how we're going to start it tonight. We're going to play with the format a little bit and, and see how we get it to work out. But this first segment, for example, by the mm-hmm. way, the session is brought to you today by More Beer. It's always brought to you by brought to you by More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com and check it out. Our good friends over there, they pay for this entire show, and we love them for it. Um, but uh, in order to help out the staff here a little bit, we're going to allow the listeners to sponsor segments of the show. So this entire uh, first per- first portion of the show can be sponsored by you. And here's what we're going to do: highest bidder in the chat room right now. Just I'm going to throw out uh, twenty bucks. First one to say twenty bucks, and then uh, keep the bidding going until it stops. You'll hit the PayPal donate button, and then this portion of the show is brought to you by that person. Hmm. Get it? And then uh, we'll have a, a, a direct record of how much it was there in the chat room. That money goes directly to the co-hosts of the program. Do they get a call in? And After give little... my 95% cut. Well, good. Uh, <laughs> I knew there was a catch. Do they, do they get a call in, like give a plug? Uh, no, I will give the plug for uh, them. Right. Uh, we don't have time for all uh, that nonsense. I'm not going to alter the course of the whole show. Yeah. Hey, if you're um, going to split 20 bucks bet- between seven people, 
I want uh, to hear what this person has to say. Uh, we don't have time for all that, and I'm hoping... Now, $20 was the starting bid, mind you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. On top of that, this, we have four segments of the show. So uh, even at the minimum bid of $20, we could potentially make... Uh, what is that? $180? Right, wow. guys? Yeah. yeah. 80 bucks. All right? If, it's, if, if everyone does oh, the minimum, yeah. it's 80 Right? Yeah. So we're, we're going to give it a shot. Now... I don't, you know, all I see is a bunch of sour pusses and bitchy, bitchy comments about how this is working. How about a great idea, Justin? I'm glad that you're coming up with ways to get us money. We I don't already- see anybody else bringing any goddamn money in here. How about a little thank you over here? Hey, I was clapping. Who was bitching? We, we already this have some be bids. from yep. our side to your yeah. side. If we wanted money, um, we wouldn't be here. How about a little thank you? All right, Doc's out and Tasty's out. <laughs> so the cut just got smaller. <laughs> I'm keeping my mouth shut over here. <laughs> <laughs> what are we up to already? So, Nicole? so Rhino threw down twenty. Okay. And then Tab followed with thirty. Now, what we could do is take everybody's donation uh, if everyone wants to throw twenty bucks a segment. But uh, I feel like one at a time, it'll have some longevity, right? Over the course right. of several shows, people will get tired of donating twenty bucks every week. But if you just do it once a year. Uh, well, well, okay. then, then Ntab upped his own uh, bid to That's sixty, how. sixty bucks to own this part of the show. And, wow. brew, and brew tattoo through in a hundred. Right. I got hundred. We have hundred twenty. Do we have hundred twenty? Hundred twenty. Do we have hundred twenty? All right. That's no, enough. not yet. No. Enough no. of that. Is that it's enough? Not, I don't know. Happen. I feel like she should keep going. No, I don't feel like she should. <laughs> I feel like I should keep going for like the right. entire show. Any other bitching, guys? Uh, some more bitching about my new idea? Well, no. Hell no. Anybody? I think I'm going to steal Where'd it. Where'd you come uh, up with this idea? Boy, oh boy. I come up with great ideas like this in my sleep. Are you kidding me? This is how the BN has become the empire that it is today. Is that why you sleep so much? My producer uh, of the TV show came up with the idea. I just borrowed it. <laughs> uh, so there you have it. Um, it's our new way to support the staff of this show. You've been listening for a long time, and you've heard, uh, well, basically JP whine and cry about working for free. Yeah. And now uh, you can help alleviate the whining and crying yeah. by owning a segment of the show. And you will go down in history, because whoever wins this bidding war by the end of the segment here... Yeah. I will announce their yeah. name yeah. as the owner of this segment of the program. The awesome. very first owner of yep. this. Yeah, on the first podcast. So look, guys, if we get 100 bucks every segment right now, you're already making more than me. Right? $400 <laughs> a show we're, we're looking at right here. Divvied up among the staff of the program. How about that? Wow. No way. That's pretty good. All right. We'll see how we do. I guess. Uh, Nicole, keep me abreast of the situation. Uh, oh, I turned you off, sir. How about uh, people that that want to make a bid? How about you uh, private message me because it's impossible to keep track of in the. Uh... Okay, PM Nicole in the chat room. And what I mean, what what? Are, how are we taking the highest bid here? Uh, by the end of the segment, whoever has the highest bid, the end of the segment's coming up in about uh, five minutes or so, okay. and whoever's got the highest bid, uh, actually, the end is actually, we got about fifteen minutes left in the segment. Okay, brew tattoos at one hundred twenty bones. Wow, at a boy, you guys All right, are awesome. Bids coming up, guys. I need some money. Right. Now there's three other segments of the program, so uh, you won't be left out, folks at home. You can play too. Now the chat room, uh, I guess there's been some confusion. You can watch the program on justin.tv slash brewing network. You can watch every Sunday over there. It's scre- it's streaming right now. And in fact, uh, we've got a close-up cam of Ron. Uh, our guest cam It will be in full effect today so that you can see his shining eyes as he uh, is interviewed today about his uh, history in the beer world. 
Now, Justin.tv has its own chat room. That is not the chat room that we use. That's not the one we're discussing. Um, you do not place your bids over there. Hit the chat button on the homepage, and that's that's our chat room that we speak of. It's good. It needed to be said. There's always people over there wondering what's going on. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait a minute. I'm here talking to yourself. Uh, hit the chat button on the homepage, and that's how you get to us. And Nicole's in there taking your questions. If you've got questions for Ron and Tide House or anybody else in the studio, that's the best way to do it. Or you can call 888-401-BEER. Um, do I have a phone call I need to take, Nicole, or is that just waiting there? Oh, no. Uh, there's there's another phone call I need to answer. Got it. Okay. Uh, all right. So what else do I have here? Uh, don't buy the iPhone app um, unless it's the new iPhone app. I'm told that uh, it is now... Submitted to iTunes, waiting for iTunes approval. The last step of the process for the new uh, Brewing Network iPhone app. The Android app is already in the Android market. And it so works like a chum. It's on, awesome. on my phone. I love it. Great. Yep, works great. All right. So the all-new Android app, it's all free. It's in the Android market. You can search BN Mobile. BN Mobile. And that's how you find it. And then uh, I'm just awaiting approval from slow-ass iTunes to get the, the iPhone app in there. Um, so... Don't need to email me about why the old app is no longer working. Just but de- it doesn't work, though. Delete it from um, your phone. But it doesn't work. What's up with the app? It doesn't work. <laughs> it's already get my money back. Blah, blah, blah. I paid already. All right. I paid. All right. The other way that you can support the show is by buying merch from the store, um, by uh, hitting the donate button and become a recurring donor in the BN Army. That's the best way to support the program for as little as $2 a month, and you're entered into the More Beer Donation Giveaway, which we do do monthly, and we are still doing. Uh, we've just been doing it off the air. I've been sending out emails to the winners. So if you haven't gotten an email, you didn't win. Uh, but we do do that. Uh, it's a 100 bucks uh, gift certificate that we give away every month. Uh, so a good way. You know, for as little as 2 bucks, you have the chance to win 100 bucks to More Beer. Um, another new way to help support the Brewing Network is right on our homepage, uh, right in the middle of the page, there are two big links. One of them is to buy the all-new iPhone case, the Brewing Network iPhone case, which has the hop grenade on it and a bottle opener. Nice. Wow. Yeah. It's sweet. It's pretty rad. Now, those of you who have Androids, you're stupid. And two, uh, we do not have an Android <coughs> iPhone case for you. But we do have an iPhone case, so I'll sell your me, Android. Uh, tasty case. Tasty's got his own case yeah, already. Own case. Yeah. Uh, so you can click that and, um, you know, portion of the proceeds go to us. Also, if you shop at Amazon, like, um, you know, the rest of the <laughs> human world, uh, you can click the Amazon link through our homepage and do your shopping that way. All your normal shopping, just go through the portal that is our homepage by clicking the Amazon link. Need more ways to support the BN? Yes. How about a subscription to BYO Magazine? How about 50% it? 50% of your subscription price goes directly to the Brewing Network. Or uh, how about an AHA membership? If you're not in the American Homebrewers Association, you can still do that through us by clicking the AHA link. So if you're not the donating type and you want to support us just by doing the things you normally do anyway, those are a few ways to do it. Whew. I like this. What are we up to in the bidding, uh, Nicole? Uh, come back to me. All right, we'll go back to Nicole and find no, out where we're at. I'm well, waiting with bated breath. It was 120 last we heard. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know what it means, but it I, is a I, saying, I, right? We're getting into out? the beer money range here, Don. Let me try to find yeah. out. Oh, yeah, I do have to take out expenses first. Did I mention that, <laughs> Wait guys? a minute. You made, oh, geez. Well, 95%. And also... They're going to be charging us for the beer now. Since it was my... Since I complained all the time about it, and then now we this has happened, I get some cut, too. So if you get 95, I think I at least get 4% of that. <laughs> Just oh. off the top, just right. to wet my beak, just a little bit. Actually, uh, it will be divided evenly, and and in all honesty, the only thing taking out of it will be will be PayPal fees. Uh, so whatever fees associated with PayPal, which is thirty cents per transaction plus 
3.9% or some stupid thing. Uh, other than that, it will be divided among the people in the studio. Uh, Chad doesn't count anymore because he does. He only comes here for socks. So, uh, sorry, Chad. You're out. Where did this idea come from, Jay? Do you think of it? Uh, I did not think of it. Uh, I said that. My, the producer from my TV show oh, TV. Uh, thought of it, and, I, and uh, I thought, well, you know, that's a great idea. Great way to, to do things. It was my idea to give 100% of those proceeds to you guys, though. So, how about that? I like about it. That. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, all right. That's the part we find hard to believe. <laughs> right, that I would give anything yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still looking for that book. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why you two are out. That's why. <laughs> You're not in the divvy. Uh, all right. It's time for our craftbeer.com news segment, which we like to do every so often with our good friend, Julia Hers. How are you, Julia? Hi. Now, Julia, good. of course, uh, works for the Brewers Association and craftbeer.com and likes to come and share a little beer news with us. And I heard, uh, Julia, that you were away doing some, some Cicerone work recently. Is that right? I was. I, I'll be one of the proud people that out myself as uh, having just come through the other side of taking the Master Cicerone test in Chicago. Oh, the wow. Master Cicerone wow. test, even. See, Julia's already a smart one. Now she's going to be a Master Cicerone. It takes, like, days to do the test. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It is. It's on steroids. It's two days of testing. Um, there were eleven of us, and it's uh, like nothing you've really ever come across. And somehow, twistedly, oddly, fun. Wow. I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> You're still drinking beer, so that's fun, right? Is there something above yeah. master? Is there like Ninja Cicerone? Yeah. Emperor, I think. <laughs> Grandmaster. Well, Ninja Cicerone is in the works. Ray Ray Daniels is actually the the only Ninja Cicerone in existence. Yeah. Really, if you can throw a coaster across the room. <laughs> That's really, that's really the test. Yeah, Sticking right. someone's yeah. neck. Right. All right, Julia, what's in the craftbeer.com news today? Oh, we got a lot going on, and I just I love the chance to get to do this live, too. I get to get to defend JP. You give him such a hard yeah! time. Yeah! He doesn't, he doesn't deserve it. That's right. Oh, I picked a different Uh Yeah, he does. Julia, you tell him, sweetheart. You <laughs> Julia tell him. clearly hasn't oh, spent much time with JP. time in. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, com stuff going great. Hope you guys check it out. Uh, beer lovers, be an army on a weekly basis. It's there for you to kind of show the world why craft beer is so amazing. And it's uh, kind of the voice of U.S. craft brewers, um, or at least we're trying to be. And there's, I mean, everything from John Hall, who anything he talks about, to me is very interesting about beer. He's got a full-fledged feature on growlers um, and, and the like. I mean, and growlers are hot these days. There's some controversy going on. I just saw Gail and Oliver come out a little bit, um, uh, not necessarily against growlers, but, you know, emphasizing that there's a freshness issue there. And I've even heard recently that I think either Crate and Barrel or one of the comparable stores was selling an empty growler for, like, $18 that just said beer on it, literally as a decorative item, because wow. what are you going to do, bring that into your brew pub? Right. So we need to... We need to keep it keep it straight and, and, and let people know what's going on and why brew pubs and brewery tap rooms um, are so into this type of package because you get to, it's reusable, it's lower footprint of packaging, and you get to go straight to the source. And John Hall's got a great story on it right now. And, you know, I think Garrett does make a good point if you're referring to growlers on the shelf. Like, I know that there are certain beer companies, uh, I think I've seen Rogue Growlers available at yep, the BevMo yeah. and things like that. And um, I, I love growlers when I go to my local and pick up beer. I think that the growler is the best way to do it. It's yep. fantastic. You get a nice quantity of beer to bring home, and it's fresh from the brewery. And most likely, you're going to drink it in the next couple of days, right? Well, I love oh, yeah. it when you're not 
I, I was recently at uh, Ladyface down in Agora Hills in California. Beautiful beer. They're, all their beers were way too drinkable, but I couldn't drink them all because I was driving. So I had a sample, picked one that I wanted, got a growler of it. Okay. Loved yeah. it. So it is a great package, and, and it might uh, you might discover some issues over time, though. I think most of us beer oh, fans yeah. don't leave that growler in the fridge for a month. You know, No, a couple days at most. Um, but great. All right. A good discussion over on craftbeer.com. What else do you have, Julia? We got one that's kind of near and dear to my heart that I pieced together. Um, I call it Immaculate Fermentation, Science Not Sorcery. And it was my way, frankly, while I was studying for the Master Cicerone, to really wrap my brain about um, around these not only wild yeast like Brett, but um, the Lactobacillus and Pediococcus and Acetobacter. And I've got just straight from the source, um, Vinny from Russian River literally talking about how he makes beatification and the process of how he does his sour mash. Like, that's crazy to just see his words on that. Also, two brothers um, out of Illinois, amazing brewery. Uh, Askew was a great little beer that Matt Bean from uh, Men's um, Health ro- uh, competed with at Saver in a, in a seminar that we did. And this beer was crazy, and he was up against a lot of comp- competition, and the audience had to judge their favorite um, pairing. And the Askew one and Jason Ebel, or Jim Ebel, sorry, explains the whole process behind this little immaculate beer. And then you've got um, Allagas doing great things. I mean, what is a cool ship? People should become familiar with this. Hopefully we're going to see more breweries doing the investment that Allagash has done. Got a great little video in the post that literally shows you Rob Todd walking you through their, their cool ship with Jason Perkins brewing in the background. So um, a, a complicated topic and what wild yeast like Brett does or um, acidic-based uh, bacteria for beers and why, why they're just so immaculate. Beautiful. Now, that's the one for our listeners right there. They want to go and hear Vinny talk about that. And, oh, for sure. And, and see all of that. Fantastic. All available at craftbeer.com right now. All right, Julia, thank you. And when do you hear back about uh, whether or not you've become a, uh, a master Cicerone? Well, I'll keep my head up either way, but um, <laughs> probably by Christmas my- is, the, is the hope. Okay. And, I mean, it's a journey. The program's a journey. It's not all about what you get accredited for. It's part of that, but but it's the studying is what, what makes us more aware of, of when we appreciate, you know, what's what's behind it all. So it's a journey. Did you spend your, <laughs> your, your vacation doing this, Julia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a beer nerd right That's there. Awesome. That's how you know Julia's really yeah. in <laughs> Just spend yeah. her vacation. Dedication. Vacation from her beer job studying beer. Well done. Yeah. I'd like to play that back to my husband, that supportive applause, because he at this point thinks I'm absolutely off the deep end. (laughs) Well, just because we clap doesn't mean you're not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We also clap for alcoholics. I mean, we're kind of a mess. That wasn't JP. It was. No, I would never say that. All right. I told you. You spend a little time with JP, and you'll understand why we do this. (laughs) All right, Julia. Thank you so much. All right. Happy holidays to you guys. You You too. too. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, there you go. Julia Hers over at craftbeer.com. Check it out. Good stories. I like both yeah. of those uh, those things happening. When I take my growlers to get them filled, I've already got them uh, clean, sanitized, and CO2 flushed. Oh, you Absolutely. flush yours, too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It says, don't rinse it. Don't just, just open the cap, pour yeah. the beer. <laughs> I remember doing that at Russian River, and the guy... They can keep three, four months, I swear. What is the freshness oh, yeah? issue there? Is well, that the... makes sense, because That's you're flushing thing. it like that. <laughs> yeah, Oxygen. Yeah. Up. The thing is, all these like new sh- beer stores that are selling gra- that are selling growlers, it's not, only, it's not legal in California, but like in New York and other places, you can buy a growler and have it filled at like Whole Foods. Right. But if, they're not, if they don't have a properly balanced draft system... Yeah. You're gonna get a crappy pour of beer. Yeah. It's not gonna. Yeah, you gotta know how to well. pour them for sure. 
Yeah, that's a good point you bring up too, Nicole, because I was reading people's different like Facebook posts and I saw some people say, oh yeah, we had that, we were hanging out down at the Whole Foods and they were pouring us that beer. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, what the f- I remember seeing that hanging out at the Whole Foods, getting beer poured. I remember seeing that in Manhattan. It was amazing. They had like four or five taps, all local, interesting beers, and you could get a growler of any of them. It was really. They're starting to do that. A couple years ago, a Whole Foods guy here approached me when I was at More Beer to to help him run a system. Okay, and you know, I was like, well, that's cool. He's like, yeah, you know, they're gonna we're gonna start doing beer bars and wine bars just across the whole brand you know store by store this same store that that i saw had um all homebrew ingredients too you could buy like a carboy and really yeast and hops and everything it was amazing i I was just gonna say that too somebody sent me a bunch of pictures of a whole foods up in Folsom, uh, california and they had an enormous homebrew section like half of an aisle and you could get almost everything you needed to brew you get carboys (laughs) they had a a refrigerator with both y yeast and white labs in it Uh, tons of different grains like they had grain bins. Yeah, uh, there was like ten specialty grains plus base malt, all wow. at the Whole Foods. Wow, Moscow, call the Whole Foods for sponsorship, man. Yeah, yeah they're, they're rocking the, this entire homebrew section. They've embraced now. it; it's pretty cool. I like to see. Oh that. yeah, I think their corporate policy really aligns with yours, Jay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> of course, <laughs> to overcharge for food. <laughs> yeah. I'm overcharging the listeners for the I show know. right now with their bidding for this segment. Yeah. We're, we're up to 150 from NTAB. All right. Loving it. Why so, are why are more Whole Foods not doing that then? Well, they're they're rolling it out. They're experimenting. It's a, test, sure. it's a test market uh, thing yeah. for them, I think. And right. it wouldn't work in every market anyway, unless they get me as the spokesperson. That's and then weird. It'll work so advertising here is going to work like crazy. Then. You imagine a, cutout, a cardboard cutout of me in the Whole <laughs> giving Foods. Giving a thumbs up. Yeah, like, this is where you want to be. <laughs> well, it would be Starling at first, <laughs> yeah. but I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then me in the cutout behind you going, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> hey, I'm here too. Right. Yeah. That's how it has to be. All right, speaking of sponsors, uh, fellas, if you're looking to spice things up in the bedroom or been fantasizing about, about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie, here's an offer you can't resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. And that's not all. When you select one item at 50% off, you'll get three free DVDs, uh, a free extra gift so sensual we can't mention it on internet radio and to top it all off we'll even throw in free shipping uh so go to adamy.com 50 percent off uh three free dvds free shipping a secret uh, uh item all with coupon code bn army b-n-a-r-m-y b-n army use that and um and do it it's a fun way to support us you know you get things for your butt and whatever else and i don't stuff. know whatever you want to get Stop i don't care pleases. i don't know what you do in the privacy of your home and i don't care but do it through <laughs> adamandeve.com yeah just to clarify it doesn't have to be for your butt i just don't want anyone it, to misunderstand it could, you there. but it could be yeah. if you wanted it to wouldn't that be a great black friday sale <laughs> nicole, want it to be? nicole just brightened up but if you really 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 wanted it to it could be. <laughs> Nate, are you taking notes over there? I guess I know what I'm getting for Christmas. <laughs> Nate, I could see him. Just what I out. never wanted. Oh, great. Thanks, Nicole. Another oh, thing for my butt. Can't wait to use it. Or for your this butt. This one doesn't take double D batteries. It's like 220 <laughs> twist lock power. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lantern battery. Unplug uh, the dryer. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, if you're in the chat room, send all your messages over to Nicole. I'm only in there so Nicole can speak with me. So don't send me your... I'm just closing your private message windows. Everything goes to Nicole. You want to uh, get to Jay, you got to go through me. That's right. I think you can go, uh, you can go ghost on that. Oh. Uh, You'd be invisible. Sounds complicated. Ghost face Let's killer. get invisible. Visible. I want to... 
I wonder how many things for Nate's butt Nicole's going to be able to buy oh, with, with her share of our donation this segment. Uh, Several with 50% off. Yeah. I know, with prices like that. We can find out what that sensual gift is, Man, too. Yeah. We can't, we can't talk about it on internet radio, so I'm, I'm going to find I'll out. I bet you probably couldn't talk about it after you use it. No. I thought it, I thought it said uh, you want to satisfy your lover, not your gimp locked up boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to miss if an extra. that's your lover. It's, you know? That's true. I'm going to miss an extra few shows. <laughs> All right, you can get. Uh, I'll be blindfolded for the next show. Nate's like, uh, Doc can have his chair back. I'm just going to stand <laughs> from now on. Corner. <laughs> Jay, do you have the gas on? I, I hear like a... Hmm. All right. You can uh, get all these updates and more over at uh, Facebook. And also uh, Twitter.com slash Brewing Network. JP, what's our Twitter game of the day? Our Twitter game of the day is, uh, you know, I was thinking back the other week when we had uh, the guys on from uh, the London Pub Crawl. Yeah. And we were going through all those fun pub names, and I would like to know if you had a British pub. What would you name it? Now, just to uh, as a reference, there's a lot of uh, pub names. You know, they're kind of goofy. I think, as far as we over here in the in, in America like to talk about, but there's like the Slug and Cabbage, the White Heart and Red Lion. Those are American ones. Hen and Chickens. No, they're oh. they're they're English pub names. Okay, but uh, as far as Americans go, we don't see Hen like and Chickens. That. It just sounds like they go out front of wherever the building is and name the bar after what's on the ground. <laughs> I the think slug and mushroom was that the first uh, one? Lettuce. Lettuce. for lunch? Maybe. The slug and lettuce, the, the dog's bollock. They go yeah, the slutty cat. Yeah, I think they <laughs> like just throw whatever's... throw a rock in two directions and see what happens. <laughs> um, it's actually interesting if you go to pub names on Wikipedia. It's a giant post about why they uh, you know why they post the way they do. But uh, anyway, that's what I want to hear. So go to twitter.com backslash brewing network and uh, tell me what your pub name would be. All right. Do it via Twitter, and then at the end of the show, we will pick the winning name and send out a Brewing Network prize pack. Yes, sir. I still have some Boulder Beer Company merchandise that we can throw in there, plus some BN stickers and things like that. I know, like last week, I had to send out uh, a prize pack, and people are starting to get greedy. They're like, you know, they'll write to me with their address, and usually I just say, I don't even know what I'm going to send you, but I'm going to send you some things. And this guy writes, and I go, yeah, you know, you're getting like a shirt and a hat from, from Boulder Beer, and he writes back. That's cool. Could I get a hop grenade hat, man? Wow. <laughs> just like, and it's fine if I have it. I don't mind, but I don't. I don't really have the balls to do that. Like if I won yeah, something for free from a show that lives on ramen, <laughs> would I go? Hey, could you also throw in another thing? Would it kill you to send me a keg of heretic beer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, can you brew for me? So I sent him a hop grenade hat. Fuck it. You did? Yeah. Oh, man. You're, now you're rewarding his it. insolence? Yeah. <laughs> I sent one yeah. guy out two wow. cozies and a coaster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Kevin. All right, guys. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Ron Obi-Ron Manabe. He's the brewmaster and senior VP at the Tidehouse Brewery and Cafe and Hermitage Brewing Company. If you've got questions, hit the chat now button or call us. 888-401-BEER. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. 
Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. This is www.thebrewing.com 
Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Guru Network. Oh, I was drunk last night and a night before, and I'm gonna get drunk just once more until the drunk man's wiggle. Drunk man's wiggle. Oh, the drunk man's wiggle. Drunk man's wiggle. Everybody's doing the drunk man's wiggle now. Well, you take a shot of gin and you take a shot of wine. Then my boy, you really shine and do the drunk man's wiggle. Drunk man's wiggle. Oh, the drunk man's wiggle. Drunk man's wiggle. Everybody's doing the drunk man's wiggle. Everybody, we're going to talk to Ron Obi Ron Manabe. He's the brewmaster and senior VP at Tidehouse uh, and Brewery. But a couple things to do, just real quick. One, uh, the guy who I was uh, making fun of for asking for the extra hat <laughs> is yeah. in the chat room crying to me now that I've made him mad. Oh. oh, I wanted the hat to support, and now you've talked about it and made me mad. If you want to support, then buy the hat. Well, now you better talk uh, about him by name. I gave... Come on. I, it was a joke, buddy. Relax. You got the damn hat. Now you talked about it. <laughs> now I don't... He sounds like me. I'm going to no, wear it inside no, out so I you don't, can't see the logo. I don't want it now. 
All right, Nicole. Uh, who who uh, is the owner of the first segment of the program? Your first segment was brought to you by NTAB. And for how much? For 150 bucks. Wow. NTAB, my man. man. All right. Uh, thank you for paying my payroll uh, for the first uh, portion of the show. That's $150 in the kitty. You can own this segment as well. Uh, start the bidding right now. We'll start the bidding for segment number two. Let's see. Segment number two is good because it's where we're going to start with Ron. It's where we're starting with our guests. It's the big content. You know, every time we start an interview, it the it could be one of those interviews that goes down in history as one of our amazing, right? Like, yeah. you never know. You don't. So we're going to start the bidding at $30. $30, up $10 from the first segment. Ron, I that's what you're that. worth to me is $10 so far <laughs> from, the, from the first segment. Uh, $30 is the start of this bid. At the When we go to the second break, we'll yeah. find out who is bringing you segment two of this session. All right? I love this so far. I'm happy to be here all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, man, you know what? I really uh, love this like show. Like going to bingo night or something. Well, <laughs> skeptical. Yeah, she has to win. And by the way, Intab, we have all your info. So, if you don't pay up, <laughs> he's going to send me after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hit the one-time donation button on our donate page. And let's see how we do for segment two. Help pay the staff here at the BN. They deserve it for all of their hard work. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, Ron, welcome to the show. It's nice to have you in the studio. Well, thanks. I uh, really appreciate the invitation to, to be here. And it's, uh, from what I've seen, uh, to be admit, I have to admit that this is a, kind of a new experience for me. It's, uh, <laughs> Cool. And if I may make a comment, sure. I was my I, I have some fairly young kids and their favorite show of course is South Park and I think I've arrived at <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, right. and I think I know who Cartman is. <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out, haven't you? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, don't tell your kids to listen to this show, though. We curse. Yeah. We say all kinds yeah. of so, oh, so pretty good so far. That's true. Right. If they can watch South Park, they can. we're yeah. not worse than that. I wish I got paid like those kids, though. Yeah, we're certainly not more clever than the South Park <laughs> guys. Uh, Ron, how long have you been in the beer business? Well, the uh, originally the Tide House started as a, a outgrowth of a family business, which is a farm, actually, in Watsonville. And that provided the seed capital with some... Uh, angel investors to start the tight house so this was back in 1986 and of course at that time i had a day job i had a a job in or a degree in chemistry and i was working in technology and okay and i had an opportunity to move back to california from new england and uh my brother-in-law was given the charter to diversify and i got a phone call one afternoon saying he was back from Germany and saying we're going into the beer business. So 1986 is when we started to... Uh, 86, oh, wow. okay. Started the nice. concept anyway. And he called you because he thought, look, they're, they're, uh, making beer is a science, you're a scientist, we can do this. Is that why you got the call? Well, I was bridled with the responsibility to find where the brewing knowledge would be because none of us were home brewers at that time. Oh, so and, you were really just diving right, in. And in 86, there really wasn't any information out there in the greater public sphere on sure. on, on brewing on a small scale so okay so your brother-in-law though kind of figured out hey i think we can do this as as long as we uh take the right steps we can be one of the first craft breweries you got it okay wow and so where's tide house now just so we can know uh, you know folks at home can know where we're talking about um the um uh, 
the original tight house is in Mountain View. Okay. In downtown Mountain View on Villa Street, right off of Castro Street. And we opened that business in 1987. So, I see. Okay. So it's been a while. So at, you were really in from the ground floor of the brewing side of Tide House. Yes, it was my responsibility to find it. <laughs> okay. And, you uh, find the ground floor? And, and if, we had an, <laughs> if we had an hour show, I can give you the whole story. <laughs> no, but. we got a long show. Uh, but we do want to get as much of it as, as we can. Um, but at that time... You didn't know anything about brewing. Is that safe to say? Not on a commercial scale. No, okay. No. And right. uh, so my initial phone call <laughs> was to the enology department of UC Davis. So at least I had some credit. Right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a good start. And the lady was very nice to me. And she said, well, Mr. Manabi, the person you really want to talk to is in food science. So that's Professor Lewis. Yeah. And so we made contact with him, and we had a, a meeting with him at the uh, on at his office. And at that time, a friend of his uh, was retiring from Anheuser Busch down in Southern California. He was consulting with Palo Alto Brewing Company. I don't know if any of you remember oh, that. Oh yeah, no. they were the Very- original. Makers of Pete's Wicked Ale. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, exactly. oh, we should have known that. We've talked to Pete. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they were having some process control issues, and so Chuck was helping. Okay. Uh, just uh, Chuck Tom was helping uh, Bob Stoddard at that time on, yeah. on getting more control over his process. And to make a long story short, we all got a mutual introduction, and we decided to uh, that we would acquire the brewing equipment from Palo Alto Brewing Company. I see. Bob Stoddard and Chuck Tom would come along for the ride. <laughs> to help get get you going. Right. Okay. So that's how we got started. I see. Now, were you a craft beer drinker when you got this phone call? Or were you yes. not even into beer? You were. Okay. I, it, it's kind of a funny story, actually. Uh, I worked, I'm a West Coast guy, born and raised in Santa Cruz County, and I went to college up in Oregon, and I went to work in Washington State working for the nuclear industry wow (laughs) and then this company recruited me they wanted me to come back to boston so i moved back to boston and uh, when i moved back there another friend of mine who happened to be also in graduate school at the same time i was he and i loved beer and at that time there were so many labels that i was totally unfamiliar with Okay. You know, Genesee Cream. Well, we'd never heard of Genesee Cream. It was Coors or... Or, or nothing. Uh, or or <laughs> Falstaff or... <laughs> sure. Out here on the West, you mean? You know, yeah. Yeah. And they had Black Horse and Narragansett and you name it. It's just all these beers. And so we would just sit around and drink all these beers. Well, part of the uh, job entailed for me to go to Europe and... Uh, so I became very good friends with our dealer in Germany. His name is Rudy. And he introduced me to German beer. Ah, here we go. And so my experience with German beer was unfavorable because at the time, you, by the time you bought it in the store, it was junk. It was oxidized. It sure. didn't really taste good. But the stuff in Germany, I just went, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so the equipment that we built... Uh, was fairly large, and it went in large crates. And we would ship equipment over to Europe for trade shows. 
and he would ship the equipment back along with a little box. There we go. With my name on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Some fresh samples. Fresh samples. And so, of course, the people on the loading dock got a few samples for, for in, informing me that my special boxes arrived. So <laughs> right. I had a very, very popular refrigerator. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where the, the perception or the... The awareness that, that there's other flavors really sure. came home, and so I was hooked at that time. Hmm. Now, the, not just the German beer, but correct me if I'm wrong. Even the other, you know, kind of new beers that you discovered back east were still really in the lager realm, right? You're still talking mainly lagers. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, were you, uh, you know, pleasantly surprised to find that you could do ales out here a little quicker and things like that because your whole experience so far is a very right. complex uh, a brewing style right yeah well this we that uh professor lewis was was consulted for the initial recipes of our basically our four main mainstay beers okay and i remember the day sitting in the backyard of uh, the house of uh, bob stoddard and um we were able to get samples of a pilot run that was that Professor Lewis made for us, and I I still remember the taste and the smells because they were ale processes, and we popped them open, and the freshness and the aroma, the crispness, you know, just the the clarity of of the flavors and things were just overwhelming. And, yeah. And we decided, you know, this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> you knew, right? That was the we moment. We knew. We knew, yeah. That's like a band in the recording studio who hears that, that recording and they go, okay, that's it. Yeah. That's the one. That's the yeah. single. Yeah. You know, you guys kind of had that moment where you just knew that was great stuff. And then uh, Bob made made a comment. Bob Starter made a comment. He says, there'll be a time, Ron, when you'll be at a party. <laughs> and somebody will tell you that they had a two or three hundred dollar bottle of wine and how great it was, but you'll be able to tell them that you had a bottle of beer that cost a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Because that small batch uh, cost a thousand right. bucks for you, didn't it? That research batch. Or, or more. Or more. Or more. Is that beer that you had at that moment still available today? That style? It, it is in in the form of the uh, Cascade Amber. It, it is was, okay. Yeah. So widely available, and is that under the Tidehouse brand? Yes, it is. Okay, yes. let's open, uh, guys. Uh, Tasty, go ahead and open up just one of those bottles. We'll start with the blonde. Sure. Um, we're going to open up a couple of these. Uh, I think the blonde ale is now. You guys aren't just Tidehouse, which is the uh, brew pub, kind of pub and cafe, right? But you're also a brewery, a production brewery, which is, what's that called from this one? A Hermitage Brewing Company. Hermitage. And, and that uh, was started um, by acquiring the assets of the uh, San Jose Tidehouse. When the San Jose Tidehouse closed, um, the brewing equipment went over to Hermitage Brewing Company. And that's where we decided to start with uh, our venture that we are doing now with respect to brewing contract beers for, for other people. Got it. Along with our own brands. Um, we started initially, while at the San Jose location, uh, many of the brewing audience are familiar with our brewer, Peter Light. Peter Light was a, the head brewer in uh, at Coast Range. Yeah, okay. Down in Gilroy. And uh, due to circumstances, I believe they, they closed in around 2009. And so Peter came by and said, hey, Ron, I noticed that your brewery in San Jose is being underutilized. 
um, it looks like we can maybe make some beer for uh, Drake's up in Berkeley. Oh, yeah. And, he, and so he said, you hire me and I'll make the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This guy comes with his own... That's uh, right. Comes with a customer right away. He's ready to go. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, you got to write your own ticket these days. CJ, you, got, you take notes about this guy. I just did. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good comment for all those out there who, yeah. who would like to get into the, into the business. And... Um, so to make a long story short, we we brewed quite a bit of beer for for Jupiter, okay, and that got our start in this contract business. So, um, and like we mentioned at the beginning, you're actually brewing Chad's beer uh, that he designed uh, along with you guys to to brew it for for Handles. And so I think you guys are brewing the brown ale that you do. Is that right, Chad? What's the brown called? The Hop Shack Brown. Hop Shack Brown, which is a, a fantastic beer. I really like it. Uh, in fact, I need another keg, Chad. Sure. And uh, what's the other one? It's uh, Sunbathed Blonde. Which is like, starting yeah. like a Kolsch style. style. Okay, Kolsch. Uh, and you guys are brewing both of those for him. That's correct, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the contract business is kind of a good way for a brewery to actually brew at capacity, even if your your own labels aren't selling all of the beer, right? Yeah, that has been the model. But we, we started, we always make a comment to people who come that, that our company is run, I guess I can use the word, ass backwards. Yeah, you can use that, sure. Yeah, yeah we get that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And where the primary emphasis was on contracts and that any excess production that we had, we would utilize for our own for labels. Oh, oh so okay. the labels were actually the second the thought. Right. Wow. Right. That's cool. That sounds right. like a smarter plan to me, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, and um, and I have to say, being on in my chair and seat, it's it's been fun to watch because we have a lot of people that come through, and they have great ideas and great concepts. And to be able to provide them a vehicle, we, we call it an incubator, to yeah, hatch their it. idea. Yeah. You know, yeah and, make, and make it real for them. What a great so, way to look at so it. So it's fun. It's been fun business. So well, And it's a, that's a, a guy like Chad, a company like Handles, who wants to start a, it's a, it's a pub restaurant right now. But they want their own beer there, too. But yeah. it's a startup. And it's a tough time to start any company. So rather than go spend $2 million on a new brewery, he's able to go to a guy like you and, like you said, kind of hatch this idea, uh, his own beers. He designed them. His, the owners of Handles wanted you to design them, Chad. I know that. And, um, and then, yeah, you, you get to facilitate that. That's a pretty cool way to look at it, Ron. You know? Yeah, and it, it's, it's, it's been fascinating so far. Yeah. So, uh... and, and also, I think, you know, a, a brewery with your own labels, it's, it's – more expensive to do so many different kinds of beers you have to register a new label for every one you want to put out you also then kind of saturate your own uh your own brand with so many different so you 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 really you're kind of limited with how many different beers you can do but if you're contract brewing you could do as many different beers as people want you to brew for them yes and uh and they have the great insight on marketing their products you know right. far more than we can you know we just don't mm-hmm. have the corner on all the smarts sure to, to yeah. promote beer but people have some great concepts and, and great styles and right well you're the manufacturer i mean that's what you are you're yeah. the manufacturer of a product specifically yeah. designed for uh, i mean it, you know it's obviously nothing nothing new but it is uh, a great thing to see in the brewing industry that's been go- that's been going on for so long sure and so successfully it just happens to be that you manufacture one of the coolest products on earth, right? <laughs> right. But you are the manufacturer, right? Yeah, and yeah. and and to have so many people co- go through your doors, going to you because obviously you guys are doing it right. 
Yeah. You know what you're doing. You well, know thank what I mean? You. And, <laughs> well, uh, that brown just yeah. came out fantastic. I, I, you did a yeah. great job on that. I know that. Um, now, let me ask you this, because your title, you know, is that you're the, you're the brewmaster. So clearly, at some point, you had to go get some brewing knowledge, too. You started out by outsourcing other people and finding Dr. Lewis and things like that. But I guess at some point, you got some brewing education. Well, uh, training as a chemist by by nature, and, and working with Chuck Tom and, and Bob Stoddard, you know, I, I and I'm a quick study. You know, I learned okay. quite a bit. Good. And uh, but when I decided to uh, or to come on board full time, this was in '94. Yeah, I, I spent uh, time back at Siebel's back in Chicago, and as part of the diploma program. Okay. At the time, so wait, that, so you spent '86 to '94 working on this project. Part time, part time. Yeah. I see. Okay, yeah, that was probably a smart move. Smart man. <laughs> no yeah. money. There was no money. In really the, there's man. hardly money now, but there's yeah. no money then. Right, especially in the late '80s, right? But yeah. we had we we had a great great guy, Chuck Tom. You know, from from Anheuser Busch. He's and a legend. He's yeah. a legend. Yeah. And um, of course, at the time, there was quite a bit of ridicule, you know, amongst the microbrewery segment in terms of having because of where he came from. From where he came from, there was no. kind of a stigma. But you know, well, look at Stone right now. The guy know, yeah. knows the process, and at that right. time, exactly. that was the key for our success was to be able to have a consistent product. Well, that's the key for their success too, and that's the key for for success as a home brewer. Right. Yeah, and as a craft brewer, is 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 repeatability. It's your process. If you without your process, you can have the best recipe in the world, but it's still going to suck. Well, and I think that in the craft beer world, that attitude has changed now, where there's yeah. really a lot of respect for the men and women who brew the beer right. at Anheuser Busch, yeah. even if it's not respect for Anheuser Busch. So now you probably wouldn't have gotten the same ridicule, like Mitch, like you mentioned, JP Mitch Steele, the brewer at Stone. Also came. No one gives them any shit because they know that he's a fantastically trained brewer, yeah. right. right? So and real handsome. But back then, I could see that uh, you know it's it's a lot of us against them kind of a situation, and I could see you kind of catching a little hell for that. Um, now, so Siebel was a that was your kind of formal brewing education, and the rest right. was was hands on, right? And using your chemistry background, right? So at some point, and, the, and having good people like Peter show up at the doorstep. That, uh, re- that really helps. Too. Sure. So. Yeah. Now, at at some point, do you become the the head brewer when you go full time in in ninety six? Then are are you in the brewery yeah, at, every day? At, at that time, we had three breweries. We had Alameda, San Jose, and and Mountain View. So I wow. became more the the administrative person to help overall. coordinate overall. And okay. So do you then uh, facilitate recipe design and things like that, or does, does that come from your, your head brewers and you just kind of make sure they have what they need? Initially, um, the individual brewers had quite a bit of leeway with okay. respect to what they wanted, and uh, we would give some oversight with respect to how far we can take this. Because at the time, this is in the 90s, um, our... Th- major thrust was to make sure we had beer that was widely acceptable mm-hmm. i see and, and and we were just in fact even today we're going through our our volume studies and it looks like our four mainstays that have been with us since 87 are still by far the largest seller really in terms of the beer what are those mainstays oh uh, they're this um pilsner style this is a, a, a very nice pilsner, pilsner yeah style made with an ale yeast and it's uh hmm. used the uh, european hopping and uh, the the amber, the uh, ironwood dark, which is our version of an English brown ale, but it uses more domestic hops in it. 
and the wheat. Okay. Those those four were the originals, and 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 they outsell. Still. In fact, the amber probably outsells. It's probably more like thirty or thirty five percent or forty percent of our volume in our pubs. So wow. It's, it's, wow, it's a huge, and it's a perfect beer for craft because it's got the right color. <laughs> You know, sure. it has that aroma associated with micro-brewed beers. And Something about amber ales, and uh, just everyone loves them. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, do you think people are used to them, or do you think that it's just about the styles? Well, they're familiar with it. Um, they have a, 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 a... They adopt it as their beer. You know, we have a lot of repeat business in our... And we're talking about growlers, you know, we have a badge of honor people coming in with the original growler <laughs> nice. you know? that's awesome yeah. and and they come in with this swagger you know <laughs> they're proud the ink they're is proud. all off there you don't right. even know if it's a tight house growler anymore <laughs> i swear i was here in 1989 <laughs> now uh, just to you know quickly about this uh pilsner you said it's made with an ale yeast uh is it fermented at uh lager temperatures or ale temperatures no, it's fermented at ale temperatures really yeah that's interesting. Now, why that choice? If you're going to do a Pilsner style, why not lager? Because the decision was made early, consistency, 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 which meant we really frowned upon having more than one uh, yeast strain in the brewery. I see. Okay. And we we brew quite often in the brewery. So, um, But we've learned we can have lager yeast. In fact, we've we've cooperated with other breweries around who have lager yeast and have, sure. have produced lager beers. In fact, our Oktoberfest of this year was made uh, with a lager yeast. So, but that makes sense. Like you said back then, there wasn't a lot of readily available information. And if you're kind of taking this consistency model from a big brewery, it would make sense that you're a little leery about bringing you know several right. different styles of yeast. So, and another thing to remember back in in the eighties, yeast banks were primitive okay you know the ability to get commercially viable you know pure strains of yeast was not a an everyday yeah occurrence. where did you get your yeast from um we we originally got our yeast over from from uh england okay and and it was banked over at y yeast up in uh in in oregon so so would we consider is it kind of like as a you know we're all homebrewers too is that kind of your standard english ale right. yeast that we can buy as homebrewers Right. Okay. So it's, it's Whitbread. Okay. Yeast, so. And what temperature are you fermenting your beers with this yeast? Uh, 68. Okay. So mm. fairly warm with yeah. it, too. Yeah. yeah. And it does have, a, like a, a, I think, a nice estery kind of flavor to the yeah. beer, too. But not the sulfury like you would get out of a lager, like right. a lager yeast, right? Yeah. No, it is It is a very unique flavor. And I, I imagine that, uh, you know, not only is, is banking a yeast uh, kind of not really um, a huge choice back then, but it's probably really expensive. Right, you know, and you probably have a lot of uh, fees. You probably have to have like a hundred strains, or you get charged twenty five bucks a month, or something like that. So why why was it that worth was a, it? Then? That was a bank joke. In case anybody didn't get it, <laughs> nobody <Okay>. got it. <clears throat> Thanks. I wasn't listening. <laughs> no one was listening. That's what it was. <laughs> Shit. Maybe now, you should listen to the show, Nicole. Well, you started talking, and I was like, "Oh, can stop listening now." <laughs> <laughs> now back to uh, Julie's going to have a she's awesome. be angry with you. Yeah, great. <laughs> back to picking kind of a uh, styles back then. What. What did you look to for examples? Because you didn't really have competition around the area to choose from. You're trying to find beer styles that are palatable, that, that you could enter into the market. Where where are you getting the ideas from? What are you choosing from? Well, we would go and, and, and purchase beer and taste it. Of course, um, 
by the time I came along in in the nineties, all these styles were well well accepted. Okay. I see. And, okay, but um, uh, but no, there, there were examples of of beer that were readily available. So uh, Anchor Steam, Anchor Sam Steam. Adams, things like this. Yep. Okay, and um, even you know, like for example, the English. Yeah. IPAs and things were were models, and then at this time, of course, there were other microbreweries. There were then, by then, okay, and and so you know, if we see something that's kind of cool, what the heck? Sure, <laughs> hey, Ron. So, for uh, quick question, for example, you mentioned Bob Stoddard earlier. So Stoddard's and Sunnyvale was was going at that time already before you guys started. Or no, they were um, Bob worked for us for, and I can't know know the exact number of years, but several years, and then of course mm. he being the entrepreneur spirit that he has he decided to that he would like to start his own i see so he came he got his experience with you guys first and then started his own brewery after that and then and then i believe he went to um campbell sonoma which Uh, is now sonoma Sonoma chicken coop which is yeah and firehouse or or, um stoddard's became firehouse he's not associated with that anymore i don't think but the brewery is still there and they're still making beer and steve donoghue does a yeah real nice beers there i like the beers at sonoma chicken coop actually they're down in Campbell, like you said, right? Yeah. They have a they have a joint um, in San Jose by the Shark oh, okay. Tank. Nice, pretty good. Now, in my notes, Ron, I'm noticing that your brewing process still follows uh, the Rheinheinskabut. Is that right? Do you got are you guys kind of strict to the Rheinheinskabut? More or less, you are. Okay. <laughs> Which means what? That you're just not throwing in odd sugars and things like that, or in the original um, tight house beers yes and okay. but but we strayed very quickly you know <laughs> oh you like, did like, I see. like we we have a fruit beer that that's fruit essence and we make a spice beer that's on now called multide which is uh made with a mulling spice mixture and so obviously that's not part of that sure <laughs> no not at all so and, was uh, the original kind of ruling about the Rhein but just because to, to pay homage to the beers that you were fans yes, of? Yes, and, and at, at the time it was, you know, a, a very distinctive marketing ah, advantage I see. because we didn't use any of those adjuncts, you know. Sure. You could <laughs> differentiate yourself from the big guys. Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Now, here's something, you know, I'm I'm amazed at how little I know sometimes. I'm just going to tell you guys. I'm not. Right? I'm so amazed at how little I know sometimes. <laughs> the one. Coastal Fog series is your beer. Right. And I've seen this coastal fog for so long and to me you've branded that 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 beer so well that I assume that Coastal Fog is the brewery. And so when yeah. I find out that you make the Coastal Fog series, I'm 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 just sometimes surprised at the breweries behind the brand of beer, you know. Yeah, the Coastal Fog series initiated with Peter, Peter Light while he was down in in uh, Coast Range. In, okay. In Gilroy. And of course, when Coast Range went away, that um, Jeff Moses, who was the, the marketing arm of, of Coast Range at the time, um, moved took took control of the of the label, I guess, if you want to say, and and moved it to a, a brewery in near Sacramento, and I believe it was Beerman's. Okay, and then they kind of went away, and so now they're kind of in a lurch, and so we decided to take it back and of course peter being the originator of it it, ca- it came back home <laughs> right returns home returns home and uh so we've been making it now for 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 bevmo that was our initial contract that we used to initiate the capital investment or use it for the justification for the 
capital investment to brew to make the uh, to build the brewery in San Jose. Okay. And it's worked out well for both Bebmo and, and ourselves. It's a nice, stable product. We make it regularly. Yeah. And personally, it's it does not have a lot of the esoteric characteristics of the style, but it's a darn good beer. Yeah. And, and uh, considering its price point, I believe that I put it up against anybody's, you know. Sure. Beer. Why not? <laughs> well, I'm with you on that. And nice. and by the way, let's not shake a stick at the the term considering its price point because you're right. And we've talked about some other breweries recently that kind of do the same thing, like Firestone, who makes its Mission Street Pale Ale that goes in Trader Joe's, and we'll talk about how amazing that pale ale is, especially considering its price point as a quote-unquote generic beer. Yeah. Right? So, but maybe you shouldn't do that. How do you mean? Well, uh, you know, mentioning the the price. No, I think you should because I I do think so. uh, Because here's why: I think that people um, automatically assume it's an inferior beer because of the price point. So to talk about a beer that has that is full of flavor, it's the kind of pale ale we expect, etc. And then go, and it's in the same price point as these others. I think it, it elevates the beer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I think drawing attention to to the price and how you know it, it is you know a little lower, I guess, than a lot of beers, um, and it's good. You yeah, know, it's kind of a left handed compliment to say that uh, maybe, but the attention's the already point, drawn to the price. So you're just going, don't worry about that. Don't. We're just telling you that yes, it's low, but the quality is high. Oh, is that what you okay? Yeah, because when someone says considering the price, I think of like the reverse. Oh, I see. No, yeah. to like, me, it's, it's really like good saying, for the um, for the for how little it I is. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it's a way to go. Look, low price, high quality beer, yeah. which know? is weird that I automatically thought of it as a negative. <laughs> right? Yeah. Was so. it Peter Hoey that said he wished he had priced his beer higher? He thinks it would have sold more if it was more expensive. I don't remember. Maybe I, th- I think I read that. And yeah, sometimes people will read low prices, low quality. Sure. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the Coastal Fog, though, I've seen that around just, gosh, my whole beer-drinking career, I think I've seen that Coastal Fog around. So, And, of course, you know, our view on the Coastal Fog is it's a, it's crafted in the microbrewery tradition. Yeah. It's made locally, and we try to keep it as fresh as we can. Sure. So, yeah. what what else is there? <laughs> so. Now, I've got a question for Chad, and, and, and it's kind of for both of you, but I, I'm curious how a brewery picks... Uh, how a brewer like Chad picks uh, your brewery, uh, Hermitage. Uh, Hermitage, is that how you guys say Hermitage? Uh, in other words, so here's Chad with a recipe. He wants to brew a beer. You, I know that you spoke to a few breweries. How does a brewer decide to pick uh, this contractor over the other? Uh, capacity. You know, you just kind of, it's word of mouth. I mean, everyone has a little bit of capacity, but... You know, the brew schedule is always a little tight, so you just start talking to a lot of people that have good things to say. It just, you know, it just kind of happens. You but know, don't just, you go, like, taste examples oh, of sure, beer sure. that comes so, out of Ron's Brewery first? Sure. So, I heard, you know, I heard the name, right? And uh, once I had the name, I kind of went to the store, tasted the beers. Okay. Went down, talked to Ron and Peter, and uh, tasted the water and all that fun stuff. Uh, oh, you do? Just I, I did, personally. Sure. You know? Smart brewer over here. Well, he didn't take his hat off when he... <laughs> oh, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah, now he's all fancy. He showed up at your place in a hat and a flannel or something. That's the old chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, can I brew beer here? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just like, oh, great, there's a brewery, we're going to go brew a beer. It was definitely a process of you know being comfortable with, with each other, the personal 
uh, relationship and the agreement, right? That's very sure. It's a lot of feelings, um, but also just talking to Peter and you know what his process was. That was very important to me. And then there's some paperwork involved and all that stuff. You want to make sure everything's good there, right? Um, but these guys have been open armed. I mean, they're just hey, however you want to do this beer, let's get it done. Um, very open to ideas we bring into the brewery, like he was talking about. So, and that's kind of what I was getting at because a guy like Chad comes in, Ron. He goes, here, here's my beer. I, I've brewed it. I know exactly what I want it to taste like, and I need you to do that. Um, so, you know, are you guys open to him saying, look, at, look, this is the technique that has to be used in order to get this style done? Uh, or is that a big – do you guys kind of look at these guys coming in and go, look, we just give us the beer and we'll get it right and leave us alone? No, we, we invited the interaction. There's certain parameters we can't go outside of. You know, like we're basically a single infusion system and okay. if you want to do a lot of fancy decoction or whatever hey we're not going to do you're that. not capable yeah yeah and uh but normally being honest about what the capabilities are and and honest about what you're what you can do yeah and being open to maybe stretching it a little bit i believe uh, allows both parties to come to a, a a mutual understanding and and i think a benefit to both i don't know if chad has a comment no absolutely i mean these guys are very like i said very open to you know certain inputs um you know if they want to run the whirlpool 10 minutes longer for me they were more than happy to that wasn't a big deal but it's those changes where i think in a lot of situations you don't have that control or you're kind of limited to what their process is or their equipment um but no they're very open to um getting it done the way you want it in the end now how about how uh and and i don't mean to do this other than just to understand the the process how close were they on the first batch does it take a few times to get the beer that you wanted chad or no i mean really very happy right off the bat awesome um you know the biggest batch uh i've ever done in that recipe right but at the same time very happy with results. Yeah, I, and and I asked that also, full knowing what both beers tasted like. I had his homebrew version, which I loved, and then he brings home this the first keg of it that you guys did run, and we loved it. We all sat, we stood around my kitchen, going, "Holy shit, they nailed this beer! They really got it right." And it's surprising to me because it is so much more volume, and because Chad's not there brewing it himself, it surprises me that that. A brewery's able to 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 clone a, a homebrew batch like that, you know. But you guys nailed it. It was that's a good beer. Is that one of your best sellers at uh, at Handles? Oh, yeah, hands down, it is absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the blonde sells four to one, and then the brown. Yeah, them, I know, see. Just as well, I'm not not as well as the blonde, but <laughs> yeah. up there, you know, definitely top sellers. Blonde sell four to one. <laughs> yeah. So it's, no, it's doing really well. It, it is. goes really through well. them really quick. <laughs> Ron, right. is there anything that you wouldn't be okay with? I, like, assuming it was within your system's capabilities, is there anything that you would say no to? Decoction mesh. Probably adding animal parts. <laughs> <laughs> right. What? Ron knows his audience already. He's, he's like, Moscow, I'm looking out for you. And no, I will not brew a blood beer. <laughs> That's a good... Uh, well, you got to draw the line somewhere, don't you, Ron? <laughs> yeah, um... It's hard to answer that question. What do you have in mind? <laughs> uh, pork products, mostly. Yeah, well, I, I guess I answered that. Well, what, about, <laughs> what about this, though? It, it is kind of an interesting question in terms of um, maybe you don't want certain uh, equipment in your brewery or your brewery in general to be tainted with uh, Britannomyces or, or some kind of sour yeast. Would, would you not contract things like that? Well, 
we we just have to discuss it. We we have a, a you know a sour beer that we make. Oh, a, you do a one door uh, sour mash or not a sour mash but a sour okay. Flemish sour. And we have in our cold box a a concoction <laughs> that's stored in a couple of kegs that we hold in reserve mm. and we add that to the uh, fermentation. Who knows what's in there? Who knows what's in there? Uh, I see. It's sort of our analogy of, of, of sourdough in the beer making. Yeah. <laughs> it's your yeah. starter. Yeah. Oh, I'm liking this already. Yeah. So, but... Uh, so, no, you n- wouldn't necessarily that- shun a beer uh, because it you're afraid it's going to taint another beer. You guys would just deal with how to clean things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that but, means you're a, 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 a brewery who knows what they're doing. You're, you're enlightened. In enlightened I, I mean, come on. I, lo- I love these, these brewers that are just so afraid of this stuff. It's like, well, if you can clean something, you're fine, dude. Chill out. Right. But it does happen, doesn't it? I mean, uh, there are breweries that don't want to touch anything that just might, um, you know, taint the rest of the brew house. Right. So it's it's to me it's a little easier issue because we can get new strains in a couple of days yeah and, uh, and we can get in sufficient quantity that we had to start it quickly we could okay so but 1980s uh, <laughs> not so easy sure especially with those high bank fees yeah, <laughs> yeah! I yeah. get it. I get it. <laughs> See? Yeah. There we go. And now we're on the same page. <laughs> doing it. Would you Fine. do like a decoction or something like that? We really don't have the equipment for that. Yeah. So, Can't do uh, so but no. you know, we're making plans. We're we're making plans to. Um, we're going to be adding another fermenter. Um, you know, for those who aren't familiar with a commercial beer making process, a fermenter volume is. Sort of like acreage for a farmer, yeah, and, and so that becomes a limiting thing, and and we're getting sufficient contracts and other styles that we need to have that that uh, we probably won't be expanding small in the near future. And how how many how many barrels do you produce right now? We're, we're right around five thousand. So, and what do you, is that at capacity? Are you at? That's pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much at capacity. So and. And that's enough to to sustain the business model that you guys have because you've got your own brands, you're brewing other people's beers, you've got the pubs to fill. Is five thousand barrels enough, you know, to 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 grow and, and keep moving? It seems like a small amount to me. That's why I'm asking five thousand barrels. Uh, you know, you're not going to get, you're not going to make it to the one percent, right? <laughs> of the, of the, but um, <laughs> it, it's a nice size to be at because you have a lot of flexibility. I and, see. And, but I anticipate that we'll be we'll be growing. Um, but when we dis, when we built the brewery and designed the brewery, we really had costs in mind, and it meant not necessarily having the ultimate in process because there's some compromises you have to make. I see. But we designed it, I think, fairly efficiently, and um, being able to. Um, Operate it with with a um, uh, a good quantity of labor. Uh, for ex- I'll give you one example. We decided to go with bulk bottles. What does that mean? That, that means you buy bottles on pallets by tr- a whole truckload. Uh, okay. And a lot of breweries do prepack, but we just ha- we buy. Bulk. So the prepack would be the actual twelve pack just comes right. filled with empty bottles. Right. I see. Right. Okay. And that was a rather substantial capital investment on the outlay, but it really makes the business model work because it allows you to purchase bottles 
at a reasonable price, yeah. and it minimizes the labor content to handle bottles and packaging. So, okay. well, and glass fluctuates a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just paying okay. less for glass in general than over over time. Yeah, yeah, and, it's and pretty and smart. And that's a significant cost, believe it or not. It's no, I, I, oh, yeah. I do believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I've spoken, uh, uh, we, did a, we did a TV show, uh, kind of a beer-related TV show, and, one, and our sponsor was a big beer company. And I got to talk with them a little bit about their, their business. And one of the things that they mentioned was that, you know, the price points that they get for things is in enormous, yeah. almost incalculable advantage over the small breweries. Oh, oh, yeah. And Glass was one of them. They mentioned to me the, that they can't even imagine paying the prices for Glass that small breweries do mm. because they pay. It's so tiny compared mm. to what the small... So it's an excellent point that you make. Yeah. And well, you guys were probably closer aligned to their cost of Glass than the average small brewery by buying about a truckload like that. For right? sure. You right. Know. Well, that was some of the uh, uh, the hinting at when uh, you know Miller Coors kind of merged. They were um, going in on cans. Oh, yeah. And so that would just cut their cost for both breweries by a lot. Just an amazing, Just to go in on the the same order of of cans. Greater greater volume. Yeah. Did you also invest right away? This is something I think that a lot of craft breweries don't do, and I think some of them to their detriment. Did you invest right away in a big bottling line that would be able to go through all this glass? We decided to go with with a more of of a smaller or a scaled down version of a large bottler. So it wasn't like a forehead mahine filler that you have to really manually, you know, work twenty four hours a day. No, we went we we went with a what's called a rotary filler, and all of your large breweries use a variant of the rotary filler, but we got a small one. I see. And uh, our our bottling machine runs at approximately thirty bottles per minute, which is, in terms of the larger microbreweries, it's it's slow. Right. But for our barrelage, um, we were able to match the capability with what we what our our our, our batch volume size is. Sure. So. Um, and in terms of the small local uh, craft breweries, that's very fast. Uh, you right. Know, that many per minute. So. So it's it's one thing you have to kind of keep your wits about you and it sure would be nice to have one of those super mm. fancy <laughs> sure. you know 1200 bottles per minute machines but right. you know <laughs> you need the volume to be able to mm-hmm. put it through and, I, and I, it also points out whole other issues because you know people realize that they only handle have to handle one bottle or a six pack or a case at a time but when you start to handle beer in large volumes it's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so if you're going to go to any volume, you got to have a whole bunch of ancillary equipment to go with it. So the costs just escalate. I see. You guys, See, Ron's smart. He's yeah. a smart man. Well, he's you know chemist. Listen to him. Right? He's been doing this a while. You know? I'm just like, ah, I don't know. We're just going to do things. Yeah, you say that yeah. as if the rest of us aren't. <laughs> Take personal offense to that. You see, now look at this man. He's this guy, smart. This he knows what he's smart. doing. He does know what he's doing. Ron, the, uh, the mash tun and boil kettle for the Hermitage Brewery came from Tidehouse San Jose? That's Is correct, that? yeah. Okay. Fermenters, too? As From well? uh, The six fermenters, uh, we have 26, 25 barrel fermenters that came from san jose yeah. and there was no bottling line there no before, so that was added no. later as yeah. part of the build out for the for hermitage how yeah. many barrel is your brew house 
uh, 25 barrel. Oh, okay. So that's a big brew it's house. Good size. Yeah. That's nice. What was this equipment like that you got from uh, Palo Alto Brewing? What, what was that one? That was actually pretty nice equipment at the time. What was the um, br- br- brew house size? It, it was. That? It's uh, about twenty-one to twenty-two barrel. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, it was large. It was large at the time. That for, is large. for a pub. For yeah. example, uh, Triple Rock, which is still using the same system now, they had that built in eighty-six or eighty-five, I believe. That's seven barrels, and right. that was kind of a normal size for that time. Right. So to have something around twenty barrels yeah. in that same era was. Pretty you were cool one of the big Barclay. guys. Yeah. yeah. No wonder people were jealous of you guys. <laughs> you had an Anheuser, you had a big brewer, and a big brew system. They just thought you were flaunting things. <laughs> you know? Well, I know that the initial discussions were that they wanted to be able to brew once to fill the fermenter. And that is a brilliant move. Yeah. And that's actually what made me say that that's a fairly decent, it's a pretty good-sized brewery, because we've talked to a lot of brewers who have, you know, 25-barrel fermenters. That they brew twice to fill, right? Or 30-barrel fermenters, so they brew on their 15-barrel brew house twice to get enough beer into there. And it's just, you have to make these decisions, like you said, based on cost and what you can do. But it is pretty inefficient, isn't it, when you could just fill it up and brew once? You know, it's a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. And um, space is another issue. And, of course, at that time, you know, the availability of mechanized mash tons for our size was ah. not not really available and but today i think that double brewing is probably a good way to go um you can have mechanic uh, you know automated breaks and stirrers and things for the mash tun that and, makes sense yeah and it there are some efficiencies that you gain from from double brewing and i think getting the right equipment i think is probably a, a good way to go i so, see okay well you get to spread the overhead over you know multiple shifts I mean, sure yeah and with the the that, mechanized that thirty process, barrel brew house is expensive. The fifteen is not. So if you use it twice a day, yeah, you just you know the bank doesn't care if you use it once or three times a day. It costs the same. And if it's mechanized, you don't need four people to run it. You need one person to yeah, run it. The labor could be lower. Yeah, yeah. so that does uh, that does make sense too. All right, let's do this. Uh, we got to take a break, but I noticed that you brought us uh, a series of single hop beers. Uh, which I think are a lot of fun for us to to talk about with our listeners because we get to learn about hops that way mm-hmm. in the single hop series. So uh, what I'd like to do is take a quick break, and when we come back with Ron, we'll taste the single hop series, and we'll see what we can learn about the brewing process with awesome. Ron. All right, hang in there. It's a session. We've got Ron Wanabe, uh, Obi-Ron, we call him, is, is what I see. And uh, we're talking more about Tidehouse when we come back. Hang in there. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. And now, Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at 7,000 pounds. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent mouthfeel. That's just a crazy dream, or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of 
fair shipping, superior customer service, and the finest selection of home-brewing goods for the future. What does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious meals at your favorite restaurant and at home. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events recipes, great feature stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's craft beer insiders and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. What's funny is Bruce will say, Yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session.
the Brewcaster. The Brewcaster on the Brewing Network. to the program. We're talking to Ron Wanabi, who's the uh, brewmaster at the Tidehouse Brewery and Cafe and also Hermitage Brewing Company in San Jose. And uh, we're about to try Ron's single hop, a couple of his from his single hop series, which I always like because you get to obviously learn a bit about hops that way. So those are being poured now. We'll talk about that. In the meantime, uh, as I told you at the beginning of the show, you can sponsor every segment of this program and help to pay our staff for all the hard hours that they work around here. And uh, in JP's case, the uh, not hard hours that they work around here. Hey, it's it's hard. Uh, so, um, who who's our highest bidder for the last segment, Nicole? Something you guys should all be familiar with, racking off. Racking Rack off. off in the chat. Ooh, okay. Racking nice. off with a generous amount of 155. Wow. wow. Nice. Is that a record? Oh, We're up man. To, uh, we are now up to 285 uh, for today's program. Wow. That well is done. a serious bro, man. Serious. <laughs> it really is. Racking <laughs> off. Leaving the truth behind. With my cut, I might just have enough gas money for going home. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault that you drive a Hummer, yeah. Doc. He sure. drives the equivalent of a rocket ship. <laughs> With yeah. how much gas it takes. <laughs> yeah. All right. It is yeah. now the third segment of a uh, at least four segment program, and you can get involved also. Uh, Racking off brought you our last segment. Uh, Nicole, do your best. Uh, last segment was brought to you by. I like your. The well, last segment was brought to you by Racking off. That's right. Yeah. We'll have to come up with a tagline Where for everybody. Where will off take you? Oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> we'll have to have someone else do it, too. <laughs> well, Rackin' Off took us through like, the history of Tidehouse. He took us He took us a long way. Uh, all right. And so now uh, somebody else can sponsor this segment of the program. Here's how it works in the chat room. There's a private message button if you double-click on Nicole's name. And you can send your bids over to Nicole. Nicole will keep the main chat room abreast of what the highest bid is at. Uh, last one was 155 So yep. at the end of this segment, the highest bidder, uh, you'll get your name in lights. Or, or at least in our voice. Uh, for having brought to you, uh, brought us that last segment. Hey, I can even Twitter them at the end of the show. There you go. JP will personally Twitter you at yeah. the end of the show. <laughs> Whoever, uh, wins- probably charge me for that though, so I'm going to take that out of the. Oh uh, yeah, I'm charging you for this. That means that I t- now it costs me money for these donations. It also doesn't sound pleasant. JP Twitter. <laughs> right. You? I have a kicker, though. Uh, whoever wins good. the last segment, I'll send them a uh, bottle of Evil Cousin. Oh! The wow. final segment Her- Her- will get a bottle of Evil Cousin. Now, check Is this out. Is that this segment right now? No, the last, last segment. Last last the not fourth, yet. The fourth and final segment. Now, when check this out. When will now be now? I want you to know, I haven't, I haven't mentioned this, but... Um, the Trophy Fire is going to be performing live in studio tonight yep. during our last segment. Oh, wow. So the the highest bidder of that segment <laughs> is going to get uh, the trophy, uh, trophy Fire performing. Uh, they'll also get our Drunk of the Week phone calls yes. and a bottle of, um, of Her- Heretic Evil Cousin, evil cousin uh, uh, from Heretic. So there you go. All right. So hang in there. we got the Trophy Fire performing live here in studio tonight. You've been listening to their new oh. album on the show uh, for the last few weeks, and you can buy the new album at GrayDayRecords.com. Yes. They're out in the green room warming up right now. Um, all right. So, did we get this uh, one of these single hot beers poured? Yeah, yeah which this one is, is the uh, Nelson oh, Savant. We use that we thing loosely. Nelson Savant. That's, the, uh, that's what this one is? Yeah. So, tell us about this beer, Ron. 
Well, before I start that, we started the first segment off with a South Park joke, but yes. uh, I have to make another comment that that based on the math of the uh, total of the total donation so far, that uh, it's obvious that Cartman's was math was not his strong suit. So. Yeah, uh, I, I can't. Uh, I can hardly even uh, balance my check. In fact, I can't balance my, balance my checkbook. I'm, okay. I'm completely retarded, Ron. <laughs> so we'll still get paid in beer. Yeah, which is why this whole segment works because at the end they're all going to get like a dollar fifty from me. It's all by my math. Yeah. So okay. Once that happens. Uh, so, tell me about this beer, Ron. Well, this, these are creations of Peter, Peter Light. Um, you know, we were discussing and uh, brainstorm, and he came up with the idea, why don't we come up with a series where we only add one hop to uh, to the beer? And it's sort of a play, you know, on the, uh, the pure varietals of wine, you know, making it only with one kind of grape. So, we'll make, we'll make this beer with only one kind of hop. And uh, we're not the originators of it, but uh, we decided to come up with a with a series. And uh, this one's a Nelson Sylvan, and it's um, how do you hop- choose the hops in a series? Uh, we basically look at lists, and Peter kind of makes recommendations on hops that he thinks are are kind of unique in aroma. Okay. And uh, this one is from New Zealand, and. Uh, uh, New Zealand is quite a, a, a large hop producer and very similar to the Yakima Valley here in in, uh, in the states. And this one um, is is named after the fact that it has a characteristic that some people attribute to the Sauvignon Blanc grape. Mm-hmm. So it has kind of a fruity. I could see that passion yeah. fruit, yeah. white wine kind of flavor. Yeah, white like, wine, fruity aroma. or tropical. Yeah, it's really yeah. yeah. I do get the passion fruit a lot in there. Is the base beer of all of the single hop series the same every time? They're very, very similar. Very similar. Yeah. yeah. Now, I hope this isn't too stupid of a question, but in the single hop series, is there really just one hop, or do you use kind of a neutral bittering edition of, of something else? No, it's one hop. It's, o- it's always just one, one all the way through. And we look at the bills. Yeah. And okay. we go, yikes, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> You're like, listen, we pride ourselves on, the, on doing well in this area. And uh, one of the really popular ones that we made early in the summer was Citra. And for those of you who are know about brewing, that was a scarce hop. And, yeah. uh, and of course, Peter's recipes for these are, are not in grams or pounds. It's boxes. <laughs> How many boxes per brew? <laughs> so You know, we've kind of talked about that. We do another show called Can You Brew It? where we clone uh, commercial beers. We attempt to clone them. And Jamil, uh, along with Tasty, the host of that show, and he talks about that with, with pro brewers, um, Maybe not on your scale, but the recipes are done with grain. It's in bags. Like if it's a specialty malt, how many bags did you put in? You don't weigh it. You just put a bag in. And and in hops, it can just be how many boxes. You're not weighing out you know pounds of hops here. Right. Uh, when you're on that scale, you just throw in a box already. It's fine. You know? One forty-four pound box. There you go. Dump but it in. Now, does he adjust <laughs> then the amount of boxes? I, I assume based on the hop. So, in other words, one of these beers might cost you one thing to produce, and the next one, based on the hop, might be something completely different. No, he's fixated on boxes. He, li- he likes boxes. So it's a very, very simple recipe. Maybe you misunderstood his intent. <laughs> Check the box. <laughs> and who I really doesn't? dig box. Oh, sorry, sorry, Nicole. Are both guys fixated on boxes? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> we are. That's a South Park joke. Now I like this. Let me tell you, I like this hop 
But here's why I asked about the base beer, too. I don't think that every hop is going to go perfectly with the base beer. And I think that this one is a bit of an odd fit. I like that I can taste the two of them, but I feel like I taste the two of them very separately. I taste the malt Hmm. of this beer over here, and I taste the hop of this beer over here, and they're not exactly like a a uniform... Simpatico. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I guess that kind of goes without saying. That's why we yeah. choose different hops and things like that. But that's but, weird that you get that. I don't get that at all. You get them melding together nicely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the flavor of the hop is a little. It's not my up my alley. Kind of citrus, fruity kind of thing. But it's it's very clear. I never. I, I've heard about this hop for for a while, and never really had it as as clear of an example as this beer. Which is why I love single hop projects because right. you get the clear example yeah. of, of a beer. Yeah, but I, I get it. I mean, I get it as as the malt is just a vehicle for the hop. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's mainly to showcase the the characteristics of the of the hop, and I, I think they're a great educational issue right. for the Definitely. general public. Oh, yeah. And having a party and let's let's ha- educate ourselves on what the, this is this character of this hop and 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 there are people who the the beers speaks to so sure so it's uh now i don't know if there's a way for you guys to gauge this but in your sales metrics i mean do you do you think that the people buying your single hop series are are really people like us who will do it so we can be educated about beer or are you selling these in enough numbers that you think people are just buying uh, hey single hop i'll take it you see what i mean how do you know who's buying it well, it's limited production. It is okay, and so I would say the vast majority is are to the geeks hop. like us. You got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and by the way, thank you for that. I mean, just the, the, that oh, you'd yeah. even do that. I, I mean, I don't. Do you, do you guys think of this as something uh, to make profit from, or like, hey, this is just a way for us to experiment, sell some beer. We're not going to worry too much about the numbers. Well, we we obviously are interested in in in, in some form of profit, but sure. main main thing is is to. Get products out there. You know, we think we have the ability and the capability to make a variety of different styles. Why not? <laughs> and uh, you know, so costs of a label and a few approvals and uh, put it in a bottle and let's let's um, see how it flies. Well, uh, and I think that the labeling that you've done, and I mean this, it's brilliant. It's simple. And it just says exactly, it, it, it really delivers exactly what the beer is. There's a big H on it <laughs> in a circle. It says above the H, single hop series. And below the H, it tells you what the hop is. There's no bullshit. Perfect. You don't have to search around for what this beer is or what the hop is. I, we've seen a lot of single hop beers in here where you got to like dig around the label to find out what the hell you're drinking. Yeah, you got to read through a whole paragraph of them describing something. That's, <laughs> right. I still didn't get it. A no, perfect this is... marriage of malt and hops <laughs> yeah. and pristine brewing waters. Exactly. <laughs> for me, never mind. This yeah. one is perfect. It says... This is a single hop series, and this is the hop. Like a single We're varietal done. wine, like Ron was saying earlier. That's how you want to present this, and I think that's what's being done there really well on the label. Well, so, it's great as a homebrewer to, to be able to get beers like this, where you can actually, you know, see if it's a hop you like. It's a way to... Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I, it's. It's kind of a research. Yeah, tool I mean we're for us. sort of a small part of the market, but uh, well, what's funny we about that it. though, Tasty, because we talk about this with brewers, we are usually the research department for craft yeah, brewers. Yeah. The homebrewers are yeah. usually the ones doing all the experimenting. But this is definitely a reverse scenario where we get to uh, yeah. not have to go brew a whole batch to check check out what the Nelson Savant is like. Yeah. The second one that uh, we just poured around is Admiral. 
hops. Is that right? How long right. has that one been around? Uh, we that's our first batch or or a batch, and um, we have about. I think around 400 cases of that. So, okay. But um, Admiral Hops, I know I've heard of them, oh, but I've new, certainly never used them. It's it's fairly new high alpha bittering hop. I don't remember the the lineage of it or if they've talked about it, but I think it's it's something something similar to either CTZ or maybe Noble lineage. I'm not sure. Oh, now see this one, I you know, whereas I said the last one they felt separate to me, these they go together. This feels like a a, a has a lot of continuity to it. There's a, this is a nice beer, and I think balanced with the malt bill. You need some, Nicole? It's like a big, clean, bittering hop, as opposed yeah. to the other hop was a real aggressive, fruity, and 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 uh, tropical fruit kind of character. This is far more get to get clean bitterness into the beer. I think that's how the yeah. hop was was bred. That is a real firm bitterness. Yes, yeah, the one you know, it's uh, <coughs> you were saying it, it gives you your, your big bitterness up front, but it's, it's really kind of neutral still, and it's like nice. a magnum or something like right. This, yeah. and, and you're going to get a little with a lot, or a lot with a little, instead yeah. of the other way around, where you got to push the aroma hops or the, or the flavor hops a lot harder. Yeah, to get, get your bitterness, and you're going to a lot more of that floral stuff comes through, and maybe it's yeah. not going to mesh so well. And because of those things that you're kind of mentioning, the, and especially the floralness of it, this one tastes to me like a like a really nice English IPA. I think it has a firmer bitterness than maybe the the English would do. That's a good call, actually. But the malt here. backbone is super English malt to me. I'd like to ask you what the malt bill is, but and then the way the hop fits together with the floral notes, I I say like a like a, a pretty bitter uh, English IPA. Yeah. What what can you tell us uh, about the malt bill? It's it's basically two row with with. Uh, quantity of like crystal uh, 120 is american two row or english two row uh, american two row american okay yeah. uh, do you mind telling us who your supplier is because we can buy the same stuff as home um, sometimes this one was probably made with a uh, rar rar okay yeah, yeah. nice and um but we buy from you know lots of different lots ones of different you ones. do okay the difference between this one and the last one this one i can almost smell no hops mm-hmm. i all i smell malt the whole okay. way through but it's a whole yeah. different flavor profile. Where the other one, it was hops yeah. in my face. I've by by evaluating these single hops, I've I've discovered a flaw that I have personally in in my things. One, I don't know if it's apparent on the webcam because I'm really quite young. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, my, my olfactory sights have I think have have diminished in number, and these particular beers. I get blinded very, very easily really? on the mm. aroma. A lot more than younger people. And, uh, <laughs> than you so kids. large part of it, if you, if you don't get the aroma, you have to put it away for a while, like 10 minutes, mm. and, and then come back to it, and you'll... As it opens up. That's a good point. Yeah. The other part of that in this particular beer might be, you said this was your first in the series. Is that right? No, we. this is... This is, I think, the third. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you had said it. this was one of your first. Because I thought, you know, that's the other thing about doing a hop series, right, is that fresher is certainly better. And so if this had been around for a couple years, the that kind of hop character would, would certainly drop. So you want to push yeah. the beer out as, as fast as possible, right? We were really excited this year. Uh, we went to the craft beer conference, and we talked to our, our hop provider, and uh, one of them, and... Uh, we thought we might be able to get some wet hop centennials. Mm, nice. And so we were all excited about <laughs> brewing a, a single hop using fresh yeah. centennials. But 
our, our, provi- our purveyor called me with a very uh, sheepish <laughs> thing. You know, centennials are really short this year. Uh, and so they oh, said no. that we really can't do this for you. So we were making plans, you know, to drive up, you know, overnight. Up oh, to, yeah. Up to Yakima. You were really going to do it. Oh, then. we were going to do it. And, you know, it would have been about 1,200 pounds. You oh, know, man. Us, but, but. Oh well, next year. <laughs> hey, hey, Ron, um, you remember those fresh hops we were talking about? You know, the ones that you guys were so excited about. Oh yeah, we got our plans. We're ready to go. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Justin, the, we're going to go to the local dude. Yakima Strip Club. <laughs> is it is it me or are the hop purveyors the mo- right now and and the way it's been going over the last three years or so the most loved? And hated people in oh, the commercial yeah. beer industry, right? Because oh, yeah. when they come through, oh god, oh I love this you. Is so this is great. perfect. This is great. And but they have to make, I think, more of those calls that say, "We're out of Citra, we're out of Amarillo, yeah. we're out of Centennial." We got it. They're loved and ha- they're yeah. like the the stockbrokers of the beer world. Well, exactly. How- you make you make contracts, and you may not be able to fill those because yeah. it depends on the yield. It just oh. it happens. So you might be the one who gets ass out. As the come- afternoon pimp. <laughs> yeah, he's Basically. got some good stuff, or he doesn't. Right, you never know. They uh, become such a driving flavor in Roma and beer. Is just, if they if they're not there, they're not there. Yeah, that's all they can do. By the way, Justin, it's the promises I think, and or the hopes that can be dashed so easily. Yeah, Admiral Hop is a English hop bred okay. to bred to be a high alpha version of uh, Challenger or Northdown. So it's like a high alpha version of a. It's like a super goldings or something like that. Hmm. So. See, I'm like Good a, job, Justin. I'm like a Nailed fucking it. Cicerone without even having taken the Cicerone. You got mad skills, uh, you brother. You can call you yourself something else if you want. I got mad skills. I don't need you the BJCP sissy. or the Cicerone. I'm the JCCP. Roan. Roan. I'm the JC Cipperone. Bonerone. I'm the JC Bonerone. <laughs> Single, here. single hop is that's like a relatively new phenomenon, isn't it? Single you know, hop beers. We've been talking about it with different breweries on here for several years. I think. Um, I, I think maybe Peter Hoey yes. was the first one to come in here and talk to us about it back when he was with Bison. Yeah, that was probably like 2006 or relatively so, new. So, so, so yeah. it's relatively it's still, new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I just mean you know de- definitely different breweries have been experimenting with it. Roger likes to do it now down at Triple Rock yeah. too. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll say it's probably new for uh, for packaging breweries. Uh, they, they, a lot of people you know? like to do it, but they don't like to do it in such a series where we're going to get one after the other with such, with consistency. Right. Uh, yeah. The home brewers have done it for a long time, but they're not so consistent either. Maybe they'll put a single hop with this beer, a single hop with that beer. I well. think the market is ready for it now, too, because people because of the popularity of styles like IPA, people have an idea of what Cascade or Centennial yeah. or CTZ or something like that is. So there's an interest for people to buy beers focused and highlighting on on a certain hop well i mean right? I, yeah yeah you're right and and but i guess you know a lot of the older style beers were probably considered single hop anyway i mean look at sierra nevada right cascade, that just all cascade yeah. oh is it really yeah but nobody oh. called it a single hop beer because nobody knew that anybody really gave a shit still to this day yeah oh wow so you know what i mean uh it, and now it's more uh people want people are after those flavors they want to know exactly what's going on Right, like they've heard of Simcoe, they've heard of Citra. Yeah, now the consumer has heard of these hops, and they want to know what's going on, and they want to know exactly what they they taste. And when they get a beer that has Admiral Hops uh, and Simcoe, they want to know... The, if they can pick out the the details, and this is, such is the only a, way to really know. Ingredient to beer, people are excited about these these names and what those yeah. mean. So they they seek out beers that highlight hops maybe they've never heard of. Yeah, I think so. Beer. You know, yeah. 
What? There's a Tide House drinking team, Ron? I wasn't invited to the Tide House drinking team. Uh, that's news to me. Oh, it is? <laughs> then I neither was Ron. I'm, I'm only in production. <laughs> it started the day the doors opened. What is the Tide House drinking team, Ron? And do they have an opening on their schedule? We'll have to have Carolyn come into the chat room. I see. She's the only one who knows about She's the, the captain se- of the team? Is it a secret uh, team? I think it's a secret society. <laughs> I like secret societies. We're one, too. We're the secret society of unemployed in this no, room. We're employed hey, now. not tonight. We're getting employed. We're getting checks. Not, yeah. not so secret. How's the bidding going so far in this segment? Well, thanks to Tasty's promises for the next segment, oh. that kind of ruined uh, <laughs> oh, bidding. that's true. Oh, we you got to wait. That. Well, we're learning. But, we're learning how to do this, and that's a good point. we got to wait to do the bonuses during the segment. But all right, all right, all right. Brew Tattoo uh, had already started high so we're already at 151 all right so now we're at a total of 208 dollars right. am i right ron for yeah. how come the number keeps going down i don't know uh, yeah. look at i'm when we get our checks yeah. he's using that same math i think too. look i don't i don't make here. the rules i just make the rules and i know that we're at 208 dollars right now you make up hey, uh, the rules. justin I'm, I'm now pouring the uh hop shack uh from handles. Oh, look! Another it. hermitage. Wow. Chad found it in his heart to bring us a No, no, I, I brought. I brought oh, it. taste! <laughs> God damn it, Chad! I, I know what show I'm on. Yeah, I pay attention. So this—that's the brown. This is yeah. This is some some beer that uh, Chad got uh, in my in my possession. Did it taste like vaguely familiar to you on recipe? Or? Yeah, yeah. It, this actually is, uh, according to most reports, my Janet's Brown recipe. <laughs> Which is why you brought it. Chad, is that true? <laughs> well, let's face it. Is Chad didn't have the cool Brown. Did you just take the Janet's Brown and put your name on it, or did you alter the recipe? Let's it's get a little this clear. Altered. Malt bill is pretty close, okay. um, if not spot on, but then Simcoe Centennial. All right. Uh, big dose of those versus the Cascade Northern Brewer. I see. Well, now Simcoe di- didn't that disappear on you? Is uh, is is did Hermitage have to replace well, that? Well, the thing is, I basically can steal from other breweries and ah, bring it down there. I see. That's so. why Chad's so well dressed right now. He had to go and convince somebody. <laughs> so, in other that he words, needed their supplies. The Brewing Network is responsible for this beer yeah. in a lo- yeah. in a roundabout way. That's yeah, what I because yeah. You're, the connections uh, are able to. You're able to get the hops you need. Or maybe my uh, sweat equity I have at Drake's. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, that's uh, free labor. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, probably helpful, too. I have that, too, in the Brewing Network. That's weird. You know, you do actually make a good point, Chad. You know, as a as a contract brewer, Ron, maybe sometimes people come to you with these recipes and you go, yeah, no, that looks fantastic, but I can't get that hot. We're, we're not going to be able to contract that. But a guy like Chad, who, who's got more connections, he can go, you don't worry about a thing, Ron. I'm going to take care of this for you and, and bring it in. We well, got boxes. It's not illegal, so it's, it's okay. Not, <laughs> right. Well, not the hops he's bringing to your place. Now, do you ever have to do that, though, where someone comes in with a contract recipe and you go, look, uh, I don't think we can find those for you? Yeah, we work with them and, and come up with the substitute. So, you do? Okay. Yeah. And uh, do you do that? Uh, are you looking for the substitutes uh, for the hops? I ask because it seems like a difficult thing to do. Pretty much we take the lead, you know, and, yeah. and Peter. Peter's very... He, Peter does He knows... What's out there? He's, okay, he's really got the pulse of what's in supply and what isn't. Yeah, and, uh, and it's great for the craft beer because you know the obviously craft beer is a very very hot segment. Um, the, the hot styles are are IPAs and double IPAs and quadruple IPAs and and of course the hop specialty growers are are 
having a, a heyday, but mm. there was a comment made earlier. They really feel bad, really, that, that they can't supply because they would like to be able to supply. Well, sure. Their bank account feels bad, too, I'm sure. Well, I, I believe that it's a free market, but I don't feel that they're really gouging the situation, per se. But, okay. Uh, I agree. But... Um, you know, not every not every professional brewer that we've had sitting in that chair, uh, you know, agrees with you. Some people really think um, it's not as if they're making hops come or go. They, they're not controlling what hops are available. But but I've had brewers kind of say, look, you know, they tie us into these contracts. They make us sign a contract at one price, and then tell us that the stuff's not available, or lock us into that contract price when the stuff is readily available next year, and it shouldn't be that high a price. So, in other words, not every craft brewer kind of uh, of agrees. Some think that they are controlling it a little bit. Well, obviously, prices are up. Yeah. You know, for, and um, costs are up, but not compared to, what, when was that? Two years ago. 2008. It was really nutty what happened yeah. in that, that period. And there was definitely some, some things happening, funny things happening. And sure. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of the blowback comes from. Yeah. People are, you know, well, they a, signed a, a contract memory. then at those. Exactly. But they signed at those prices, and then two yeah. years later, they're still locked in at those prices, and they're kind of thinking, look, guys, you did this emergency contract with me because everything was on a shortage, and you're not letting me get out of it at this price. And I think that there was definitely some backlash uh, from certain pro brewers at that time. Yeah, we did some of that at Morbier, but they let us out of, of a few things. Some things, oh, they they, some things they couldn't because it's like, well, you know, this is what we got for you. We're holding it aside. But some stuff they let you trade. And they are, they are, they're usually pretty good about bending and, and you know bending to the to the will of whatever you want they're, they're trying to help you i mean you know you're going to go somewhere else there's not a whole lot of places you can get hops so okay. either one place or the other really all right um well one of our wonderful new banner sponsors this month actually is hop union so if yes. you want to go look around yourself you can click the hop union banner on our homepage. It, it's one of our rotating banners and check it out you know they do an evaluation thing for for homebrewers and pro brewers uh, you can actually send your beer in and have it uh, analyzed uh, by Hop Union. Uh, that's alpha one way analytics. Yeah, alpha analytics yep. exactly, and and get it looked at. Uh, or you you know you can just uh, most of the time when you're patronizing uh, your local homebrew shop like More Beer, for example, yes. uh, you're working directly with Hop Union. So that's good way true. to support a sponsor. Or you can yeah. pay me twenty bucks, send me your beer, and I'll tell you if it's good or not. <laughs> I won't tell you any abuser in it, but right. I can guess. You can make a number up. They may not. JP no. will put his probe in it. This and, is uh, 49B. Huh? I don't know what that means. Good. God knows where that probe has been. Yeah. Well, Chad, I still love this beer. I really like it. And I think it is a little... It, I think it's different than the Janet's Brown. Um, I can see... I think you get back on the IBUs a little bit. <laughs> that's what I think. I think yeah. it's a little milder, and maybe that's why I really like it, too. That More it's, dry it's less More malty. Yeah. Uh, I can see where it came... I can see its heritage tasty, but I do think it's a different beer, and I... Ron, I think you guys again. I'll say it yeah. again. I think you guys knocked out of the park with this one. It's yeah. it's nice. Uh, careful, Chad. Don't let Ron steal this and put their put some Thai House label on it. You know, it's a good beer. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, the assistant brewer. There's is it Greg, right. Greg, and he's like, oh, I'm a hophead. He's like, I can't wait to taste this. He's like, you're using Simcoe, Centennial. He was really into it. So it was a big hit with the brewers there. So and I don't taste the cat piss Simcoe thing that I don't like. This is nice. <laughs> what about onions? Yeah, the dark, the dark malts are overwrite all that. I see. That might you know be one weird. thing that Chad didn't mention about the process of working with Hermitage is he gets to be the creative side of it. I mean, he gets his recipe. He's when he goes back to get those brewed again, and he's going to he's going to change the recipe a little bit. He's going to you know take it the direction he wants it to go. Sure, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think and, he he wanted to change things very slightly about the blonde in particular. He yeah. he 
consulted with me a little bit on some cultures I'd done in the past to help dial in some alt bill ideas that he'd had and some water treatment and whatnot. I think the gravity is something that he wanted to, to zero in on changing just slightly next time you do. Is that uh, something you had in mind, Chad, with that oh, yeah, one? Absolutely. Yep. Always improving. Right? Is this still the first batch? Just one batch of beer yes. that we're drinking here? Oh, it is. Okay. Got it. Ron, did you did you have a comment about... Oh, I was just thinking, you know, lots of... Th- think, you know, this show, your mind goes a mile a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, there's a, there, maybe and just in you, the wrong Ron. direction. Yeah. Might just yeah. be you. And, there, and there's, uh, you know, the word pimping and about uh, <laughs> ch- ch- changing recipes and, sure. and giving brewers the freedom to do whatever. And I, re- I remember this conversation I had on the bus at the craft beer conference up in San Francisco and... And a very young gentleman was making plans to put together his own brewery someplace in Minnesota. Oh, good. And he looked upon me because he he uh, overheard as part of the brew tour that, you know, we've been in business since 87. And he says, Ron, he says, I'd look at you as a founder. Oh, yeah. You know, and I go, oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a like, founding I'm founding father. So, so, so he's talking about his beer. And he's giving me the characteristics of the flagship beer, and this is going to be so wonderful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he looked at me, and he says, "Well, what do you do? You view? Do you have a flagship beer? You know, for Hermitage?" And I says to him, "Well, no, not really. Um, we're more like whores." Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And and the fact that, you know, we'll make anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, I love it. I think that should be your tagline. Oh, oh, more like a word. Pain. I, I hope this soundbite doesn't go gorilla or right. <laughs> yeah. Hermitage Brewing. We're more like whores. Yeah. It's the commercial we're going to make. We're ready to be pimped out. <laughs> yeah. As long as the but, customer pays. But, this, but there was a surprise on yeah. his face, and I explained to him, he says, you know, the beer is a great, is an important factor, but it's the process and being able to execute your business plan. And there's a whole many other issues yeah. associated with, business. with being successful and, sure. and, and not to get hung up <laughs> on that aspect of it. It is important, but yeah. well, Ron is really, aspects. you're really selfless that way. You're not saying that it's only my ideas that can be brewed here. You're willing right. to help people translate right. their ideas into the marketplace, right? which is, a, there's a huge opportunity for that right now. Yeah. There's a lot of people who run breweries who probably don't want any other people's ideas in there. They want their ideas. And that makes sense. They have a lot of really strong and good ideas, but you're taking a different approach. You'll help people translate theirs to the market, which is really cool. Yep. Do I have to order more of this beer through Tasty, Chad, to get it on tap in here, or what? I got to... Have uh, Tasty bring it in? Just call my secretary. (laughs) Right. That's going to be Chad doing a girl voice. (laughs) Hi, you've reached Chad Mosher. (laughs) All right, I got a few questions from our chat room for you, Ron, if we can do that. Uh, Let's see. Here's a question from Mills, who's in the chat. He says, on your website, on the Tidehouse website, um, he says you've got six beers listed, and the strongest ABV of those six beers is 5.2%. With the recent trend in craft brewing towards strong beers, um, do you think that Tidehouse is? Are you trying to maintain a, a sessionable only a beer list? Uh, is it is it a, a conscious decision to stay with the low alcohol? Well, I think we probably should up, update that oh, okay. um, beer list. The beauty about the principles being co opted between the two organizations is we updated our taps 
a number of taps we have available in Mountain View, from eight to two towers of 14. So we have 28 taps. Nice. Wow. And well, i got to get out there. And so the, the, the ruling policy is that whatever Peter makes, with the permission of the contractor, uh, if it happens to be a contractor, oh. mm-hmm. we will gladly feature the beer at the pub. You will. Okay. And um, so we have Ale of the Imp on tap. We have the, uh, the Teuton on tap. So we have a lot of hmm. 8% beers <laughs> available. Just so. not on the website. Yeah. Okay. So you're not trying to keep them small. Yep. But the brewery in Mountain View concentrates on getting keeping the core going. And so uh, we do make Hoptopia now in Mountain View. So that's an 8% beer. Nice. Okay. So, so you brew the Teuton? I just recently found that one. That's who's yeah. that? What brewery is that? I know it's your brewery, but is there is it somebody else's label or that's your no, label? No, that's our label. Oh, it is. And the, the two ton means that it literally takes two mash tons to make one batch. Yeah. Oh. Ah, I see. I, I recently mashes. found that beer, and it's really really nice. Is it? Yeah, I haven't tried that. So is it? Is it? The number two, T-U-N, is the name yeah, of the... Yeah, it, it, it's got, I like it. It's got a really fat guy on the label, too. I believe it, <laughs> m- it might be in, the, in your box of samples. Oh, so. is that right? Yep. Oh, then it might be right next to Chad over there. See if the two-ton's in there. Oh, you put them back? Uh, yeah, grab it if it's in there. Let's try it. In the meantime, oh, we have beer? some kind of serious questions for, for Ron coming out of the chat. Okay. Can, can um, we a, couple, a-, a couple people have asked uh, uh, asked me to ask Ron, do do Ron, Ron, Ron? <laughs> of course. Okay, that answers that. Very Thanks. serious questions from our chat. Room. Are we going to play Stump the Brewer since we got him here? He is a chemist. Yes, oh. I know. Um, oh, good call, Doc. We yeah. haven't done that in a long time. Wow. Yeah. Next thing you'll uh, we'll we'll hear from Anger Jamil with that reference. <laughs> That's good. All right, I'll tell you what. Uh, if if they en- enter their questions now, uh, we'll do stump the brewer. Oh. And uh, Ron, school. it's it's no big deal. No it, it, they, here's what happens. Just relax. Drink up. They ask all sorts of everybody. You, you fail eventually. They just keep asking questions because we give a, give away a prize. So uh, they're going to ask some brewing questions, and if you know it, fantastic. If you don't, we say stumped. They get a prize. So yeah, have them private message uh, Nicole uh, the questions right now. We'll do stump the brewer. Here's another one uh, from the chat room. Um, <coughs> DJ Connor is in there, and he another DJ. Um, <laughs> what kind of music does he from play? From Roseanne. I think with his question here, he's kind of, um, I think he's trying to get your feeling about how the brewing industry is today financially, because he asked, uh, ask Ron if he would encourage his kids to go into professional brewing. Hmm. Do you encourage them to go into the beer world? Well, I have two daughters, Okay, and I got a relatively late start in life, so they're 15 and 13 and a half, 14. Good for you. And... Uh, <laughs> My visits in in public forums to for beer tasting, et cetera, the thing that I really noticed a big, big change is in uh, the number of women who are into craft beer. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's it surprised me. Oh, yeah. And, uh, sure. And so for my <laughs> two daughters, I would think that uh, if they chose to, I think that they probably would be successful at it and you'd um, be fine with it you'd encourage they'll, they'll them they'll be fine uh, they're kind of lucky in that they kind of have an inside track if they want to do that <laughs> they'd be streamlined right into that but um if you would have said this in 2000 i would probably be more neutral but um the the excitement the, 
the fact that this show exists is a testament. Uh, craft beer is hot is hot is a hot ticket. Now. Sure, and. Yeah. Uh, well, let's face it. We barely exist. So. <laughs> just begging for money? Let's not get too excited. Yeah, we're, we're more of a lukewarm ticket. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, good answer. I like that. We're being put out. Uh, let's see. After Lab in the chat room wants to know, um, hey, Ron, did you guys brew any experimental single hop beers um, that really didn't turn out as well as you guys had hoped? No. 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 <laughs> they, you always just go for it. You got it. Um, you know, when, if you're in the craft business and you, you you do it for a while, unless it's something really catastrophic happens, you always come up with a product that you can drink. You See, know? this still surprises me. And, and a lot of brewers do come in here and say that. And I don't brew very often. I'm, I'm a home brewer who brews once or twice a year. Um, kind of. It amaze you kind of. Uh, it's catastrophic. It does still amaze me though that you guys can, you can look at a new ingredient and brew an entire batch of beer. And I think you're right. It's always something that you can put out out on the right. market. Very rarely do we hear somebody say, "Yeah, we dumped it down the drain." Rarely. It nor it has happened. It has, but it's okay. normally on a product we're very familiar with, and you would think, but for some reason, something does go. Astray. So you're and not doing some like there's no home brewery pilot system in there where you're doing tiny batches, you know, five gallon batches to test. Well, really, twenty five barrels if you look at it. That's your test. That's your test. <laughs> you know, it, in terms of dollars per batch, it's it's not going to make break you. You know, so um, okay. At that, so you can just go for it. And no, if we're for a five hundred barrel <laughs> right system, then you maybe you want to make a. a Five barrel or ten barrel batch, and most so. breweries at that size probably do yeah. do that. They have, like, I know Sam Adams has their kind of smaller. Uh, well, you got to go see yeah, it, Tasty. I got to brew there, yeah. uh, they're smaller. You know, they don't brew the first one that they're going to put out in the twelve packs on the five hundred barrel. No, system. they do their pilots there, yeah, yeah. for sure. At, uh, did, Jamaica Plain. You know where I did see batches getting dumped uh, was on the Brewmasters show on Discovery Channel, Caligoni's show. Was that just for TV? Do you think, or were they really dumping whole batches of beer? I think it happened once. There was some big mistake that happened. Right. I and like was, Ron yeah. said, it does happen, but I think it's pretty rare. It's not rare. And if you remember, it might have been some... I think, or something, they had to dump some... And they might have made that. some TV drama about it because, you know, when you're Sam's size, which is big enough, right. you're still pouring down the drain twenty, no. thirty thousand dollars Exactly. And that's a, that's a chunk of money. Right. So... I saw a bunch of people dumping batches on Barely Legal 25. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That was good. At was least it? that one was more clear yeah, and uh, not hidden. No in, ATM fees. It wasn't yeah. hidden no in, the, ATM fees, in right? the financial. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure someone at Occupy wherever is going, that was a good bank joke, and that's what I want to be here about. <laughs> right. And then they get pepper sprayed. <laughs> oh, the mash ton is good. It's or the two good. ton, I mean. Two-ton. It's real yeah, good. I can see. I, yeah, that second ton is getting me. It's, it's pretty ro- strong. It's roasty, and then it just it's smooth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the vanilla smooths out at the end. It's yeah. kind of really nice. What'd you say? This is an eight percent beer. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. The show just great. went to the shitter thanks to Ron. Yeah, <laughs> good job, Ron. Come back next week, please. It's like eight yeah. plus three or something. Yeah, I, I do I, like this. I beer. saw this on the shelf and I thought oh, I'm going to try that. I hadn't seen it before. It was local. Okay, and I I bought two <laughs> bottles. Loved them both. I had to go back and get a couple more. Nice. Yes. I have some good Stump the Brewer questions over here. Okay, let's do it. Let's do Stump the Brewer. Uh, all right, Ron, so here's the deal. They're going to ask a question. If you know the answer, you give it. If you don't, you say stumped. And the first person to stump you is our winner. Okay. And that's the deal. Our wiener. All right. Well, 
let's see, Shark Muncher from the chat yeah. uh, says, uh, stump the brewer question is, how many oxygens are there in a humulone molecule? In a humulone molecule. You got me. <laughs> do you want to take a guess, Ron? Take a stab at it. Just throw out a number. Let's see if you get it right. Should we give him a hint? Humulone or humulones? And Doc can help. Yeah, humulone. And the hint is that there's three alcohols and two acetones. So two acetones would be two, and three alcohols would be three. How many oxygens? So he knows how many. There'll be five. Five. That's the correct answer. Yay. All right. Woo. Not stumped. Not stumped. Not stumped. <laughs> Although, we would he have been? <laughs> okay. The next one is from uh, Beer Core. Okay. Uh, let's see. His question. I only see the answer. Okay. Uh, why does toothpaste affect your perception of bitterness and sweetness? And how does that happen? No, well, that's not really a What's brewer a question. Okay. I said, unless Ron knows the answer, that one doesn't count. I'll toss okay, that okay, one okay, okay. Beer and brewing questions. Okay, got it. Care um, about your oral hygiene. Who, that's another thing. What was the third largest plane to fly <laughs> sorties <laughs> yeah. over uh, Nazi-occupied Poland? Stop! See, I told you Ron didn't know anything. That guy didn't that was a fucker, wasn't it? <laughs> that, oh, yes. I think it was a motherfucker. <laughs> Um, Llama Box has some questions, but they don't seem like stump the brewer questions. They seem more like brewing questions. Mm. <laughs> so I'm really not sure what he They're means by General that. questions? What temperature yeah. should I mash at to get <laughs> a fucking thing? Yeah, How do I ferment? Like, no, we're going to move on. Yeah. Stumped. All right. Stumped. Knew it. Called it. Um, okay. Here's a good one from Minnesota Brewer. Doubt it. Okay. Uh, how does altitude affect isomerization of hops? Well, let's see. Scott Isomerization affects basically temperature. So yeah. the higher the altitude, it'll take longer. To, okay. To boil, you mean? No, well, it, lo- it, get- it boils at a lower temperature, so so the process will be slower to get the bitter. Less isomerization. Yeah. So you would like, if you instead of a 15-minute hop, you might have to do 20 to get the same yeah. effect? Yeah. Nick, wait, what wait, does he wait, say wait. the answer is? Or add more. Because, by the way, or, I'm buying that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It, sounds, uh-huh. it sounds logical. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, and that's what I'm all about, logic. They hadn't sent you the answer yet, had they? No, well, he didn't send me the answer. We haven't done this in a while. This used to always it's, be the problem with this game. He's, he's confused. Okay, let's move on. Not stumped. It's well, sort of like, it's sort of like I'm baking. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to ask right. an open-ended question and Ron, not know the great. answer. <laughs> not stumped? Perfect. We want to ask your question, yeah. sir. If you're not ready, Nicole, I Thank have a question you. about military aircraft. Um, okay. Uh, here's one from, Go away. Here's, here's one from Brew Tattoo. A firkin is to a barrel as oh. a hogshead oh. is to what? An idiot in the chat. <laughs> a hog's ass. I get it. A firkin <laughs> is to a barrel as a hogshead is to a... So what's a- the definition of barrel? What? I think he's talking about a U.S. barrel. Like 31 gallon yeah, barrel. 31 versus the firkin. Firkin. So it's about a half. Or yeah. So what, what's the what's the double hog's head? Um, uh, two dead pigs? Snooky? <laughs> Sounds like a sex move, though, doesn't it? <laughs> the double hog's head. Man, Peter North pulling that double hog's head on Sasha, <laughs> on Sasha Gray. Uh, Man, talk about 
Doc's on the right track. I think both Doc and Ron are on the right track. Maybe like like to the rest of the hog would be the answer. What do you think? I don't know. Like. Oh, there's a name for a, a larger. Well, yeah, Hogshead is what a sixty barrel. Oh, yeah. would it be ha- barrel? Oh, is that what it is? Or it's see. like a, it's like one of those giant fucking huge ass it's, barrels. Uh, they they do a lot of scotch in those things. Hundred uh, barrel, yeah, hundred gallon, and wine. Believe yeah. it or not, Nicole, what's the answer? A ton. A ton is a hog. A hogshead is a ton. No, I don't. All right, how about this? Let's end this misery now, and we'll call Ron Stump. You are so stumped. Thanks for the help, though. All right, so, Brute Tattoo, uh, you've won yourself uh, something. Um, We're calling that stumped? Yeah. Yeah? You want to keep keep going through this? (laughs) Well, yeah, you're right. We're all like... Looking for a way out here, Jipper. (laughs) All right, Ron, well, listen, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your service to our country in the beer world over all these years. This is the service that I'm thankful oh, man, for. Pioneer. Well, you, if I may have a parting parting shot here, of you course. know that my, the craft beer in particular, but beer in general, is really good for the country because what do we do? We buy real products. That's we true. We buy real grain mm-hmm. produced primarily in North America, and we buy packaging materials that are produced in the America, and right, and we pay tax. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. And you know I mean this. Mm-hmm. JP's on his feet. I, know. Yeah. I mean this is, shit. JP's a serious American. You're right. just, he got chills when you were doing that, I guarantee. American. Say, Thanks right. a lot, uh, guys. This was great fun. Uh, Rod, oh, yeah. uh, it's really Glad a pleasure here. to have you. Round of applause for Ron because it's just yeah. a pleasure to have you in here. And uh, you do make an excellent point. You're not buying ideas or services in America. You know, they say we've become a service economy, but in the beer world, you're buying real, tangible products. Products yeah. from America. That's full an circle. Point. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe the glass, yeah. but you know, whatever. full glass, full like glass. It. All right, Ron. Well, you are certainly welcome to hang out for the remainder of the show. We got a great band coming in. The Trophy Fire is going to come join us well, and do their performance. Um, it's a band, and, uh, uh, but really, <laughs> I, I do. I appreciate your time. I America. appreciate your beer and sharing that with us too. <laughs> oh yeah, um, good stuff. So you can check out any of the Tide House places out in San Jose if you want to uh, taste their work in the Dublin Pleasanton area. You can go to Handles and try Chad's beer there. That comes out of the Hermitage Brewery, which uh, you know Ron does too. So lots of good opportunities you can get the coastal fog um um 12 packs at the bevmo uh which is where i I always see it too i go do some shopping there and you can always get a good deal on some coastal fog good beer and uh you guys you really are kind of an institution in the craft beer world and for sure and and we appreciate that you've been around for a long time and and thanks for that all right and this segment was brought to you by jv's best friend from bumfuck missouri (laughs) yeah brew tattoo And for how much? For how much? $151. Yeah. Mr. uh, Gober. Correct me if I'm wrong. We're up to $120 now for the whole show. This is looking good for you guys. (laughs) Justin, I'm afraid. This is is going to shove me into that 1%. Right. All right, here's I won't what we're going to do. Will I? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from the Trophy Fire live in studio, and uh, we'll have some more beer with you. And we're giving the Evil Cousin away for the uh, sponsor of the next of the fourth right? segment. That's yeah. right. All right, All this right. is the Big Joe Hurt Band. Hang in there. We'll be right back.
Korean Army, HopTech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. HopTech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of holy pops. And HopTech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. A heretic is anyone who does not conform to an established attitude, doctrine, or principle. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we could think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The auto sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Makes me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your cola won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Yeah. 
listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. the program everybody thanks for sticking with us and special thanks to Obi-Ron Wanabe from yeah. uh, Tide House and Hermitage what a cool guy man. that's a lot of what good an, information there. what an easy talking guy yeah. it was an easy interview it was easy to get information out of him and he had a lot of history it was real good yeah he just wanted to chill out and listen yeah he was uh, cool man good guy and uh, definitely very nice to, to, to hear him talk about the history of beer a little bit uh, so don't forget to go check him out you know the Tide House brewing uh, situation uh, all right, so uh, you can sponsor this segment of the program, and Tacey, I think I have one more break to take, actually. Um, so, but do you want to make? Let's make this your the one that you were going to send out the bottle. Well, I for. could uh, I could also offer up uh, a twin to, for this segment and the cousin for the last. If you want to do it that way, we can do that. Oh, Bevo, there they are. I mean, there's Bevo. Evil twins. She was just uh, Bevo's evil. Bevo's evil, evil twins just walked into the room. Yeah, they did. Bevo's been here for a while. She was out breastfeeding on my couch. I'm gonna go smell it later. She offered to show me what was under the towel. Ah, oh, I saw under the towel. Yeah? <laughs> but you're a doctor. <laughs> Bevo, it's like, yeah, he's a doctor. All right, here's my yeah, vagina. Huh. What do you think about this? Is that a weird smell? Should it smell that way? Bevo, that shirt is lovely, but it's not as flattering as last week's shirt. Last week's shirt did something to them. That one, they're just, they're out. It's out. Last week's shirt was like a friend to your boobs. <laughs> this is an acquaintance you might work with. Part-time. But you still look lovely. I don't care. I see. I'm just trying to help. Oh, well, I don't know about you, but uh, the the chat room, uh, whoever's watching on the, sta- uh, the camera just got a nice view of... Uh, a little shot? Yeah. All right. Yeah, this by the way, Bevo, brought the to you by there. Bevo's boob. Her left boob. This segment's yeah. brought to you by Bevo's left boob. And uh, there was another baby here earlier, T- uh, T-Bone's baby. It's become the baby house uh, recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has, oh, man, I'm out of here. Has Minibone left or is Me Minibone too. still around? Minibone's gone. Uh Bed, past Mini Bone's bedtime, Becca came by and brought uh, Mini Bone. I saw it, and I was like, uh, okay, so what baby is this, thinking they're both the same uh, size? All baby, what, all babies look the same? Yeah. They all <laughs> smell the same. And yeah, uh, and then some. Terrence is like, oh, seriously, that's my kid, and it's like old. I fe- felt like it was going like, to drive me home or something. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> this shit's old. T-Bone's baby's now old news, now that... Now that uh, but it's so grown up. Right now that Esther's in the world, no. mini mini bones like a hundred years old. No, he's actually six months old, but it is kind of weird. Like no one cares about him anymore. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. we all just walked right by him in the house. He was on the floor. But like, yeah. honest, no, I'll be honest with you. Like even when like Beverly comes over to the house with Abby, like Becca like throws Jack towards <laughs> me and runs towards out. Like it's your well, kid. What's wrong with you? Right, That's showing the racism inherent in society today. Yeah, my baby's just cuter than yours. Oh. your baby has a lot of skin problems white babies are never more attractive than half breeds however in this case uh they're pretty they're dueling cuteness uh, they both of you guys put out some good kids some good looking kids i don't know how to uh, hers is always attached to her boobs so i gotta say that's probably why it's cuter <laughs> it's cuter you know it has the ultimate success- accessory yeah it's the window yeah, baby has the ultimate accessory her boob all right um 
Is Here's it? what we're going to do. For this, you can sponsor this segment at home um, and and get a bottle of Heretic Evil Twin. Uh, if you prefer a bottle of Heretic Evil Cousin, which is what's being held in, in front of the camera right now, that'll be the final segment of the program. Okay. But for this segment, uh, Tasty will provide a bottle, a 22-ounce bottle of Evil Twin. I will Twin. mail it to yep. you. Plus, you get to own this segment of the program, which will feature uh, my favorite local band, which didn't, you guys weren't my favorite local band until this album came out. I don't know. I'm not sure if you guys you earned have, it, though. That's I don't good. know if you figured it out yet, but you were one of my least favorite local bands. Oh, man. <laughs> until the, until the, I mean, that's you switch not, lists. That's it's good. not exactly true. It, it's, it's just brutal, but honest. You, it's just that I had to like you because I know you. Right. But it was hard for me. <laughs> Until the new album. And All now right. you're my favorite local band. All right. The Trophy Fire is in studio, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. So With lucky. their new album, Modern Hearts, which you can get at graydayrecords.com. And um, you guys just got off a little bit of tour. If you want to do the donate thing and sponsor this segment, just go into the chat room and private message Nicole. Highest bidder wins this segment. Brew Tattoo uh, was our sponsor of last segment. I private message Nicole all the time. I never win anything. <laughs> never get anything. <laughs> Maybe that was your prize. So the trophy Silence. fire, uh, it, you know, it, it, listeners, y'all know Schumann. Schumann's been around for too long, Ever. and uh, Schumann has recently uh, he did this big transition in life where he moved from my house <laughs> to JP's house. <laughs> so we, <laughs> it was a very big deal. Uh, for moving Schumann. on up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk like about him Jefferson growing hair really again. Did. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm go. You know what I'm doing? I'm going from Pacheco. To Concord. Concord. Well, let's be fair. It is North Concord. Yeah, Chaco to yeah. North Concord. Yeah, that's a whole different. It's kind yeah. of uppity. I'm not going to lie. That's lateral movement. And <laughs> and Schumann is a Concord boy through and through, but he's never been allowed in a North Concord. So it is really kind of a step up. Yeah, you yeah. were always in Monument Concord. I know. I'm which, making dreams come true. Which, let's be honest, you and your and your brothers were the only white people there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> In Monument Concord. We learned how to take a punch and speak Spanish. <laughs> At the same time. Ouch! A. O. Something. I don't know. I think it's Canadian. That's Canadian. That's Canadian Spanish. K? <laughs> Ouch, K? <laughs> right. Ouch, O. So, uh, we have followed a lot of Schumann's projects, and I've, I've followed Too a lot of Schumann's them. bands. Uh, I was the manager of one of his first bands, Ben. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. That's they, why it folded. Yeah, I never heard too many things about them. He just so. took all the money off the top. He never. Nobody saw any money but him. I ran. The the manager same, gets what seventy five percent these days. Booking right? and yeah. promotion fees. I ran said. the same racket I do on the Brewing Network. <laughs> yeah, is the yeah. band works for free, and I get all the money. There you go. Uh, ben Flanagan is the singer of the Trophy Fire. Hi. And uh, now the Trophy Fire existed Hi. before the Schumann Brothers, though. It was your project earlier. It did, yeah. It was my project with a guy named uh, Jamie McGoldrick, still a great friend. And basically, uh, the band, the other guys couldn't really tour, and I was just looking for other musicians to play with. And I knew these guys from their band I genuinely liked a lot, Cold Hot Crash. Yeah. And I kind of had known that that band wasn't... Uh, Maybe I just got hints that they were kind of folding and they so were hating I, each other. That's all fault. No, I, they never said that. But uh, no, they seem to be all close friends still. But uh, yeah, it was just kind of serendipitous that I was able to snag them. So right, it's been good. Now, Flanagan, for the most part, you're an Irish guy. I, I am. I consider myself an islander. I mean, it is an island. It is it? an island. So I uh, consider myself pretty exotic. And I feel like that—that that was your first. <laughs> right. Well, with a fair skin. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Exotic, that you know, doesn't just have to, you know. That's true. Yeah, doesn't yeah. just mean no, you're black. That's not true at all. No, no, it's no. Be, that's yeah. good follow up, though. Yeah, thanks. yeah. 
Now I feel like that Irish being parents. Irish and 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 that you probably drink like an Irishman uh, was your first kind of connection to the Schumann brothers because um, they've been known to have a few drinks. These two, they've been known. I uh, I drink like in between. I mean, I'm not Van Morrison. I'm not Shane McGowan or Van Morrison. That's too bad. But you know, I'm also not. Well, Dolores O'Riordan from the Cranberries. He's right. Mel Gibson. Somewhere in between. Yeah, he's he's Australian. Mel Gibson. Uh oh. Moscow doesn't that's like a that. different. Our I mean, Jewish that's a continent. <laughs> it's somewhere else. Completely. He's an Islander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's also a rock too. Now let me ask you this, Flanagan, because you've you've been around the the music business for a little while, and you've played with different bands. I know that you sometimes you play guitar for um, Dredge. Uh huh. Uh, different. Has any one of your band members ever died of heroin or anything like Negative. that? Negative. I don't think I've ever been in a band with anyone that's done heroin. Good. No heroin, guys. Good. No? Yeah. No, no I, wonder you haven't made it yet. I know, really. Somebody's really? got to take... We should just get somebody, they, just a tambourine player for a I tour or Schumann. something. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. vote Schumann becomes your heroin addict. Well, I hope soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think uh, a band is nowhere if they're not at least hooked on heroin for several albums. Is that true? Has that really been our problem? Well, I think so. Well, I think Cause Ben's like, because I'll do it well, right no, no, no. now. The first, I, Schumann needs Let's to be on heroin. He's too pudgy for skinny jeans. The first step is denial. You're the only person. Ad, actually, Adam's been getting very fit lately. I'm uh, sensing maybe he's been sneaking a little, well, little that, of the brownstone in the. Oh, you stop. It's, no, all, I, it's all that I don't fucking. Know. Now, let me ask you this, Flanagan. How, how long have you been in a band with the two brothers? About now. two and a half years, I believe. So you've got. Now, now one Schumann is, is difficult. Um, <laughs> two Schumans is nearly impossible. You know, I I, I don't want to be I don't want to be cheesy or disappoint the listeners. It's actually they get along quite well. They're pretty close to perfect bandmates. I really I really want to tell awful stories, but they're they're pretty fucking good. So they're good. I I wish. I mean, we have our moments. There's some. There are some times, but uh, no, they're they're pretty fucking good. Okay. You Be- clearly don't have an issue with male nudity, do you? No. Oh, not at all. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- now, I'm glad you brought that up, Bevo, <clears throat> because, uh, you know, Schumann will just walk around his house in, 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 in anybody's house. <laughs> yeah, not his house. In his underwear. <laughs> yes. Well, now that he's staying at JP's, um, have you ever woken up to Flanagan on your couch in underwear as yes. well? Yes. So Flanagan's the same as Schumann. It's but, but 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 Ben won't walk around that way. But he I'll will just, be I'll, just sleeping on your couch well, in his underwear. Yeah, and the only way I know that is because I peel back the covers and I look. I stare at him like that chick in Paranormal. <laughs> it's not activity. just staring. <laughs> There's some groping, but some we'll, we've moved beyond that. Well, Adam, um, I'll, I'll say though, Schumann. I mean, there have been times I think on tour where the nudity goes to well he's wearing you have these uh are they tiger skin yeah i asked john to get me up some uh underwear and he brought me these like tiger colored uh silk briefs that said poppy <laughs> like <laughs> and where were we were I staying you, we, were, we were in portland is what we were doing why he did you me- ask your brother to get you underwear it was it was one of those things <laughs> two things you need to bring on tour especially is underwear and socks okay you need to do no instruments bring, just yeah, underwear and underwear socks, and socks. Yeah. right you gotta wash them you gotta keep your feet clean you gotta keep your crotch clean you know you, you just gotta do it it stinks it really does stink okay the guy yeah and so adam hands me eight dollars and he's like hey man i need a pair of i, I need some more underwear <laughs> so he gives me money. I'm like eight dollars. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. You go so down we, to the thrift st- thrift shop. Ross. Oh Ross. Ross had it. Well, you oh, got to dress for less sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought about that. I walked past these pair of like. I went to the women's section first. Of course, <laughs> of course and, you uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. pretty important. Really. And I uh, walked by it. I saw like you know the 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 lingerie, nice little 
netted vest thing for like four bucks and the panties for like another two dollars is like six dollars for good decent so he only would have got yeah. one outfit though. yeah and so i i keep looking around and i saw the granny panties you know and i was just like this would be awesome <laughs> and then uh i was i kept looking around and then i saw this package of poppy you know it came in <laughs> boxer briefs one was like how tight, do you spell tight, poppy p-a-p-i okay thank you yeah and uh one was tiger strip well actually all of them were tiger stripe but they were um there was an uh, albino orange. tiger. Yeah, they were orange. They were orange, green, oh. and albino. I think what it was. It and was what did you choose? That elusive green you, tiger. Oh, the whole yeah. set. They no, were the whole all set. One yeah. set. I yeah. see. And it was six bucks. Perfect. Sold. So, so Shoe, Shoe, you were happy of, of what your brother brought. Home. But I think we were staying. I, at I've never been happier in my life. We were staying with somebody on tour. Somebody, you know, blessed their heart. They they took us in. I forget. We must have been. We were in Portland. Maybe it was at the head of our fucking label. Yeah, it was the head of our label. Yeah, I was running he, around. I think he had yet to sign us. <laughs> Great. And Schumann's running. So I think actually the reason we got signed to that label is due to he was the, uh, the My- mutant green uh, tiger panties that. They're like, listen, he's got style as well as class. Yeah, man. They know what they're doing when they signed us. All right, why don't we do this? I have a lot more questions about tour and uh, and how you guys work as a band, but let's let's listen to a song. Uh, You have to. So the new album is called Modern Hearts, right? How long have you been working on this? On the record itself? Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's kind of hard to say that, uh, you know, some of the songs have been around for over a year. We recorded the record about six months ago, so... You know, I'd say a year and a half. The whole album was because your your first uh, Trophy Fire album that you guys put out. It was the three of you. That was songs that you had pre- previously had as uh, as the Trophy Fire before uh, these. Yes guys. and no. This is actually so. There was the first record was with me and my former bandmate Jamie. Okay. Uh, that record is called A Lifetime in the Middle of the Ocean. It's still on iTunes. Um, it's a great record. I'm really proud of. And then we, we were re- going to record the follow up record. And what happened was the label we were on called Talking House Records kind of went under. And so we were left with six songs, which we loved, but we wanted to do something with. So we released a uh, EP called Armor. And then uh, that, you know, that was out for a while. And then we decided to record a full length uh, with this. With lineup. this one. Yeah. And so are they songs that have uh, come out of the last couple years of you guys being together? Yeah. I guess is what I was yeah. kind of getting Definitely. at. Definitely. I yeah. think there's only one song on the record, a song called Further Than We Know, that kind of existed in any capacity before, um, before we were all together. Yeah. So, I like that song, and f- to me, it sounds like a white trash song because I always hear "Further Than Reno." Sometimes somebody we, said that. To me. Sometimes so we've yeah. gone further than Reno. Well, right. Then you're in Sparks, and no one wants to be there. Right, but I relate to that because I'm pretty trashy. So I'm like, yeah, I've gone further than Reno. But you genuinely thought it was further than Reno? No, and, but uh, there's only one yeah. reason I didn't genuinely think that. It's because I know that you're smarter than I am, <laughs> and that you wouldn't write that fucking lyric. I, I've met Ben, and he's a smart guy. In fact, isn't your dad like your father? Just because my dad's smart doesn't mean I'm smart, but, but he's like a, uh, a serious uh, writer, isn't he? Isn't he's he a, like a? He's a philosopher at Duke University. He's a yes. He's a, he's got a big brain. He's got a big brain. He's and got so, a bigger brain than I do. And one I'm, day I will have it. So I'm driving along, listening. And I'm like, yeah, I've traveled further than Reno, and uh, but no, but then I instantly <laughs> thought I was like, there's no way that Ben. <laughs> Lineage would allow him to write this I'm gonna, song. Hey, d- maybe uh, the apple. The apple. There was a hurricane when the apple flew <laughs> really very, far. very far from the tree. All right, what are you gonna yeah. play for us now? Uh, we'll play the title track off the record called "Modern Hearts." Give me a note or two, just real quick, so I can make you sound good. I got you. All right, that'll work. It's actually a song called "Going Past Asheville." Are we there? You're there. Do it. I want release to fire. 
dances from the songs that took me from my driveway to you. We used to run recklessly, but we'd hammer it, hammer it out. What could be more beautiful? And I want it back to crash and burn. We laugh at the ashes. Now we fight our addictions. We live in our fictions. Our cold black modern. my favorite song on the album the title oh, cool. track yeah one of one of mine definitely i love the last chorus uh, uh where not it's not a chorus but the last part where you hit that other i don't know what you call help me out here but super you, chorus you hit like the fifth uh in the circle i don't know what it is but our cold black modern hearts right. the last time you do it it's another note yeah. from the other ones it's like the third nipple it's kind of an old it's the one that hits you yeah, right yeah. in the in the chest right old, there yeah. old rock and roll trick you take the you know, if a two chord chorus on the last time, you bring in a few other, introduce a few other chords and kind of bring it home. I love it. Thanks. That's the part that gets me. I was listening to the song and I was like, ah, it's all right. 
<laughs> and then it what got to asshole. that, and I went, yeah, there nice. it is. All right. No, that's good stuff. What's that about? Is that like, um, you know, it sounds like you're singing about, you know, it used to be that you rocked out without anybody giving a shit. And now life, as you get older, kind of gets on top of you, and, and you don't, your your cold, black, modern hearts take over. And you don't, you're not so primal anymore. That's a pretty good way of describing it. Yeah, I don't think of it as quite that morose, but uh, definitely has to do with, you know, there's some... There's some freedom in in youth, and there's something that I think, you know, I'm a pretty happy adult. I love my friends. I definitely enjoy my life. But there's something that just when you're young and wild and you don't give a fuck, there's something just so beautiful about that. Yeah. And it's kind of about those times where, you know, I think we all just, even if we don't obsess with it, there are times where we just really yearn for that those moments of absolutely not giving a fuck. That's are you on drugs about. now? Does that help I'm not you? on drugs. You don't do drugs now? I don't. I never really do drugs. Because you might not have written that song if you did drugs, because you'd still feel good. You'd exactly, still be, that's right. Yeah, you'd yeah. still feel very primal. Right, yeah, yeah. JP? A little crack? Love it. You got any? Dustin, Let's do it right uh, now. Got a little crack goes a long way. Smoke that shit. Never done crack. What about you, Has Sheila? anyone in the room done crack? Oh, yeah. Wow. Terrence the Black? No. Two people. <laughs> what? Just one? All right. Why are we more surprised about Terrence than JP? Because <laughs> well, like, Terrence is, is the opposite of every stereotype. <laughs> right. Except he did have a kid at a young age. But other than that, who's wearing Air Jordans? I don't know. His kid's wearing Air Jordans. Your child, uh, Little Bone, is wearing Air Jordans? So, two stereotypes. But that's fine. Other than that, it's fine. Right. Now, Shoe Light, uh, we haven't learned yes, too much about you. You're Good. the youngest that's in the band. Good. Yes. Are you on drugs? No. <laughs> Not at all? Uh, no. <laughs> Believe it or not, none of us are on drugs. No, no, you know, nothing serious. We want to roll. We, uh, we got <laughs> nothing serious. We uh, we like uh, we like whiskey, beer, mainly just drinking. You know, drinking a lot of drinking. Now, uh, shoe light. You've been known to yeah. after a night of drinking um, to be found on the roof of whatever establishment you've been drinking at. Is it's that pretty, correct? It's pretty important. You got to join the scenic views of wherever you're. At. <laughs> yeah. I You're can at, fly. You know? No, fuck you. I can fly. I'll do it right now. I don't even give a shit. So as a band, guys, is that something where, like, if Shoe Light goes missing for too long near the end of the night, do you go, fuck, he's on the roof again? Yeah. Or, or, or the roof. passed out in women's bathroom. Yeah. Oh, that oh. happened in Boston. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, it did. How do you pass out in the women's bathroom? I had oh, my... Uh, no, I was actually... Uh, we really were drinking. <laughs> Weird. And uh, I woke up on the floor... With my pants around my ankles. And, uh, and your ass hurt? No. <laughs> yeah, so you don't know is what your, Is you your guys' mom listening to this, do you think? Probably. We're, uh, sure knows. You don't Hi, know buddy. what you were doing. Were you getting roadhead? You don't know what you were doing in the no. women's bathroom? No. no, I no. How do you get roadhead in the bathroom? <laughs> Where else are you going to get it? <laughs> Easily. <laughs> they all share a van. Don't no, you need to be uh, in a car? <laughs> no, not if they share a van. You don't get roadhead in the car when you share a van. That would be yeah. kinky. It would be. Yeah, I guess you could Jeep. if Nicole's your girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> Am I right, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> Brain oil just added a plus one to the two. Yeah, right. Uh, Nicole's allowed in the band van. Oh now, God, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so you just you just got back from a tour. Yes. Uh, it, so you know, non musicians and people like me who who really always just wanted to be a rock star anyway, we think that tour is it's got to be the best place on earth. Like. You know, there's nothing better than traveling around, playing music, different city every night. Is that what it is for you guys? We we feel like that, yeah. I I, I feel like uh, uh, Ben has been in a little bit more successful bands than Adam and I have. I mean, coming out of Concord doesn't really get you that far. 
Um, but I mean, you <laughs> know, get you, yeah. you all the way to Pacheco. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> going back to, going back to Concord. Yeah. First spot in the Brewing Network. <laughs> yeah. Bam. Uh, but no, I mean, for, for Adam and I, and the, one of the main reasons besides the fact that we love music, of course, is being able to travel, you know. Uh, because up, you guys haven't been too far from Concord, either of you. Yeah. No, they have. We, we never really had the money to travel or go anywhere. So that's cool. We, I mean, uh, with a band for Adam and I, we're just. I mean, uh, Ben is definitely more experienced as far as on on the road goes. You know. So you guys so are like, oh Adam my god, we're like, gonna be in Utah today. Yeah. <laughs> and Ben's like, exactly. What? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's just Provo. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is, you just have to. There, there's sometimes it's so beautiful and so amazing and sometimes the shows you know can just be awful even if you're in a gigantic band that can be awful shows but if you kind of keep an attitude of like at least we get to travel at least we get to see different places you know the a band you know even a bad band that has no fans can have some some sense of serenity if they you know continue at least just to enjoy the kind of Kerouacian whatever just element of you know being on the road yeah being on the road it's a lot like being in the brain network Except we have no you guys real are... fans, we're not getting paid, but we we love drinking beers. So. Yeah, right. There you go. What and, that, and you don't have to name the location because I don't want to alienate any fans. But what was your awful show on this tour? Like, what makes an awful show? What happens? And 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 what happened this time? I would say Provo, Utah. Yeah, yeah. We Cold uh, weather. Uh, well, well, I'll alienate that we we you know we're out with another band, and uh, we're supposed to be sandwiched in between you know a local opener and a local headliner, and I think the local. Headliner brought, you know, one of their girlfriends. <laughs> Big and uh, it was a total shithole. Oh, as the crowd. As the crowd. So you had uh, two people in the audience. Yeah, maybe we, nine. We, we loaded into the place, and they asked us if it was cool if they could practice their set because they haven't practiced in a while. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, that's bad. It was pretty bad. This, this is the local awful. headliner? Oh my this God. is the no. well, it's headliner in oh, giant yeah. quotations. Yeah. Do you yeah. mind yeah. if we practice? What did you say to that? <laughs> we just kind of looked at each other, and by that point, we, we almost <laughs> hit a deer. We lost our trailer. Like My drum set's falling apart, so we just looked at each other. We were just shaking our heads. Yeah, that's cool. Wow. <laughs> Please Practice do. Practice away, but yeah. yeah. Hopefully now, make a few phone calls. I, now, I do want to hear the, the deer and the, and the, and the trail show, but, for, but how do you approach a show like that? You have to play, and there's nobody there who gives a shit. Do you still rock out, or are you guys bored to death? No, you still get rock out. You still rock out. You, you realize you have, you know, you're going to play music for half an hour. You might as well have, have fun playing music for half an hour. We love our songs. and yeah. I mean, there were, you know, there were ten people when we played. You know, we sold... Three records and do you give each other roadhead afterward because Sometimes. there's nobody oh. else. Who yeah. who is the first in the ski pole position? <laughs> Yo, <Yeah. laughs> the I'm low, the youngest. The youngest. <laughs> What's the ski pole position? The drummer. Now, Shu, yeah. yeah. I've known ski you poles. for uh, too long, um, yeah. and you've I always agree. wanted to tour and yeah, do things like this. So, what is this experience like for you? Um, well, it's awesome. I mean, we've we've got to tour with Dredge, and we did like a whole month of May, and then we did another tour with them for two weeks. And then now this tour, and I, I gotta say, I really do love touring. It's, it's a lot of fun, and I got to see a lot of places I never got to see, like Provo, Utah. Like Provo, Utah. Even if it's, a, <laughs> right. you know, I tell you what, even if it's a small town, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a small town. It matters like how into it the people are. We went to a like, great bar in Provo. Yeah, we went to a great bar in Provo, and we, yeah. we had a good time. We got to, you know, got to pull shoe light off the roof. Yeah, yeah. and, and genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, bad. as Ben was saying, I mean, everybody in Trophy Fire, we're all buddies. So it's nobody's at each other's throat. Um, we're hanging out with friends, yet. even if we not yet, <laughs> right? Not bad. I mean, we're just still hanging out with friends, so it, it makes it ten times easier that it's way. Fun. It makes it it's fun. a lot of fun. 
Now, check this out. And and how fucked up is Schumann's luck? Now, Schumann's always had bad luck. <laughs> all right? His whole life. And he talks about it sometimes. Yeah. So he, he can get a little down about it. But but most of the time, we laugh about Schumann's luck. Well, get this. I do. Schumann, <laughs> his whole life, he's been wanting to tour, right? And it, and it hasn't really happened too much until now. Also, he's never really had a girlfriend. He's yeah. just, he's banging over here. He's banging over there. <laughs> Finally. Finally, Schumann gets to go on tour. He's on tour with Dredge, this big yeah. band. They're, they're playing Big Venny. He's going all over the place. Well, what happens right at the same time? He gets a girlfriend. Oh. And so the, the one time in his life, he's finally going to get some road vag. Yeah. And oh, my Lord. Girlfriend. <laughs> I'm blushing. Girlfriend. Shoot, how fucked is your luck right now? I, I got to tell you, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're no, kind of tied no, down right now. Oh, yeah. 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 Man, we're into each other, so it's not so bad. There you go. Well, there's a man standing up for love. What he wants to say is, you're right, it's fucked. You should write a a song about it. I got to tell you, I could either have my hot girlfriend or somebody toothless in Provo, Utah. It's a real tough decision. Toothless. But come on, there's more than Provo, Utah. Are you telling me that there aren't hot chicks hanging out at certain venues? Like Fullerton? Yeah. (laughs) And coming backstage and saying, you know, I really love your song. Or does does only Ben get that action because he's the singer? Yeah. Yeah, that, hey, we get to dredge. dodge a lot of it. We're not the lead singer. I see. Yeah. We get to dodge it. Ben's got a girlfriend too, though, don't you, Ben? I do. Yeah. We Fuck all that. have girlfriends. All of us. We all have girlfriends. Oh man, you guys have—you've all made a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. You've Basically, being faithful to your uh, girlfriends. <laughs> Fuck that shit. You're on the road. <laughs> Who cares? Sorry, I, babe. I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get another song off the album? Yeah, sure. I think we're gonna try that. We heard you wanted to hear heartbeats. We've never tried that before acoustically but i think we'll try it and we'll probably fuck it up i love this one now this is a it's a cover right covered by a band called the knife yeah and i've seen now since i actually learned about the song from you guys i hadn't heard the original version and then i kind of went looking for it and i found a couple other people do it too well there's a you guys are the best oh thanks you're the best thank you well we're you know honestly the idea when we recorded it wasn't to improve upon it there was a the main version's kind of a kind of techno-ish kind of a Bjork meets Postal Service-y kind of, maybe that's a weird way of describing it, but kind of yeah. that vibe. And then there was a guy named Jose Gonzalez that did a very, you know, acoustic light cover that I also Maybe loved. that's the one I heard, I think. Right, uh, yeah. So anyway, it's, you know, we just kind of, as a relatively loud rock band, I just, it was something I wanted to try and just hear our version of it. And we kind of tried it and really liked it, so we put it on the record. But, uh, but yeah, it's kind of just like the... A version of it. Well, you guys rock this song. Uh, Let's get that microphone down where we need it. So this is the Trophy Fire. You can find their new album, and this song is on it. It's called Modern Hearts, the album. Uh, This song is called Heartbeats. You can go to graydayrecords.com and and buy the new album. You can also go to iTunes. Yeah, go to iTunes. Or Amazon. Sure. And uh, uh, tons of, of different places to do it. This is Heartbeats from the Trophy Fire. An attempt at Heartbeats. Don't fuck it up. You ready? That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> One, two, three, four. One night to be confused. One night to speed up truth. We had a promise made. Four hands and went away. Both under influence. Tonight 
clouds of above to lean on wouldn't be good enough. To call for hands of above to lean on wouldn't be good enough for me. I think you pulled it off, Acoustic. That's all right. That's all right. It's not bad. My favorite part is the bongos. You Are like those Johnny bongos? bongos? Yeah. Ambience. There's not enough ambience. I'll plead the fifth on John and the bongos. Hey. 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 No, the bongo playing was good. It's just not, you know, it's not my preferred instrument. But it is a good band yeah. name, Johnny and the bongos. Oh, Johnny's actually just playing a case of Bud Light and a, and a coffee can. Yeah. Bud Light. <laughs> you guys let Bud Light into this He's house? a boiling bucket. <laughs> I do have, we have an extra, like, half a 12-pack of Bud Light that was uh, left bet. over by uh, some shitty beer-drinking friend of uh, Kate the Great's. Can we have it? It's for you. <laughs> We've saved it for you. I was going to put it in the recycle bin, oh, but then I knew you guys were coming over, and I was like, well, the Schumanns will take it. It's this. sitting on the NHC trophy, I think. I we're, remember, more, uh, we're more Bud Light, Bud Light Lime guys, to yeah. be honest. Now, I, well, you like a little extra flavor in your yeah, beer. Exactly. I get that. Well, it's triple hopped. This does beg, the, this does beg <laughs> a good question. Right. I know what the Schumanns drink, and actually, uh, Shu, uh, the elder Shu, has, has come, a, <laughs> hey. he's come a long way. Um, the old shoe. What about beer for you, Flanagan? What's your uh, beer of choice? If you could choose any beer at the bar, just you, a, just a one beer. Yeah, what do you pick? Like, what's your uh, re- your regular beer? You go to the bar, so hams. <laughs> yeah, hams. No, I, 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 I'm I'm pretty dynamic in my beer drinking. To <laughs> okay. be honest, um, you know, I like a hoppy beer, but lately I've been uh, just I've had so much hoppy beer in the past few years. I've been kind of steering clear of it. Uh, I work at a German gas house in San Francisco. And uh, we got a lot of good stuff. Stiegel, uh, Stiegel uh, Pilsner and Stiegel Lager, I love. Austrian. Okay. Wonderful Austrian beer. All right. Um, I don't know. Franzis Gunner Hefeweizen is one I've always liked. Yeah. It's a good beer. Doc's, um, Doc approved of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I... You know, but you're not like a ster- you're not like Guinness. You're not like a stereotypical no. Flanagan. I mean, I definitely like I like me some Guinness. Okay, but um, you know, I think I'd say I prefer a lot of German German and Austrian beers. I'm I'm a big fan of. It's kind of my go to. Okay. these days, maybe because of my vocation. But now, what about on tour? Because when you go to different venues, and uh, you know, I did some like local playing, right? And some bars would give you an open tab. You get pictures of the right. band all night. Others would be like, yeah, you have eight dollars to spend at the bar and so we'd get a pitcher of bud you know light back then what do you guys drink at the at the venues we get two drink tickets and it's all cheap beer is that what happened? well that's that's, <laughs> that's not always true sometimes we get sometimes three no but if you have one. to go cheap if you're given a budget you guys will just go buy some cheap beer and keep that backstage right, right. two drinks you got to do what you got to do what is your cheap beer of choice? Is it Bud Light? Yeah, it is. Yeah. See, um, JP actually like wants PBR. it to be Pabst. There you go, PBR. Yeah. Well, I but I'm, I'm actually veering more towards Schlitz. Are you? I'm you a are. big fan of Schlitz, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, big fan of. Schlitz. Speaking of drinks. What's this drinkify recipe you guys got? Going oh my on? god, <laughs> the trophy fire! It fits us so well. It's ridiculous. Which is eight ounces of whiskey, 
Jesus. Eight Man. ounces of cough syrup, Man. which you can find at any bar. Let's face it. Does the cough syrup have <laughs> codeine in it? That's no. a slizerp or No, but it no. should. And then 10 ounces of Red Bull there in a go. highball so stirred vigorously. This this website was just brought to my attention, the, you know, the other week. And uh, so I guess Drinkify, any band, it associates... You know, a drink with them. And so yeah. I look at this. Oh, I see. And I'm thinking, so yeah, every band has one. Did they get oh, your really? drink right, you think? Well, if you want to kill yourself. <laughs> so they got it right. So yeah. I'm, no, but I'm Because sometimes I'm I listen to the it. album and I want to kill yeah, myself. Sure. <laughs> Someone on Twitter was like, um, uh, what did he say? I wish Drunkify had tried their drinks. 36 ounces of alcohol? Well, so I looked. Yeah. So, so I saw our drink and then I start looking for another band. I'm thinking, okay. Led Zeppelin has to have a more hardcore that drink than us. And you know the who? No, it's like it's like a shot of some kind of whiskey. So yours is pretty hardcore. I haven't found a more hardcore drink. Than I think that fits you guys. Hardcore. You guys do stupid things. <laughs> when? Well, listen. When? Well, like right now. I'm not even allowed to tell all the stories that I know about these guys. But let's, Thank you. let's be honest. You guys do stupid things. And I can't tell yet if Flanagan just follows along with the Schumans or if he's part of the whole crew. That's we, a good uh, observation. We have, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a group effort. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's take some let's take some phone calls real quick. Uh, Nicole, is is Joe still on one with some kind of random talent he wants to share with us? I think she's yeah. On Joe's phone. on line one. All right, hey Joe, what's happening? Hey, what's up, bud? Joe? Do you have a random talent to share with us? Uh, I might. I, I don't know. I've been practicing, but it's not going well. well. It's a good thing you called then. <laughs> what is uh, <laughs> what's your talent? Uh, well, I have two. I can either... It, they're both very radio-friendly. A, uh, recite all 50 states in alphabetical order and under, I don't know, some sort of time, maybe 40 seconds. Or, I can do that. Uh, That's pretty good. Some, Great. Is he jogging? <laughs> or, or what's your other talent? Uh, I don't think he's jogging. I, I am jogging. Who's this? <laughs> if I'm jogging. That's my other talent. I actually can call in a radio show while jogging. What, no, what's the other one, our other choice? Uh, I can quote some Shakespeare. <laughs> I would like to hear you name all 50 states in under 40 seconds. Yeah, especially because oh. I missed that episode of the kids say the strangest things when this happened, too. I was too. hoping you wouldn't say that. Well, you called it out, so I've got a timer here. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the timer when you're ready. And okay. if you do all forty in under uh, all fifty in under forty seconds, yeah, Obama. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> the Trophy Fire will send you their new album. How about that? Who? We'll give out an album. <laughs> Amazing! Nice. I love this guy. That means you definitely need an album or a coaster. You got to jog the music dude. or both. All right, are you ready? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, now, he's got to bring up the states now, on the internet the real quick. <laughs> yeah. Hang okay. on a second. Brewer's Code, you cannot have a map or Google open in front of you. Wait, if he just did it with a uh, map, that would be impressive. <laughs> that would, actually. Uh, the, the, the reason that I called is because I don't even have the internet or uh, my... Yeah, he's listening to the program. Yeah. What are you hoping to do? Yeah. Get it from us? How are you listening to the program? Uh, yeah. Well, that yeah, whole I don't have an internet thing. What I meant was I barely have the internet. <laughs> it's yeah. only three. It's only the Android. All right, app. I'm going to trust you. Brewer's code. There's nothing in front of you with a list of states. You're going to do all fifty in under forty seconds. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Word. And <laughs> go. 
Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, Wisconsin, uh, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming, New, uh, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, uh, <laughs> Virginia, Wisconsin. Stop! Wisconsin. I've been everywhere, Wisconsin, man. I've been everywhere. How many times did you tell him to recite all 50 states? <laughs> yeah, he he like got to Wyoming times. and then he started at North Carolina. You're a fan of Wisconsin, I can tell. <laughs> did, yeah. Virginia. Virginia got me. Did anybody hear Maine? Virginia, I heard Maine. You heard Maine. I didn't hear West Virginia. I heard West Virginia. Oh, yeah, I heard it twice. He yeah. said enough about the order, though, right? I'm pretty sure I said West Virginia at least eight times. West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. So you failed. Ugh, fuck. Joe, you've just I won failed. yourself a picture of Schumann's Wiener and the new Trophy Fire hey, album. Yay. Yeah. yeah. He didn't do it, though. Yeah. He Good work. It's, it's a gift that keeps on giving. It wasn't alphabetical order. He didn't. No, he was done. That was the point. No, he did an alphabetical order, and then he went back and did more. He was done and didn't even know it. It was oh. supplementary. I thought that was the task. He could say an alphabetical all, order. That I was didn't his, hear that. I just heard all 50 states in under 40 seconds. I heard, see, I heard alphabetical you know, order. I heard alphabetical can, order. Can, Would I, you, can I make a play for myself? Or, uh, I don't know. Can I defend myself for a second? No, yeah. you already won. You, but you already won. But you can if you want. Oh. But, oh, but I've well, given it to you. I'm let me, get, let me guess the defense. He's really drunk. <laughs> yes, thank you, whoever said that. There you go. <laughs> thank you, guy from the band I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right, Joe, game. congratulations. Uh, send me an email uh, with your information, and I'll make sure you get the Trophy Fire album. Um, and a picture of Adam's Wiener. And a picture of, of uh, Schumann's Wiener. Send him the hamburger. All right. <laughs> um, so, guys... What is this uh, situation out on the road where you? Uh, now I know you guys just travel in like a like a jeep, like a jeep Cherokee or something, right? Yeah. You don't have some big RV <laughs> yeah. like people expect. <laughs> no. And and pulling your equipment is like just some like kind of a small equipment trailer. I think it came from your dead dad, right? Yeah. Like you inherited like nothing else except for this trailer. It was our old camping trailer. And- Scuba diving trailer and stuff, and uh, so this yeah. is now died, your band so trailer. It. Yeah. So Not what anymore. happened Not to the trailer on the road? Uh, the uh, axle, all the the bearings, the the grease wore out, and it was just basically uh. metal rubbing rubbing against metal. So you know, we <laughs> for how long? Oh my god, I don't even know. You so never like, so like pulled, off the, pulled off the tire, and you just see like metal filings all wow. over the place. And it, it was just at that point. I mean, it was made in the seventies. Like, there's just no point of pouring money into it. So yeah. what'd you do with the trailer? So was Justin. Uh, we, uh, Can we say what we did with it? Left it on know. the side of the road somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Left it on the, Took the plates side off of the road it. somewhere. You yeah. didn't properly dispose of it no, is the, the answer, isn't it? Yeah. Like you just left it somewhere? What are you going to do with a broken entry? Did you pull the <laughs> Did you pull the plates and shit off it? Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Sure. Come on! We <laughs> yeah. know what we're, we're doing. We're from Concord. Um, we you, know what's up. <laughs> did you set it on fire? We thought about it. We got a call from... I was texting with the head of our label and he asked about you know how tour was going and i said we're gonna leave our trailer we're contemplating lighting it on fire and this guy todd if you're listening i love this guy but he he will only call me he's a he's a real texter he'll only call me if he really needs to and i just soon like five seconds after (laughs) i text that it's like 
do not light the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do not light. So you just took off anything identifiable and you left right, it somewhere. Right, right. But what was funny was we all, are, the guy we're on tour with, Jonathan, great guy in a band called Bird by Bird, if anyone's out there want to check out another good band. Um, he was feeling kind of sentimental, you know, even though it was, as you said, their, their dead dad's trailer. Uh, he wanted <laughs> us all to leave something behind and we all left something. And, you know, that was actually, like, meant something to us. I forget what, what you guys left, but... You're not just talking about, like, you left a piss behind or something. Well, we like, all you left th- real things behind. Well, we, we may have all peed on it as well, but we all left real things that meant something to us behind. And I went to this great concert, like, like a, a few months ago, and I had still was holding on to the ticket. And I left it there. And then as we're pulling away, I go, oh, my God, was my name on the ticket? <laughs> <laughs> so I think... I mean, I was on some sort of list. I think it was a general admission ticket, but there's a good God, chance. You hope so. Don't worry, it'll come back to me, not you guys. So sweet. Yeah. What did you guys? <laughs> sweet. What did you guys leave behind for cooler Dad? full of Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. We, we oh. left the uh, the cooler was on. So we bring the cooler full of Bud Light. You know, everywhere we go. Yeah. You know. Anywhere. So you left that. That's, see, that's like new means to pour a little out for your dead homies. You left a cooler full yeah. for your dead homie, yeah. Dad. Yeah. 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 Guy. And Dad would have been very proud of that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, he would have been mad at you for wasting beer. <laughs> so you left it. You just said half it. What'd Cooler, you do with all I, the equipment? Put it in the van. Luckily, uh, Jonathan from Bird by Bird had a 15-seater van. So they had room. So you guys still he got to did okay. Tetris maneuver and got everything all in there. Got it. Uh, do you guys want to do a Drunk of the Week call in the middle of your interview here? Yes. yes. Sure. Yes. Uh, Nick, uh, let's see. There's a... <laughs> The note to me is that there's a belligerent motherfucker on line two. Nice. No wow. longer on line that two. Guy, that guy guy's gone. The Can guy, I talk the, to him? The guy what? On, oh. The BMF? The guy... <laughs> <laughs> Paper thin? Uh, I have... Uh, no, I have on line two, I have oh, a I new caller. It. I see it. Challenging the previous caller who says he can recite the 40 states backwards. What's his name? 40 you know? backwards. Oh, I couldn't get goodness. his name. I think, he's, I think he might be a drunk of the week I hope candidate. he's drunk. <laughs> all right, call it. Can you do all 50 states backwards? No, I can do the ABCs backwards. What the hell? <laughs> I like how, what I like is how going on? Nicole said, put your wife on. <laughs> how did Nicole get he can do the 50 states? Well, first she said 40. I love that I was just going to look up the ABCs <laughs> so I can correct herself. She said 47. I did ABCs backwards. All right, do it. You too? What's a saggy Ready, Z? go. Alright, uh, Z-Y-X-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> let's go to Bung Chuz, who's on uh, line three, uh, calling in for Drunk Still League. going. Hey, uh, Bung Chuz, what's happening? How's it going, guys? Turn down your radio, man. Turn down your radio, man. Uh, I got my radio. Oh, it's his friend. You got drunk of the week. You, know, uh, you calling for calling yeah. for drunk of the week? Oh, I can't do it because I can hear myself. It's a big uh, mess weird. going on. Who's on line uh, one, Nicole? I ain't hearing you too. She doesn't know. Oh come on! I can call in if you need me She's to. On another call. Yeah. Oh, Give me a few shots, dude. Everybody's you hanging your... up. <laughs> hanging up on you. Nobody can stay on the line for. Well, we've been putting them on hold forever. Oh, so so I got to take one last break before the show's over. But I'd like you guys to kind of help take us out. So can I do this? Can we take a break? We'll go have a pee and a beer and uh, take care of some sponsors. We'll come back. We'll get another song out of the Trophy Fire, kind of wrap up the interview. We'll decide on our Drunk of the Week. 
And um, and then, of course, that gives us one more segment for the listeners to sponsor, too, doesn't it, Tasty? It does. certainly does. And that's how we give away our, uh, in this case, the Tasty um, giveaway will be the evil cousin. Yeah, the cousin that's in right. the next segment. Bottled by me. Twin. We're by doing the, the twin now and the cousin next, yes. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Go to greatdayrecords.com right now. You can buy the new Trophy Fire album, and we'll hear another song from them when we come back. It's the session. Hang in there. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. What's wrong with your beer? It's all sour. Pucker up, Brewing Network. Brewing TV is getting sour. In our latest episode, we go on a taste tour of some amazing Belgian beers. Then we bring that inspiration back to the fermenter as we homebrew and blend a bunch of our own sours. There's some pretty crazy stuff going on here. Brewing TV, episode 49. Online now at northernbrewer.com slash brewing TV. Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their new Snaplock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Live. Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put yeah, some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Network. <laughs> <laughs>
fix that door. You better get out of my general store. You sold me one, you can sell me one more. Well, I ain't gonna sell you no beer no more.
Jam. It's the session, and you can reach us at 888-401-BEER. We've got the Trophy Fire in the studio with us right now, performing tracks off their new album, Modern Hearts, and hanging out talking about the tour and things like that. Also, we're doing the first ever sponsor this segment uh, uh portion of the show and so far three segments have been sponsored nicole who sponsored our trophy fire interview segment last time so this last segment uh, he couldn't get enough the first time so we're racking off again wow yeah. sponsored two segments yeah. and for how much this time a hundred bucks so is he sober does he know what he's doing I, I sure hope so i worry about this you guys can't hold me to the tally at the end of the show because if they are too drunk to oh, like man. uh to do oh, sorry to donate yeah. it in uh, then, then what can I do? Yeah. No, no, it, it's, well, it's, like, it's bid. You have to cover the spread, man. If they don't vote in, well, Rackenoff's great. He, he, he gave a uh, hundred fifty with the right hand, and now he's racking off with the left hand with another hundred bucks. So. <laughs> All right, another hundred bucks. Uh, so way to rack it off. <laughs> uh, now, correct me if I'm face. wrong, and I'm being serious at my poor math skills this time. We're somewhere near five hundred dollars for this show right oh, now. Oh yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, we had three hundred, and then. Uh, uh, yeah, we're over. Five. Our first one was one thirty ish. No, our first one was one fifty. One fifty. Our second one was one fifty five. Our second one was one fifty five. Our third one was now one hundred. Uh, one fifty. One fifty. Our fourth one was one hundred. Hundred. And now we've got another segment, so yeah. we're uh, uh, we're doing well. I wonder how many people actually donated it. That's so what bidding, I need to know. Bidding starts now. Make sure you private message me with your with your bid. We'll start at twenty bucks. Chip, can you not? piss on the goddamn <laughs> free not. money. I mean, people are donating their hard-earned cash. I'm, not I'm giving it all to you, and what do you have to say about it? Well, did they donate it? I Look, I'm sorry. But that- I'm not sure if they donated <laughs> it yet. It's true, though. You can't get me worked up for nothing. I haven't seen the donation yet. I haven't. Come on, I'm man. I'm a practical thinker. I'm sorry. Alright, I'm gonna make a new stipulation. I'm gonna add rules to the new... To the new uh, strings attached, and, 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 and it affects everybody. Good, it affects everybody in the room. All Good. right, the new rule is even Ben. JP has to stay positive about the new <laughs> no. about the new donation system. Yeah. Or I will give all the money back to the people that donated no. it. Yes. Oh, See, no. look, and it's only yes. one time. I just want to. I just uh, you know want to make sure that it comes through. That's all. That's all. Can a brother just go, hey, you know what? No, I just want because it's money that last week didn't even exist. It so still doesn't exist. a portion of it comes through, I'll tell you that, a portion of it has already come through. Okay. I've seen it myself. Good, great. Now I feel then better. Then it's money that you never saw before. Now I feel better. That's all. Look, I know our Always listeners. They get yeah. drunk and they do shit they're not supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm just covering my bases because I don't want to... But wanna... your bases didn't even exist before I created the segment. They existed. The coverage never did. I just don't want to make sure that my check to the PG&E isn't going to bounce. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but this money would not have covered your check to the PG&E before I announced it at the beginning of this program. Therefore, anything that comes through is a positive thing. There is nothing negative about this segment. This is fun I, money. You declare not, it to nobody. I'm not understanding. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't understand the nothing negative. No, you don't, I don't... I'm sorry. I don't get it. We'll talk later. I'm going to let tonight's negativity slide, but going forward, if JP expresses negativity yes. about the new payment uh, form from the listeners, yeah. I will refund the entirety Bullshit. to, to the donors. Wow. Is this deja vu? So, here, what you guys need to do is work as a team and support JP 
and that's right. And his need. Yeah, he holds our, he holds our livelihoods in his, <laughs> well, in his hands. Well, that's right. Doc and so Tacey I want you to are, support your teammate. Doc and Tacey are already out for tonight, right? That's what you had said earlier. Uh, yeah, well, we may donate it back. Who knows? Yeah, they're in. They're in. They're well, in. see, so you can, we can't even trust you. I don't know who to trust. <laughs> Just collect your money Yourself. and shut the fuck up. Shit. That's what you trust. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> are you leaving, Bevo? Yeah. Can we see him? No. <laughs> Next time, bit. though, right? No. Maybe I, the time after that. Him a little bit. I All totally right. saw one while she was feeding. Always sit next to a breastfeeding woman because she never understands where you her let coverage Gypsy is. Your boob. No, she doesn't know where her coverage if actually is. She doesn't know where her blind spots are. Uh, good to see you, Beavo. Uh, that's where amazing. Over where they they are what? flying around quite a bit. Well, thank you, Bevo, for them, and good to see you. It's always nice to see you. Oh. <laughs> All right, and then. Okay, this fourth and final segment, actually I think it's the fifth segment, uh, is available for sponsorship. And for this one, uh, you will not only get your name in lights, but uh, you will get a bottle of Heretic uh, Evil Cousin. Cousin, yeah, the 8% right. beer. Courtesy of Tasty. Uh, Bottled by JP. The bidding for this one uh, starts at $20, nice. and uh, from from there we go. So you We're can already up to 40 We're already up 30, to 40 bucks. 36C with 40 bucks. No! You think Spider Wrangler's in the other room like outbidding her? I have... <laughs> I have a feeling that Tasty will send a beer to 36C just if she asks real nice. Uh, she doesn't oh, even yeah. have to sponsor She contacted me separately, yeah. <laughs> if she, if, if, send if, a picture, I'll send a beer. I was going to say, if that contact uh, includes a picture yes. of 36C, right. then... Uh, all right, let's She'll do a couple of, uh, of phone calls. Um, line, two, line two first. Is that Trent Hooter? I believe so. <laughs> all he, like all he said was, uh, he just kept screaming that I want to talk it. to your manager. Chat names to me. <laughs> Trent Hooter. It's like the trophy fire. What the fuck does it mean? It's Whoa. just another name. Uh, Am I right, Flanagan? Absolutely. We got depth. Trent Hooter. <laughs> <laughs> Our songs are about feelings. I don't know if you knew that or not. What's happening? Yeah, I'm trying to complain about some shit. Yeah, that boy. You had customer service. I tried saying ABC's backwards. He doesn't let me. Oh, ABC's backwards, I think he said. All right. Oh, sorry. This is All right, ready? All right, go ahead. Go. All right, Z Y X. All right, who's on line three? <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted to do it. Line three is Trent Hooter. I'm sorry, I got confused. Oh, line three, Trent Hooter. What's happening? Hey, hey, how you doing? Is this Justin? Yeah, what's happening, brother? All right, this JP. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Tell me how you whack off hundred dollars, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Wait, hang on, hang on. Did did he just say, "Tell me how you whack off for one hundred dollars"? Well, no, no, all, how do you whack off $100 is what I said. I'm speaking English. He's confused about whoa, whoa, whoa. First, of all, first of all, you're barely speaking English, so let's, <laughs> let's hey, fucking hey. pump them brakes a little bit. Hey, listen here, JP. You can suck it, man. I'm whacking off $100 as I speak. I don't know what all that means. Titties, know what I'm saying? Oh man, wow. I think it's a South Carolina wow. accent. I'm trying. Wow. I'm good at accents. Wait, what state know, are you from, listener? I, I didn't know your mom hey, was hey, over man, at your house. Don't like get called. Don't stoop down hey, to his level, Jip. I'm not. I'm just saying he he's whacking off my girlfriend's tits. I didn't know that his mom was in his house. I didn't know that. <laughs> hey man, hey man, you ever heard of real tree camo? I got a thirty rack. No, I never. I've never heard of anything as redneck as whatever you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Real street camel bush. It's hunting season. Second day, got me a twelve point buck. You ever shot one of them? Uh, no, because I'm no not balls. an idiot. You ain't got one of them. You ain't got no fucking balls, JP. That's you right. Oh, I don't have no. any balls. You're right. Hey man, hey, man I made a Keystone Light call today. That shit is delicious, man. Yeah. Oh, good. Good fake accent too. 
Hey man, that shit is that real shit good. Delicious. Fake accent. Anything else? How? Yeah. Hey, man, hey, that's real good, man. I can do a fake accent too. I can pretend all day long that I go hunting. It's cool. Whatever, man. How big are your mud flaps, bro? <laughs> how big? How big is they mud flaps, man? I got Shit. Tucker Girl tattoo right on my ass. You want to see him? I bet you do. Man, I got truck nuts hanging from my balls. I bet you do. Truck nuts hanging uh, from my balls. Yeah. <laughs> Whose who's Twitter feed did you steal that from? <laughs> that sounds painful. All right. That's uh, very good. good. T Hooter and JP, everybody. There wow. you go. The dynamic yeah. duo. There we go. Oh, real yeah. good. No, T Hooter and Some JP. Real bros. I'm going to call up a shitty podcast and pretend to have a fake accent. Now, speaking of... Now, why do you have to insult my <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. I just came out. I'm that sorry. That guy's called like nine times, and he, every time he's like, it's Trent from Raccoon Valley, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then he's like... Jip, why do you allow people to suck you down into the well? What do you mean? No, I thought it was fun. I thought it was, I, you I, look I, like you're having fun. I thought that but then guy, you end up insulting well, I didn't our mean show to. because I didn't you mean get to do sucked it. into the well. You think? Yes, that's what? why you do things I, you don't mean to do. I thought that guy was totally fake. Right. And I was just, I kept going and I said, shit, I think he's legit, man. Like, that guy's right. called like nine times and each time he sound like more and more drunk and belligerent. It's awesome. Right. He's more angry. That's, that's why I yeah. think he's fake. Speaking of shooting a 12-point deer, what's this story I read <laughs> on the Facebook about you guys hitting, uh, killing Facebook. a deer on your tour, Trophy Fire? We didn't mean to. Yeah, we didn't it mean to. on purpose. What happened? Well, we, were in, we were in Idaho. We were on a two-lane road. I think Schumann's just adopted the accent of T. Hooter. We We're got, in Idaho. I reckon yeah. we might have been in Idaho that <laughs> time of year. You're on a two-lane road. Newer. We, we have a 15-passenger van and a, a trailer. And uh, there was a uh, deer that was right in our lane. And I saw it, and I was thinking, oh, shit, a deer. And then I hear John's in the passenger seat going, oh, shit, it's a deer. <laughs> so both of the Schumann brothers can spot a deer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we got that going for us. Um, and with the van and trailer i knew i couldn't really swerve and miss no, all of it be because trouble. you end up in a ditch so i'm like okay if i just nick it I think <laughs> if i nick it no that's what i was thinking because i can't swerve too much so he took its head off it was like oh you yeah. decapitated it oh, we man. totally yeah we you took did it yeah it was brutal. why didn't you turn toward the ass you had to turn oh. toward the head because that would be even more of a swerve hey, no 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 deers we would have that would have been us deers are lame we were in the fast stupid. lane hey we were in the they fast are. lane and its head was facing you know, our lane. Okay. And its ass is on the other side. On Yeah. So. And did it... Now, Now seriously, like, did you look in your rear view and the fucking head had come well, off we of this couldn't, thing? No, the, the way the van was, was I mean, you can't, no you, can't, you can't look in a rear but view. But you or, nailed this thing in the I head. I was sitting oh. on the passenger side. I'm scooting up on my chair going, like, oh, boy, here we go. You know, all uh, scared, brace for impact. And I just... I hear the, the hit. And it, it was just brutal sounding, man. It was... Uh, bang. You did know you guys stop? Yeah, well, we, we couldn't. There was three no, semis. I mean after. Fine. Oh, yeah. So the next, the next exit we could, we pulled over to see if the van was okay. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> no dent. No. So you guys were anything. No blood. So you all high fived and we're like, yeah, Nothing. let's deer, go. Deer we were pumped. We didn't there. swerve and like end up in a ditch because there was right. no shoulder yeah. on the world. Oh man. Well, unless you were merciful, you killed the thing instant. That's yeah. true. Hitting yeah. it in the head maybe was the right well, yeah. move. And you know that Schumann's like, I'm a Superman story now. It's like, well, you know, I hit a deer, but I knew what to do. I didn't panic. We didn't end up in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. So no. I, I'm in control, baby. Except he I has mean, a girlfriend now, so it doesn't matter. The story doesn't do him any good. He's not getting any roadhead. He gets yeah. guy cred, though. I get guy cred. I see. Yeah. Guy cred. This will be the guy last cred time beats life, roadhead five out of ten times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure about that. You guys five have been in a gay band for too long. The last longer. <laughs> 
Guy cred would have been, dude, we just cut a deer in half. Let's go eat it. With a chopstick. (laughs) I wish we were more like Trent. (laughs) So do I. You want to jerk off my girlfriend's tits? Yeah. I'll kill you. (laughs) All right. Graydayrecords.com, and it's uh, G-R-E-Y... D-A-Y records.com. Graydayrecords.com. You can go buy it, or you can go to iTunes. You can go to Amazon. You can do it that way. If you want to buy it through Amazon, you know, you could help the band yeah. and the BNL oh. by clicking the Amazon link right there on our homepage and then go shop for the new album. Boom. And uh, everybody gets slick. a cut that Boom. way. Boom! Yeah. Bam! Yeah. Help uh, local Hell. struggling people that way. <laughs> Now, uh, do you guys want to? You guys want to complain about how I uh, promoted how to buy your album? Is there anything negative about how I said that people could go buy your album and you guys could get some money? You did a lovely. good job, man. It was lovely. It was a fantastic job. Thank you. All right, you hear that, Jip? You I can don't. Do- <laughs> I can't even hear it. I have a filter. Yeah, I heard a smile in his voice, and I instantly tuned out. How are we? What Justin's referring to is I told him how to spell the name. That maybe he should spell the name of our record label because uh. it's kind of hard to spell. So I think he's. He's making fun of me. No, no, that was JP. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you're good. I don't know how to spell (laughs) And Justin couldn't even spell records. He just said records. It's true, yeah. Or day. I said day, I think, too. Um, How's the bidding going on segment four right now? We're still at $40. 40 bucks for segment four. This one's going to get you a bottle of Evil Cousin, uh, which is the very hoppy beer from Heretic Brewing Company. You know, Jamil Zanishif's uh, 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 brewing company. Is Evil Cousin like a naughty kissing cousin or what? I think so. Do you want oh, to talk about delicious. that at all? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wow. know if you knew. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> really? You went there? <laughs> Can we get another song out of the Trophy Fire? Yeah, yeah. sure. All right. Before we got to go, here's yeah. what we'll do. We'll hear another song from the Trophy Fire, and uh, we'll figure out who owns this segment. We'll do our Drunk of the Week, and we'll get out of here and go have ourselves some fun. So uh, what song is this that you guys are going to do? This is a song called uh, Darkness Into Gold. And is this on the album? It's on well? the new album. All right. Yeah. It's about the plight of the and black goes man making it into like this. The trophy fire, darkness into gold. Goes like this. Ice on the road. Trees with tired arms. The winter wailed. Void of Charm so filled my glass half full of hope and half full of empty. They battled and they broke, but I'll be fine.
Thank you. It sounds great. I love the new album. I'm telling yeah. you. I liked the old album. Uh, I liked it on record. I didn't like it live. I didn't like looking at you guys. <laughs> and wow. I didn't feel that the music translated well to me live. The new one, it's both. I love the album. I love watching you guys play it. I love the whole package. It's awesome. I think that you've come into your own with this one. It's yeah. the best project I've ever seen Schumann involved with. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I, I love it. So uh, thank Thanks you so guys much. for coming in and playing it. Thank you very much for having thank us. You. Thank you. Graydayrecords.com, uh, iTunes.com, Amazon, if you want to click through our homepage. All kinds of ways to get it, and, and you should get it. Support support the band. You know, it's still local music. It's still, uh, these guys are now a signed band, but, you know, uh, God damn it! if I have to hear Katy Perry one more fucking time, <laughs> Uh, you know, you will. she's got like four <laughs> singles off of her, uh, I, I hesitate even yeah. to call it an album, uh, on the radio right now. All four of them are on the radio. They're all the same. They just did a shuffle. They actually hit, you know, you can hit shuffle on your iPod. I think in a studio you can hit shuffle on a song, <laughs> and it just creates another song, and it's fucking awful. Yeah, I love them too. So please spend some <laughs> money on these, uh, on the on the local, um, you know, musicians that, that are trying to make things happen right. uh, it's really good stuff guys i i can't get enough of it i got it in constant rotation around here thank you i appreciate true. it thank i'm annoying myself with it is what's happening hey that's the goal you know <laughs> uh do you guys like katie perry uh, do you like stuff that's on the radio right now ben or, or do, do you we feel like, like stuff that's on the radio ben um <laughs> i do john little john our drummer listens to a lot of pop radio i i have little to admit john? I have to admit, there there are some songs on pop radio. Yes. What's this we got here? Do you like this, Johnny? Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Yeah! Oh, man. Sometimes there's just so much beauty in the world <laughs> that you have to kill like it with this. What a oh, yeah. stupid oh, lyric. Ben, if you ever write a lyric like that, I will kick you right in your nuts. I yeah. hope you do. While you're cashing <laughs> your big check. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, wait, who doesn't this song is ridiculous. Who doesn't feel like a plastic bag? I love it. I love it. I'm sorry. You like, like Katy Perry? I do. She like what happened to you? What do you mean? As a youth, <laughs> <laughs> what did your parents do to you? Touched. <laughs> what didn't they do? Yeah, exactly. This is what John likes right here. He likes the hook. This is good. This note. But she can't hit this note outside the studio. That's a good chorus. She she's a good singer. I'm gonna stand by this chorus. No, here we go. Right, right, right. Maybe you're a he loves it. Oh, yeah. Maybe your firework? Shoot, oh, what'd you do so to your good. brother? So good. <laughs> <laughs> what about that, though? It's like the cranberries. It's like a zombie. Yeah, but... That's true. But that was one song. There are three songs on the radio by this woman right now that all have uh, uh, uh at...
has the fucking hook. She has a stutter. Give her a That's break, That's what we man. need to do. <laughs> Maybe That's you're a us. firework. Maybe you're an overweight teenager in the Midwest. Hey, there's nothing wrong Lonely. with that. Lonely. Jesus. Oh, this yeah. one too, she like? Oh, God. <laughs> what Last is Friday wrong night. With you? What do you mean? Listen to, just listen to the lyrics. <laughs> it's horrible. I love it. No, I really do. I like Katy Perry a lot. It's kind of catchy. I've never heard this. It's pretty good. Yeah, see? Yeah. I kind of like see? it. You know, Nate Smith's awful quiet over there. I'm pretty sure he's a Katy Perry fan. I've, I've just been now. waiting to get on the mic so I could sing along. No, I actually... <laughs> give me some time. I like she's making it. fun of herself. Now, the trophy bar, Katy Perry, if you'd like to take us on the road, we'll uh, gladly do it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'll tweet her for you guys. Yeah, please. I, now, Liz, let me ask you. <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead, you like. <laughs> now, if a producer comes up to you and he goes, look, guys, I like you. I like the band. I like the way you look. I'm going to write these songs for you. You're going to record them. You're going to perform them. We're going to make you millions of dollars. You're going to be a big hit. Do you do it? I mean it. Uh, I would make it a side project. I'd have fun with it. If you yeah. like, So you, you know, do it. You said, fuck yeah, I do. But you wouldn't do it as the trophy fire. Wouldn't do it as the trophy fire, sure. No. If it was, you know, I, I do, I mean, genuinely, though, if, if you're asking, I know this is a big grain of salt with this, but we, we do enjoy pop music. And there's, there's a fine art, even in songs like that, there's something, you know, about writing a song that millions of people like that, you know, mm-hmm. it is impressive. As the trophy fire, we wouldn't do that, you know. It'd be fun to be in some bullshit pop acting. Oh, yeah. what, what would and we, just go for it. What would we be called? I mean, John? The gas station dogs. Yeah, gas station dogs. <laughs> That's not poppy enough. Well, yeah. you'll see. Well, it's kind of gritty, have to be, though. You'd have to be like three man train. The glitter I like fire. that three man train. Three I think man that's train. what you guys would be called. <laughs> the major award fire. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The Grammy fire. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> should we get a Grammy? <laughs> right. Grammy Did you fire. catch this thing on the uh, internet about uh, the BYOB program being up for the uh, yeah, we Taste got Award? Yeah. The BYOB, yeah. Hang on. Yeah. First, before we get to that, Tasty, that's a good point. But I want to play you. So Tasty has a new theme song. We played it at the beginning of the show. Right. I'm too and, sexy. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's, it's close, uh, but his entourage <laughs> has left him. So uh, this is his new uh, theme song. Makes me cry when I hear this. I think Schumann will like it. This is how he goes out to bars now. When I walk in, how I feel. Can we get a trophy fire cover of uh, Tasty's new song? Yeah. With crying, yes. Complete with crying. There's really a crying woman behind me. I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't just, notice. That's just Scott. Don't worry about him. <laughs> she started crying. Yeah. Damn it, Scott. Shut up. <laughs> You're ruining our interview, Scott. God. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, Brew Your Own Beer Television got nominated for a Taste Award. Yeah. Apparently. All right. What is that? Yeah. Reds. Woo. I don't know what it is. It's one of these awards. You know, there's it's an a award, major award program for everything. JP's convinced that it's a major award. I'm uh, stoked about he's it. He's optimistic all he's of a sudden. He's not being an right. asshole. When, yeah. it's, when it comes to his own award, accolades, yeah. he's yeah. very optimistic. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Who would wouldn't uh, be? I see a pattern there. I'm the only one excited about yeah. my own accolades, so yeah. I feel like it's one of these things that you... You have to be like you. You could submit it yourself and be nominated. But it's not. Uh, and I've told you that. How do 
you know say. that? Because I looked on the fucking website. Yeah, the website makes it seem like that because it's their it. business. How negative are you right now? I yeah. just feel like Seriously. the show was okay. How could it possibly be nominated yeah, it's, for it's, an award? It's because not money. It it's innovative. not money. It's an award. Well, <laughs> yeah. let's be sarcastic about that. It could be so, the, how narrow the category is. It's like... What, a beer and beverage it's or something? beer and beverage television shows. Yeah, We're yeah. actually up against uh, Zane Lamprey uh, with uh, his, what's it called now? Drinking Made Easy. Drinking Made Easy, yeah. which I think is a better show. And three other wine show. shows or something like that. Three wine yeah. shows, you're absolutely right. But yeah. it, it's a better produced show, Zane's, but ours it ha- is deeper content. I don't know. So it positive, is. but the point sudden. is, being nominated right? is going to put you on the map with uh, with the people that are at watching with the people that yeah. are watching with the, the people who are watching. Uh, raise your hand in the room if you've heard of the Taste Awards. Before. I have actually. Come on, Nicole. Not before this. Zane oh, yeah. I heard of them no. once. So Zane Lamprey hosted them last year. Is that right? It's a big deal. Yeah, I heard about him last year for some reason. I don't know why. It's a big uh, thing. Who told so, so we're going to Hollywood on the twelfth of January. Hollywood, Hollywood, California. It's the very same. No, no, no. Uh, Nebraska. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Based on the Muppets one with a sign? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make a rainbow <laughs> This is going to be huge. Well, you got to make call the my right, agent. You got to make the right turn at the fork in the road. How'd you get That's board? Bucks Bunny. Can we do a live show from the awards? a Muppet movie. So if you're nominated, you get some comp tickets or you still have to like, pay? No, no. this is why I know the whole thing is it's a bullshit oh, you award. Gotta, it's just to get us. I think you uh, get one uh, ticket if uh, you're nominated <laughs> and then you got to buy tickets. It's all about... And the yeah. tickets are expensive and come why, on, it can't be... Why a, are you raining on the parade? Because we, it's not a parade. It's a gimmick. You sound like JP. It's a gimmick, though. <laughs> like, I don't know. You've yeah, seen where do you vote award. at? Tell, tell listeners where you vote at. Come you on. You don't vote. You, you don't, don't even vote. vote for this one. Oh, you don't? No. There are. There is a People's Choice Award, but that's not what oh, we're in. We're in a... There's a, a judge panel category. of Awards people. chosen by a panel of experts, quote-unquote. I just think... I don't even like like the Grammys and the MTV. I think they're all bullshit. Sure. And I think this one is even more bullshit, because it's got to be just like a... It's a publicity thing. And, yeah, and maybe it is. Great. You know. Maybe it is. That's awesome. Who cares? What's wrong with publicity? Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm There's going to be a bunch it. of people in the food and beverage television entertainment industry. You're right. There'll be a bunch of janitors and a bunch of, of servers. <laughs> what? And... Hey, I will take that over over <laughs> sitting in here uh, behind, you know, in front of Nicole while she screens calls. I, I could make you. a living. I guarantee you, yeah. as you piss on our show for the second time tonight, that <laughs> yeah. we have more viewers and listeners to this program tonight than the Taste Awards has I for their, mean to piss for on their, their entire, go way for up their entire I award show. Beat the now, I actually mean that seriously, though. Yeah. That, that, come on, who watched? Uh, no one's ever heard of the Taste. No one's going to watch that. You have more fans and listeners that will hear your message tonight than you will by going to the Taste Awards. How did you even hear about them? Who told you? The sponsor of the program sent me an email. How did you hear about it, Jippo? Um, some dude tweeted me about it. Yeah. See, like, come on. No one's ever heard of the come Taste on. Awards. Now I'm going to go. Are we going to bring hot chicks to the red carpet, Jip? Yeah. Evo? How are we going to do that? I don't know that. <laughs> uh, we should put out a call right now for hot chicks. <laughs> Tell Jocelyn, she'll sit you. There's, there's, there's some escort yeah. services in Hollywood you can use for that, I think. Shoelight, w- uh, will you accompany me to the uh, Taste Awards? Will you be my hot chick? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, what if we had a... Oh, now this is good, JP. Yeah. Since I think it's a joke anyway, we should make a joke out of it. Um, 
every good star has like theme music, right? Remember, like oh, I'm yeah. gonna get you, sucker, where the guy's theme band just followed him oh, down yeah. the street. Can we hire the trophy fire to walk with us down the red carpet playing our theme music? Sure. Which, yes. Which clearly all is... All by myself. Which clearly <laughs> is either all by myself or baby, you're a firework. I don't oh, I haven't I'm decided down. which. Yes. Maybe you're like a firework. What do you think, Chip? Going off at faces. What? Should we have the trophy fire yeah. be our theme music band? You could definitely do that. Following us on the red carpet? That would be awesome. What about the fat awesome. guy who does the closing theme? The uh, homebrew guy. Yeah, well, I like Steve and all, but, you know, I guess he can come. (laughs) All right, he can come, too. What do I care? I don't know. Award show. What's that about? Awards. I don't know. I'm excited about it, so. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's cool, man. It's, it's, you know, it doesn't matter why they nominated us. They nominated us. Someone, Someone outside of our sphere of influence saw our show, liked it enough to go through three rounds until make us to, to, to make us the finalist. That's See, pretty I cool. St- I'm still not buying that. I still think that it got submitted, and there was only four shows submitted, and those are the shows that are in the category. And you call me negative. But that's how award shows work. But I do it as a joke. But that's how award You're shows work. You're being very work. serious right now. Not all of them. Why this is the one exception. Why can't this one be? Th- why can't? Why can't it be something cool for once? Why can't it be something cool where we're doing something that somebody else actually gives a fuck about? Well, let's start at the root instead of homebrewers. Let's start at the root. Do you think that the show that we produce deserves an award? Yes, I do. I thought it was very creative show, very well written. The games were exquisite. What? The co-host was Come handsome. He had super awesome uh, guest judges. Just. <laughs> Well, Hot. that could have, that could have, you know, but, uh, yeah, sh- w- w- c- you know, were there flaws? Sure. Could it have been improved? Sure. But y- in all fairness to Drinking Made Easy and to Zane Lamprey, uh, that show could use uh, improvement as well. It's mm-hmm. a good it's show. It's a highly produced show. It's a good show. It's produced I well. Mean, it's edited well. And they do real well. But it is very formulaic and kind of bores me. The new glasses mm-hmm. half full. Jason Petros, right? Yeah, right here. Exactly. Isn't that what this Boy, asshole wanted? Did he switch around? Right? Did JB just get It's like you guys talk? are getting paid tonight. <laughs> right? <laughs> just saying. It's uh, a good show. Yeah, I don't know. That show is probably like a B or something. You need A shows for this. But the, the, do you. Hey, hey, what, what's with this thing? They're you call, never got they're calling B their show? awards the Tasty or something like that? I know they took your name. Can they Tasty. Do that? Well, I'm sure that's actually, exactly what happened. Maybe that's why you're nominated. Like you're trying to take the it's brand. It's going to be a little bronze statue of you, the caricature of you, Tasty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's actually yeah. Taking yeah. a shit. I like that. I'll accept that. That'll yeah, be great. Yeah, yeah. I think they've actually corrected it, Tasty, based on you. I think they used to be the Tasty Awards, and oh. now they're just the Taste, Taste Awards. awards. Oh, and saw, clearly, uh, my that's guys call their guys. I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, clearly that's because of. Oh, they felt sorry for me. Oh, I thought that was Christina Aguilera, which is a, that's a good song by her. The one that sounds like that. Which is what? Every Beautiful. song? Oh, you like that one, too? I'm, I'm a fan of that one. We'll key that up. Really? I got a little teary to a Paramore song on the way over here, if that's Paramore. anything. Flanagan, you're ruining my impression of the band by the minute. No, no, I mean a Leonard Cohen. It was like, it was poetry. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even was, know what um, Paramore is. May, may, I be a, may, may I make a trophy fire quick announcement while we're on the radio that no. I this just in? Go right yes. ahead. I just got a text. Apparently, uh, the trophy fire, if you've been listening, we're uh, one of 15 bands that are up for vote the uh, winning the band with the most votes gets to play Not So Silent Night. It's a local competition here. We'll play with Jane's Addiction and some other bands. So after 10 p.m. tonight, if you guys can go to live105.com and vote for our band, The Trophy Fire, 
It'll be to open up for uh, Jane's Addiction. What are the other bands? Some other fucking awesome bands are on that thing. Who are they? See, no that's one? like a real thing. That's a Johnny. real thing that's that I'm saying. That's not like some cheesy <laughs> yeah. award show. That's like a so? real thing. And by the way, Colette Crash won this won this uh, competition yeah. in 2006. And look what happened to Oh, then I guess it's not a real thing. No. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, we got to open for the, the killers, man. That Leonard was killer. Died. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, also, we, we didn't even announce our show that we're playing in December. Oh, that's true. We're playing December 10th at Slim's in San Francisco. Cool. Other announcement. We're, we're just fucking taking over, Justin. Apparently, you are. Apparently so. Go to live105.com after 10 p.m., please, and vote for our band, The Trophy Fire. We very much appreciate it. And here is Beautiful by The Trophy Fire and Christina Aguilera, featuring Christina Aguilera. The Trophy Fire, yeah. inspired by bands such as uh, Christina Aguilera Perry and Christina Perry. Paramore. Yes, sir. <laughs> and Paramore. Yes. You guys they're, are going downhill quick. They're later stuff. It's what just, is Paramore? I don't even know what that is. Don't what isn't leave that? it that it's way. It's two Jeff. mores. <laughs> Without legs. That's stupid. It's so wonderful. Oh. Do you get chills when you hear the song, Ben? I don't know about chills. <laughs> but you get inspired, don't you? No, I, I never really said that. I think it's a well-written song, though. Yeah. I think it's a boner. What do you listen to when you write songs? Like, do song, other songs inspire you to write, or do, like, Definitely. fucked up life things inspire you to uh, write? A little of both, I think. Yeah. There, there's no, like, you know, specific artist. Sometimes you get inspired by, like, a song that's completely out of your genre. It's you know, like, literally, like, you hear a disco beat that would sound nothing like your band, but you like the beat, and you kind of try to emulate it. And then sometimes you'll hear a song within your genre, and you like the sentiment of the song. It totally depends. Whatever. What? No sexy I, I answer I thought there. I was the... Uh, <laughs> I thought I was the culprit of all the songs. The, the culprit? Yeah. What do you mean? You thought you, he, John thought like, he was, that he was your muse. Yeah. I didn't say you're not my muse. Oh. All right. Take, well, your, take your shirt I off, mean, Johnny. Yeah. Is this the longest you've ever gone without taking your shirt off? <laughs> yeah, it's just hot in here, too. I'm actually wearing a thermal tonight, it's, man. Uh, it's Jeez. pretty warm. We always tour with bands with shirtless drummers. Like, True. every single tour. So yeah. it's just, you know. It's right. Just makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Are there any other Katy Perry songs I can play for you, Shulite, before we go? We like her earlier stuff. do a little uh, uh, California Girls, maybe? I don't know. Oh, you like that one, do you? I love it. (laughs) Did I I say like? I love it. Uh, Let me find it. Come on. Well, I can't find ratings for the Taste Awards, but I'm sure people watch them. Come on. I mean, listen, Chip, I, honestly, I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm glad you're excited about it. It just doesn't feel like a real thing. He's investing in future disappointment. It's a real... I mean, I watched my show, and yeah. I would not have not. I would not have nominated it for an award. Well, I don't know what to tell you. This song, however, I also would not nominate for an award. But it probably won one. But somewhere. maybe I think this is going to be half. This this will be the theme song that you guys play for us on the red carpet. I think. Done. Cool. Can you guys Girl. play California Girls for yep. us? We could probably figure it out. Creep a little sneak peek. <laughs> oh my God, Johnny! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should be apologizing. Yeah, <laughs> you should apologize. If she were always topless singing, I'd be all about it. Then that might be disappointing too. And put a bag over it. Maybe. See, there it is again. That's her thing, man. It's always like that. It's oh, 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 or ooey, 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 or oh, oh, oh. Katie, if you're listening, the trophy fire loves you, and um, you. we're ready, we're available, you know, from February on. So. Right. Johnny's a big fan. I am. I am. Bikinis on top. 
or something. We got it unlocked. Oh, Come sorry. on. It just seems like I'm just writing music oh. for eight-year-olds. You know, like, it's actually like you sit there. It's t- it, it used to be that you sat and you either wrote children's songs, like Mary Had a Little Lamb, or adult that's a, songs. It's a good fucking song. And now, <laughs> pop music is an adult star writing for adults children's music. Yeah. But that's the way it's always been. You, you're just older, so you're more cynical. When you were 15 years old and you heard, you yeah. know... Yes. No. There were some bad Madonna songs early on that sounded like Katy Perry songs. Never. Early Madonna you songs. You take that are... back. <laughs> See? Exactly. <laughs> you take that back right now. There. I mean, think about it. Yeah, maybe you're right. But only a little. <laughs> you're mean, only a little right. You're only a little bit right. All right. I'll take I'll take that from you. That means a lot. <laughs> you're right. It'll melt your popsicle, dude. See, and she's a whore singing to eight. Hey, have you seen hey. that? Uh, she's a happily married woman. Agent you... is online one. Yeah, Madonna was not a whore. <laughs> Who was is? She? Katy Perry's agent. All right, hey, Katy, Katy Perry's agent. Uh, nice to speak with you. How's it going, guys? Chad Sampson. Uh, listen, I'm gonna need you guys to uh, calm down on the Katy Perry. You know, I, I, I know it's 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 wonderful music. It's it's uh, right. I love it. Well, Johnny loves it. Yeah, I love it. This guy's real good. I, 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 I you know, how can I disagree with you guys? You know, it's uh, very catchy, oh, very. Catchy. He has a rapper. Dude's not a rapper. Schumann is actually the rapper. That's in this song. Snoop Dogg. That's what, not just what, a rapper. What, what? See, she can even make Snoop Dogg not sound like a rapper. That's how bad the song is. No. Have you seen that kid who does the teenage dream, by the way? No, what's that one? Oh my goodness. Snoop Dogg. Uh, he, he doesn't cover it, he he lip syncs to it. Snoop it's on YouTube. Snoop Dogg has been a caricature you know, of himself for like 10 years. What is that, uh, what is that guy's Snoop name? Dogg. Ben, do you know his name? What? The, what is it? It's a cover a of, of a Katy Perry oh, song? Just look up weird. Why look is it worth looking YouTube at? What's the weird kid, Katy Perry teenage dream. Why is it good? This makes um, good radio. You just got to see the guy lips. It's good. It's it's amazing. Help me. This out. is not they good gotta, radio. I think. Shoot. I think that's the oh, first I've rule in radio this, yeah. is uh, no YouTube. Yeah, videos. it won't be good radio. Oh, I've seen this kid before. This kid does. Uh, look he at does weird a lot of songs. kid. He does yeah. a lot of songs. Yeah. He is a weird kid. <laughs> he is a very. He's making more money than the trophy fire. Absolutely. Being a weird kid. It's possible. <laughs> he, I don't know it's if you possible. knew this, but he was actually nominated for a Taste Award. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm making more money than the Trophy Fire being a weird kid. Right. Yeah, he's. Uh, we're up against him in the uh, weird song category. I don't know if you knew that, JP. I didn't actually, but thank you for telling me. I'm real positive about it. How are you? I submitted a remix of our whole of our entire series of shows of your dog show? with the weird kid uh, singing it, and uh, now we're nominated for a Taste Award. Good. <laughs> that must mean we're real good. Are you really excited about the Taste Award? Am I offending you with um, my view of the Taste Award? You're not offending me, but it is kind of funny how you flippity-floppity all the time over it. Like, oh, wow. you can't be so negative. Oh, I'm real negative now. But I'm not being negative you about are. the Taste Award. Yes, yes, you are. I'm actually being honest about it. Well, I'm always honest. Why Why is it? I'm being uh, not honest but negative, and you're being not negative but honest. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> 
That's like well, a quadruple that shit, positive. That shit just fucking happened Bam. to your face. Oh, wow. That was a quadruple positive. Is this show positive. a fucking intervention for you two? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's our show, Schumann. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what show is, a lot of sexual things. Hey, play uh, another song and shut up, Or at least just pick one of those two things. Because, for example, the payment that you will receive from the donations tonight is cut and dry. You showed up. Right. People donated money. You get paid. Right. That's it. Right. Whereas the Taste Awards is an award ceremony that no one's ever heard of, and I'm still not positive that you didn't get submitted or that you have to pay to be submitted. Maybe coffee submitted to it. So well, it's not as okay. cut and dry as... Sure. as and, and I'm honestly, uh, if, it, if I find out yes. that it's a real award, I will be quite positive about it. But I just feel like it's one of those like silly things. Well, can I ask, how are you going to find out? Because I, I looked on the website... And I told you that it's but the not website submitted. is the, are the people who pay like they well, get sure. money to put these awards on. For example, yeah, by sponsors, they get eighty five dollars a ticket from the people that they nominated. Well, that also includes um, a VIP party with a f- oh. uh, open bar. So, so from I made the, the people that they party. nominated. I don't know if that's true. And I don't know. Yeah. See, and so it's well, a sure. money making venture. These awards. Well, of shows. course, every mo- yeah, you're right. Every every uh, award show is a money making adventure, which is why we need to pay. Adventure. It's, they're, they're adventures. Also, <laughs> yeah. uh, what did I say? Ven- uh, you said adventure. Oh, I good. said venture. Oh, okay. Uh, but it is an adventure <laughs> um, because you know the. the <laughs> They have like sp- you know, sponsors Fuck will you, pay Flanagan. all that kind of shit, <laughs> you know. And that's where the 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 BN Awards needs to have sponsors, right? But okay, now right. that's a case in point. BN Awards, total fucking bullshit. Right. Except for the beer of the year. That's the one award that's the not bullshit award because right. we genuinely look at the beers that we've tasted and we. Well, give we should beer put a press release out now. When these now when when we have gotten nominated. Press releases go out. People hear about us. Right. When we get the award, press releases, we're, we're getting exposure to a show that will never have a second season. So that's kind of fucked up. And I can see how it's kind of, there's no real point because we're not going to go anywhere. But we're be- I'm already in talks for a second season. <sighs> well, there you go. Uh, am I? No. Damn it. Well, then I don't care. But uh, we'll go to a place with uh, people in our industry that we can network. That's really the main thing, is you're going to a place. Anthony Bourdain will be there. Zane Lamprey will be right. there. All these people we'll be will there. be there. Producers. They're not going to be there. They yeah, Skype no, they will. in. They no, Skype in. they totally in. will. Zane Lamprey hosted the thing last year. Oh, but he's not hosting this year. He's not showing up. Well, that's, that's why he showed up last Trust year. Trust me, he'll show up. Now he knows the whole deal. Look, at, that's I what I'm hope saying. That that's it's that why good. You, that's why you go. You go to network and you go to try to get other jobs. You don't necessarily go to sit in an audience and get rejected for an award. I'm not expecting that we're going to win, but it's kind of cool. I've never been involved in it before. Have maybe, you? Maybe you'll make I've a friend or something. Right. That's what I mean. I've never been to a major award ceremony in Hollywood. That's After pretty cool. After you go to the Taste Awards, you still will never have been to a major <laughs> award ceremony in Hollywood. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, yeah. is that it's just, yeah, you know. Brace yourself. You know, that's all. Well, that's all I'm saying, And, and I'm going to go. It does sound like fun. Yeah. And I like the idea of being on the red carpet. Well, there you go. And I like the idea of the trophy fire following us and playing our theme music. Uh, What's your, the song again? I think it's, um, did I decide on firework or did you I want decide California on California, California Dream. Dreams, yeah. girls? I got it. I'm paying attention. Johnny's paying attention. Don't worry about it. He, John's my manager. Should be. Wow. Yeah. It's a, we've come for circle, full circle. First, I was Schumann's manager in his first band, The Rocket Heroes. Yeah. It was very phallic. <laughs> and now his little brother is, is my manager. That's right. You're really moving up, man. <laughs> yeah. I've also gone from Pacheco to Concord, apparently. <laughs> Needless Schumann. to say, you're, and then uh, back. <laughs> your studio's in my old bedroom. 
That's true. My studio isn't shoe lights old bedroom. Your jizz stain is still over here on the floor. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, we're not going to do a drunk of the week uh, uh, because I I just I don't know. Come on. For like forty-five minutes. And we got Twitter game to do. It's important. All right, Rhino, you're on the line. Drunk of the week. Oh no. Oh, maybe he's online. All here is Katy Perry. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and that's all I wanted. Yeah, to yeah. Hey, I'm Rhino, cool that. is that you on three? Nicole, do I have uh, to bring pregnant Bevo back in here? This is ridiculous. Pregnant again? I'll can't be the drunk the, of the week. Can't even get the phones answered properly. Here's a little Katy Perry in the meantime. I don't read lips. You have to come here and tell me or write me a note. Moscow, my producer, trying to make me read lips. You don't, I mean, come on. You don't measure like that song? Did nothing she, did nothing about say, it. Did she just You're say measure your twat? I like her. No. I thought she did. I thought she said measure your twat. I mean, you're at a bar and you're drunk. No. This song comes on. You don't want to dance. No. Nothing. No, no, oh! But I don't want to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! But I'm not a dancer. Sure? I just I don't. Are know. we human? Or are we dancers? All right. It's just dancer. Hey, if you're oh, looking yeah. for a great way to, uh, 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 which I am, <laughs> uh, to formulate recipes and get your brew day kicked into action, you can go to beersmith.com right now and get a free 21-day trial version of the Beersmith software. It allows you to formulate recipes, convert them into different styles, and uh, do everything you need to make the best beer possible. Plus, you don't have to take my word for it. You get a free 21-day trial version by going over to beersmith.com. I guarantee you, you know, it's the only supported software out there right now. If you send Brad an email uh, over there at beersmith.com he's the, the owner and writer of the software and you're having trouble he's going to answer you. He's going to let you know what's happening. Plus I got a podcast over there. There's video tutorials about the whole thing to help you figure out how to use the program. Add recipes and ingredients to your shopping cart. Print out your inventory. Convert recipes automatically. Over 300 recipes available at beersmith.com recipe site. The list goes on. Get your free 21-day trial right now at beersmith.com. Yeah! Yeah! Sometimes that just happens. Sometimes Katie just does me like that. It's true. Mm-hmm. I finish an ad and she cheers for me. <laughs> that is true. She's a big fan of the uh, BN Army. So all I have in line for our drug of the week right now is T Hooter, which I would put T Hooter and JP together as a duo because it was kind of their performance arguing together he's back as a, again as a duo. They're, they're, they're uh, so he's in for drunk of the week. And that's all I have because and Rhino didn't now. really answer the. Rhino, Rhino's um, there. He's there. I just I just checked with him. He's there. Are. Rhino's back on line two. Rhino, what's happening? I'm here. You're there. Mm, that's happening. I wish it wasn't. I'm rocking out. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, you should really calm down a little bit. Sounds like you're rocking out like the first Trophy Fire album. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Ben. I'm gonna buy that shit tomorrow. You're gonna buy it. Oh yeah! Did you buy it tonight? Yeah, buy buy it means download. Yeah, buy it while you're still intoxicated. <laughs> You'll like it better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. What's what's happening? So, Rhino, do you get silent when you're drunk? Is that how we know you're drunk? I'll buy it tomorrow when I'm fucking sober. All right. What? What? Huh? Huh? What? Hey, Rhino, are you drunk? 
That's pretty drunk. That's drunk. Yeah. Yeah. He actually just passed out. I like that. <laughs> Before I finish the question, he passed out. I can't do it. I can't do it. This is why I'm not doing Drunk of the Week tonight. I can't deal with these people. I'm not in the mood. Well, Nor should well, you. I mean, these guys have been calling for like hours. I don't hours. care. Whatever. Bunk Chess is calling for like the fifth time do tonight. It. What did they climb Mount Everest? Well, I gotta, they, it's not been a... <laughs> while they're drunk, that's an accomplishment. Three times. <laughs> yeah, let him talk, man. God damn it. <laughs> because they're going to hate me. They're going to hate me. I don't me. care. This is not the Nicole show. You deal with them answer their calls apologize to them and deal with it i'm giving it to t hooter and jp duo that's drug of the week yeah that's our drug of the week tonight i don't want to send that guy anything god damn it (laughs) you guys ever heard of the taste awards Yes, they are really good. It's the third annual. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's the third annual. It's a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Count them. One, two, three. Jay, you realize you're going to be hosting them next year. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. That shows you how big a deal it is. JP, I didn't want to tell you this, but I actually declined hosting the awards this year. Well, they, you're an asshole. They contacted me and... You're going to open the next show with a, I've always supported the Taste Awards. <laughs> what a oh, yeah. great thing they're doing for the Oh, you community. know I would do it, too. If they asked me, I'd be like, oh, oh. you kidding? I've been watching you guys for years. You know, apparently, Three of them. apparently Brain Oil yeah. have a drink on Drinkify. Oh, Nate, you guys got your own drink. Wow. You want to hear what it is? Nice. Flanagan, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Nate's kind of a big deal. Uh, That's what I heard. He's part of According the According to Drinkify.com. Well, he's part of the band <laughs> Brain Oil. And we okay. passed a web search on Drinkify, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. You want to hear the drink? It's a different genre than yours because men listen to them. <laughs> oh, good God. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, I think. That's Nate. It's like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> No, they, smelly guys. these guys have figured out melody. We're still working on that. Someday still working on melody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someday what's, we'll get there. Uh, what's their drink? What's their I drink? think the Trophy Fire has figured that out Their drink out a while ago. is 12 ounces of Nordic Mist. Which and is what? What the hell is that? It's a drink mixer. It's a non-alcoholic drink mixer. Yeah. I think it's actually semen from a Nordic man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but the second part's better than yeah, the first. Yeah, I put this in the glass. It'd be good, yeah. <laughs> I'd call it Nordic Mist. Yeah. It's 12 ounces of Nordic Mist and 12 ounces of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good what? drink. That's wow. what the folks at Drinkify think you need to drink while you're listening to us. <laughs> I fucking would agree. It's not a drink it's at all. Matter of fact, <laughs> let's get real stoned and drink nothing. Right. Uh, we do have Twitter game. You want to go through that real quick? Yeah, let's find out who won our Twitter game. And then, uh, hey, Trophy Fire, if you could, I know I told you three songs, but I'd like you guys to take us out. So while we're doing these couple other things, if you can think yeah. of, a, of another song, if you got it in you, I'd love for you to be the final song of the night. All right, what, uh, what, are our, and what was the Twitter game? Twitter game was, if you had to name a British pub, what would you name it? Uh, and then, I had a couple, actually, some pretty funny ones. The Limey Cunt. Couple. Oh, I would. I like that. That, that, prob- that yeah. probably just won. Yeah. Uh, this is from Rude Boy Brewing. He says uh, the twig and berries. Nicole's vote was Nate's butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> was actually Nicole's. No, stuff Nate's butt is her website. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, Secret Lab One wants to call it Boys Club. Yeah. Uh, Richard Bryant says the barrel and bollocks, which is kind of funny. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Scott says between the queen's knees. I like that. I like that. Uh, but yeah. I think the best one is two from two brewskis. Uh, your mate's back door pub. Then you can pound some in your mate's back door. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it's the justification, the tagline, the, right? Yeah. Explain. But isn't brevity but it's the? An English pub. You know, yeah. Well, that's true. Well, your mate's back door. Right. That's the name. I like. Okay, if you could leave it at that. Yeah. Okay, we can vote. Uh, we should narrow it down to two. 
All right. Well, so is it narrowed down to between the queen's knees and your mate's back door? Can we agree yeah. on that? Yeah. Let's do yeah, that. That's a good one. All right. Uh, in studio, uh, raise your hand if it's your mate's back door. All right, couple of votes there. Wow! And raise your hand if it's between the queen's knees. Yeah, oh, you guys yeah, are good one. All right, who won that? Uh, that was some guy. That was uh, Scott. Up. Shake it. All right, Scott. Send an email to JP at thebrewingnetwork.com. You've won yourself a Boulder Beer gift pack. Uh, we'll give away some T-shirts and hats to you for winning our Twitter game of the night. Nicole, who uh, sponsored this segment? So the final segment was brought to you by Brew Tattoo. Again. Oh, so we had wow. tonight. So Brew Tattoo with a very generous donation of $249. Oh, oh. Uh, wait, just the final segment just or you mean total? Just the final He's segment. hammered, wow. man. What, what an asshole. What was, this, what was the guy <laughs> below him? The guy below actually $11. is an anonymous donor <laughs> that even though he did not win, he donated Anyway, wow. um, it was an anonymous donation uh, in honor of all the people in the chat room that can't afford to donate right now. How much was that for? I love you, one percenter. Two hundred dollars. Wow. Two hundred dollars. Wow. wow. Nice. Wow. What's the grand total? I don't know. I can't remember the, like the exact amount. Right? The, the, I think it's uh, I think it's eighty five dollars. Negative sure. negative forty one. Well, let's see if I can think back. I thought the first one was one thirty. I thought it was one fifty. We'll call it one fifty for now until I see the goods. Let's call it four hundred. The second one was was definitely one fifty five. Right. The third one one fifty one. One fifty one. The fourth one one hundred dollars. And the final one two forty nine. Two forty nine plus plus two hundred bucks. Bonus round. Plus wow. another two hundred dollars. That's right. Wow. So the BN staff tonight. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you realize we made more than the poor Kenyan orphans that needed a cow by by a lot. Good point. Yeah. Well, we we our cost of living is higher. It is way higher. Yeah. You know they have. Dirt I also, for free. while you're calculating that, Jay, I wanted to mention oh, that Grod Grod in the uh, in the chat has donated twenty dollars that's allocated for sake the cat. <laughs> I Thanks, counted Grod. I counted that we ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah! I'm buying a new car. Ten thousand dollars. How did that happen? I don't know. I got to do it on a calculator. I'm <laughs> fucking. I'm such an idiot. The trophy fire isn't part of this, right? We yeah, get fifty. Make sure. Well, well, we get eighty. Eighty well, percent. No, they're, they're the entertainment. They did bring I'll, in. I'll tip them out. Yeah, it comes out of Tasty's half. We got a lot of good beer. We're very happy. They'll get what bands usually get. Here's a few drink tickets. Plus 150. I've had about three beers. I think we're good. Here's some drink tickets and VD from the club whore over there. (laughs) Damn it, I have to start over. You want me to do it for you, Sweetheart? It's like $721. How much was the one that didn't, that wasn't part of it? Ben's uh, just Nicole? mad now. How much what? was the one that wasn't part of the sponsorship he lost? How much did he do? 240 $200. Oh, 200 200 Plus. 590 150 70 divided by 5 plus 151 times 9 plus 100 Justin's adding this up plus 249 he's like last time I do this I was right 85 dollars wow alright see and you think you're bad at math let's see 1 2 3 are you guys in no they're out are you in or not you get to call in or not I'm in Doc's in really the fucking dentist 1 2 who drives a Hummer 4 5 he hasn't even it's 6 of you right am I missing anybody it's 6 of you I don't know who you're counting (laughs) a 1 a 2 
You each got $167.50 tonight. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, is $167.50 more than you've ever made. Yeah. Collectively. So, you're in. Do we have to wait? Is he over there? Now, Now is Doc over there pissing on it? Because I will Because oh. I'm gonna, I will refund this goddamn money right now. I want you to now. We don't have to oh, wait yeah. for their checks to clear or anything it, like that, dude. It only matters if... Now, listen. I, look it. That's true. It's it only a, matters if I piss now, on it. Now, I know that you guys have, have done a lot for, for, for very little, but we've had very little to deal with. The beer industry isn't paying a whole lot of money. And so uh, I, I, I hope it's a bit. I do apologize if nobody's happy about the small amount of money that come in tonight. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. This is a big deal for me. Uh, for the first time ever, I'm able to pay everybody in the studio for showing up for work tonight, thanks to our listeners. And I hope that our listeners feel appreciated uh, for the cash that they Thank do. Thank you very much. Now, Thank you, listeners. None really of that is to say it. that you guys aren't worth a million dollars an episode or whatever the hell you think you're worth. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I think out. it's a fantastic thing uh, that we get to uh, hand out a little cash uh, because we've never been able to do that before uh, per episode. So... Uh, Carry on pissing all over it and our program if you want. But thank you to our listeners for giving away some cash. Yeah. All right. Now, minus my fees, uh, two hundred per hour. Two hundred per hour per five. Wow, you guys just—you guys owe me thirty-five cents. Each one of you owes me thirty-five cents. Here, don't worry, guys. I'll get this. I expect it. JP just covered your thirty-five cents each right here. Wow. Uh, for the next couple shows too. Yeah. So I would like to thank JP, well, thank you, JP. for uh, well, uh, contributing. Well, I figure I—you I, know—I'm a doctor and a computer programmer, so I figure I—I you know—I can now, earn that. Now they much. are not uh, less worthy of the. Cash here in the studio just because they have uh, an education and a Look, good job. Oh, I wait. I thought it was America's fault. Doc's in a one percent. I thought it was America's fault, not mine. I'm on, the, I'm on the prestigious taste award. That's worth millions. I, I <laughs> right. don't get anything. I don't, give a fuck. I don't need anything. I'm hiring a PR manager uh, just for me on the twelfth. You want in? You'll pay half. Great. Now, thanks to you two, JP's going to occupy <laughs> my house <laughs> until the two occupy of you concede your share of the donation. Isn't that the only way to make a change? Shit. I want. Tasty to pepper spray me. What's weird is that JP had actually already put his tent up in my living room yeah. before I ever even announced. I wonder what that was. Yeah. What if they want to donate during the week? No, I won't accept that. No I'll take can all do. that. I'll take all that. Um, actually, well, you can go to moderndaymerrick.blogspot.com and donate all the fuck you want just personally to me. Thank you very much. Well, here's what happens. Uh, there is the donate portion, uh, but the whole, it, it gets a little confusing, right? Because we have several shows, right. several hosts. How do you decide who does what, what does this, what it's all valued? So Dick this size. is why the during the show donation to sponsor a segment, it's cut and dry. You've donated for the segment, it goes to the staff, period. So Done. just to be on, to kind of honestly answer your question, you can hit the donate button all week long, but uh, it's hard for me to say, was that for Sean Paxton? Was that for Moscow? Was that for Jamil? Was that for... It just it all goes to the kitty uh, and, and how it gets paid out. So Meow. this is an easy way uh, on Sundays for us to pay you guys for your time. So $167 each. Uh, how long have we been here? We should divide it out to your hourly rate. It's like 40 rate. bucks an hour, I'm thinking. <laughs> We've now been on for four and a half Around hours. Okay, 35 an hour. Jesus Christ. Well, 35 but- bucks an hour? I've never been paid that goddamn Price of my life. Well, I got here at four, so <laughs> no, you didn't. Can you figure mine in? Thirty-seven dollars an hour, still more than you've ever been paid in your life. That's great money. It is. I like it. I've been paid more. At, at Starbucks. 
No. Um, uh, 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 no, I haven't. You're right. <laughs> it's good money. Thank you. It's good money. All right. Thanks to the listeners. Thanks to you guys for all your... I wish I would... I wish I had thought of this idea four years ago. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> uh, there will be no back payments. I don't, I don't know how to fucker. Yeah, I don't know how to go back and do that. All right, uh, did we pick a drunk of the week? Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. JP we did. And, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, and we gave our Twitter away. Right, Rhino was crying because he had two yeah. two songs and a couple jokes lined up. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine that he were can really do it next week. Jokes. Ask him to speak up next time. Yeah, or speak. <laughs> you know. Start talking. Or throw up. Uh, <laughs> or throw up. Hey, what's going on? All right, hey. Trophy Fire, you guys want to take us out of here? We can get out. Sounds, Sounds good. good. If, All right. If Thank you very much for having us, Justin. And the Thank gang, you. we had a blast. If Thank we're, you, guys. If we're dual Drunk of the Week winners, can I, Doc, will you do me a favor? Take a Drunk of the Week medal home and cut it in half, jagged like one of those best friend hearts. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's all what right. I want. You know where they are, Jip. Give him yep. one. All and right. Uh, yeah. All right, we're going to saw it in half. We're going to give it to you and your friend, T. Hooter. Uh, I need two of them. Uh, Right. Neck. Thanks. You need two uh, neck. Uh, right. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Because you'll cut the loop in half where yeah. it hangs on. All right, give them two. Right. We'll take care of it. Okay, great. Uh, uh, all right, uh, the trophy fire. You can go to graydayrecords.com right now and buy the album or click the Amazon link on our homepage and buy the album that way. And support this band because uh, you'll be one of those guys who said, I supported them when. Trophy fire, take us out. September when fall is falling into view a sea of blue lockers and I would fade into you I wanted to try her I wanted to defy her but she would never give me something I could do Sleeve some caustic reminders of all the love that tried to leave with you, disconcerting because my lungs were hurting, driving and shaking, looking for something.